Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's 6.01 p.m. Pacific. It's Monday night. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 702-586-7857. 702-586-PULP. If you've got something on your mind, Denver Supercross wrapped up. Just two more to go in the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series. Eli Tomac won his second in a row, 18 points down. Plenty to talk about when it comes to the race and uh, and also what else is going on in the industry. we got some silly season news to talk about. We've got uh, Denver Supercross, Adam Cincirillo talking about. we got lots to get onto. Um, so thanks again for listening, people. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to an exciting show, show number 379. What are we doing for 400? I don't know. One of the plans for 400 was to have Mitch Payton here in studio because Alex Martin was going to beat Marty Davalos. But then Alex Martin went and shit the bed in Nashville, and now Marty's 10 up. So I don't know what we're going to do for 400, okay? I don't know. Maybe you got some ideas. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross 5, Firepower Batteries Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, all on board with us tonight, as well as FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. We had a contest a few weeks ago with uh, Noof from Atlas Brace about uh, we're going to give away some brace braces to people who uh, thought they deserved it. We're going to announce the winners tonight, atlasbrace.com. So stay tuned for that. Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, and Intense Bicycles all on board with us. Intense Bicycles, Pulpamex 10 is the code to save if you want a new bicycle. Whether it's an e-bike or not, I won't judge. And you can simply go to IntenseCycles.com. Pulpamex 10 is the code to save and get yourself a new bicycle, a new mountain bike. Go ahead. And if you get one and you live in Vegas or SoCal and you use the code, Kiefer and I will go riding with you. We will. I promise. We're going to do that. Uh, very excited show tonight. Very exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This one should be fun. Uh, Justin Bogle will be on. Won a heat race this weekend, fourth in the main event. Very good job for Justin Bogle. He will join us. Cameron McAdoo, ram it, will join us. Uh, Geico Honda uh, rider, got Cameron McAdoo, friend of the show, will join us. Kristen Beat will be on. You've seen Kristen. She covered the uh, Monster Energy Cup as a pit reporter uh, last year. Now she is doing the Rockstar Triple Crown up in Canada. She's doing flat track with Wygant um, also. So we, she'll, she'll be on the show tonight. Looking forward to that. She was supposed to come up. Maybe a couple months ago, but got sick, couldn't make it. So uh, we'll have Kristen Bead on. Uh, we also have James Schuster on from Pivot Works and Vertex Pistons and Hot Cams and uh, everybody else from there. Uh, been a longtime supporter of the show, and we're going to have James on to um, talk about pistons and talk about cams and, and sorts of things like that and probably educate our listeners a little bit on that as well as uh, talk about this bike in a box deal that they got going on. So uh, thank you again for listening. Bogle, McAdoo, Beat, Schuster, all on board with us. Of course, Jason Thomas will be as well. 
Sitting across from me, uh, he is the 100% Goggle National Sales and Marketing Manager, uh, former pro rider. He's been in studio many times. Charles Caslew, what's up, Chuck? What's up, Steve? Thanks Are, for having me. Thank you for coming. Come, thank you for coming in. Yeah, no problem. What's Glad going to be on here? What's happening? No, nothing. It's cruising. Cruising. Just watching Supercross. And, yep. And, Lots know. to talk about when it comes to uh, that and and hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here, uh, recording some stuff with you today, and you know, here for the show. You, you, uh, you've got Cooper Webb wearing your goggle. We do. Marvin Muscan. Uh, I got Alex Ray. I got Kyle Chisholm. You do. X brand goggles. Okay. Choice of champions everywhere. Yep. If you well, don't wear X brand, you won't you win. Could, if you were to add up the championships between Alex Ray and Kyle Chisholm, if there's like a like a count? Yeah, like a, like a like a total. If you were to yeah. put it in a spreadsheet and you were to add it up, are we counting Florida and Tennessee titles? No. Okay. So no, because just... I I don't believe the experience they were wearing those. Oh, okay, so you just want to count titles so Current, much like the with professional level. professional levels. Yeah. Well, you sprung this on me. I don't have the info in front of me, so Maybe I you have to scrape some data. I need to get the data and get back to you. Scrape. Okay. I, I don't. The count is. Like I said, That's I don't know. I don't know. So, um, yeah. So, big things for you guys coming yeah. up, and yeah. uh, uh, thanks for coming in. Obviously, um, you know we love X-Brand goggles, but mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't matter. You come yeah. in, you're a great bench racer. You follow the series and everything else. So, looking forward to talking to you and getting your take on things uh, over there in the corner, hanging out, scraping data. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? You know, I noticed the last two weeks when I did come extra early, you didn't say what time I came in. You only like to point that out when I'm late. Now everyone thinks that I'm just a juvenile. Great radio. You were in. You were in early. Yes, I appreciate that. Um, Thank you. What's up with your CRF 450 that you were rebuilding? The the bike in the box, the W wheels, <laughs> the Michelin Starcross fives. Um, yeah. Is there anybody else I can call, Marks, to get you free stuff for a bike that you don't uh, ride? You know, I don't. I think I think they're doing it for me because they like me so much. Okay. As opposed to you. Yep. I'm sticking to that theory. Whether it's true or not, um, yeah, John. Uh, John sent me the picture of my wheels from W. Uh, uh-huh. They look they look sweet. Um, so I will look good while I go slow. It's gonna be great. And when I'm are gonna, we riding? I'm gonna show you how to jump that quad. There's no quad there anymore. Dang it! When are we riding? Uh, yeah, as soon as I, I think it should be here this week. I'll get it all put together and we're good to go. Soft commitment. It, no. it is. Yeah. Well, is, how can yeah. I say when I don't have the the parts yet? I'm yeah. assuming I'm assuming they'll be here this week. Right. Okay. Get them put on the bike, and we're good. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Publix Fantasy. I don't really want to talk about it. Why? What'd you score? At all? I mean, I feel like we can talk about it. It's, yeah. You know. Hey, you're doing well. Chuck is killing right. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to win this motorcycle here in a couple whoa, of weeks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How you whoa. guys are going to handle what that. What are but, you overall? Uh, tenth. Championship League, tenth. Championship League, tenth. Industry Idiots? Fourth. Wow. That is strong. Yeah, that's. I was I, a, I was ahead of you not that yeah. long ago. You've been you've been racking and, off some good weeks, and I haven't had any like exceptional weeks. I'm like, I'm in the hundreds or two hundreds. Like I've, I've never I haven't got any prizes at all. Yeah, or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's pretty common though. Yeah, it's just racking up like somewhat consistent yeah. results with eight guys in the main as the ticket. Here. I want to thank Josh Grant for completely screwing me this week. Uh, I picked him last week. I mean, I don't know why you'd pick him last week. It's logical. I'd like week. to thank him for my 52 points because yeah. that was glorious. You I knew that was coming. You knew that whenever yeah. he scored points, it was coming for 52. Yeah, it was going to be Denver 52 points. That's Right. Do that. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. Great great work. Yeah. Why yeah. Would you, you, what'd you score? Two. 31. 231. Yeah. yeah, and I had eight guys. That's a rough That's week. with eight guys. Mm. Thank you, Michael Lessie, for not starting the main event. Thank you very much. Thank you. Really appreciate that. 
Leslie was a better pick last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Chris Blows, for absolutely weeding yourself, then rising from the dead like a zombie. And even though you rode well and unlapped yourself, you didn't get me max points at all for All-Star. Thank you, Chris Blows. But he didn't quit, so you got that working for you. I just want to know why he's a zombie now, because he, I saw him die. So apparently zombies can ride motorcycles pretty well. God, Chris Blows, just an animal. Um, yeah, Marks, how'd you do? I got 303. Strong. Yeah. That's very strong. That's two weeks in a row that I got 300 or more. Really? Yeah. Oh, you finally nice. figured this game out. I'd like to think I'm the Eli Tomac of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I, I can get that. So we'll see how next week or the week after goes. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching on Facebook uh, Live on RacerX. Facebook Live, what's up? How are you? Thank you for watching. Appreciate that. Um, all right, so Bogle, Schuster, Beat, McAdoo, all in the show tonight. Uh, should be interesting. Should be exciting. Charles, I'm really sorry that you had to come up for show 379 because you have a bit of a tough act to follow. Show 378. We had uh, Jack and Coke Jake mm-hmm. in here. Retired Jake's the fun Jake. Hey, it was out of hand. Yeah, I and you had you called NYK, which is you know always brings up the the mood of the yeah. show. Dean's Dean. Dean's Dean. I mean, Dean's Dean. I mean, it was my birthday, and Will didn't want me to sleep alone, so yeah, he just it was an all timer. Yeah, it, I, it was good. Some of the stories, you know, Jake took a while to. To land the plane. Yep, yep. But uh, it was, yeah, that's well, a tough one to follow. I can't, re- I can't top that. Marks, remind me later. I'm going to tell the, the Jake and Dean truck story. You are? Yeah, I on got. A, on air? Yeah. Oh, there good. I, I got the story. People, people Serious were, people were left hanging with that I one. Know. And, and everyone's curious. I told the story at the Fly Racing Pulp Show on Saturday. Somebody yelled it out. What's the truck story? I told them. <laughs> um, and it was just silence or they're in awe or what? N- no. Okay. Just wait. It, it was a story of like. <laughs> Where a drunken guy would think it's much better than what it really is. Okay. But, Marks, lots of feedback for, for Jack and Coke Jake. Oh, everyone loved it. And yeah. I think that's his official nickname now, yeah? Because yeah. we went over Jelly Bean Jake. and Jumping Jake. Yeah, Jake Jack, and Coke. Coke. Jack and Coke Jake is good with me. Um, Yeah, he he was on fire. Uh, that was that was an all-time. We, yeah. we have to do Pulpies this year just because he deserves one for right, that right. performance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would call that the best retired racer podcast hey, performance. I, I, at some point, I had to tell Pookie. I texted Pookie. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Slow him down. Like, things he's getting, you know, he was already kind of up, and then he was getting in there, and I texted Pookie, slow him down. Have we cut anybody off on the Pulp Show before? Is that the first one? We just slowed down. Okay. We should have slowed Langston down. We needed to slow GL down. Yeah. But so he was, he's asking for drinks, unbeknownst to me, to Nicole upstairs, yep. and she's not bringing it because I told Pookie, slow him down. So he's getting frustrated. He's getting irritated. <laughs> Nicole comes downstairs, and he's just like looking at her like, like and she's just like ah, and then upstairs and he's getting mad and I'm just like oh boy Uh, who's gonna tell him who's gonna tell him that we did this so we 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 waited a little bit and then we got him back on the back on the horse again and 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 then things went south from there so Jack and Coke Jake yeah so you got it you got a lot to live up to oh yeah I'm not living up to that right right that's not happening turn your chair a little bit I feel like you're looking at the hockey game which you don't even know anything about hockey I'm learning yeah Uh, go go Leafs go up three two uh, in the third period so. You like, I really don't care. You like the yellow team? Yeah, they seem you, cool. You can get the fuck nice out. Nice uniforms. No, beat it. <laughs> uh, okay, hey, so let's get going. Denver Supercross, Eli Tomac, 18 points down. Won the last two in a row. Um, what do you make of this, Charles? Too, too little, too late, in my opinion. Eli's Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> That's what Jake would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just more of the same. It's it's certain. It's for sure too little, too late. Um, I think Cooper's had 
control of this for the last couple few weeks at least and he's felt comfortable for a couple months i think at yeah. this point um and this is i mean eli's reeled off wins i mean it's not anything new this is yeah this is just yeah. he's done it two weeks in a row which right. hasn't happened i guess but um yeah it's so, it's another it's eli i don't I, let me ask you a question here <laughs> that i asked why again and, and uh and jt so let's say he wins the next two weeks which is plausible right absolutely he finishes with seven wins Okay. One more than Coop. Doesn't win the title, of course, because Coop's we're gonna get yep. to Coop in a second. Do we forget about the ups and downs of Tomac and just go, oh man, like seven wins and no title, like he, he you know, like oh like do we forget about all the times where we, we were scratching our heads about him? No. I, I it'll be maybe a little more difficult to to think back and remember, but when he's not holding the number one plate in Vegas, it, it you yep. think why he won the last four rounds? You look back and go, wow, there were some downright awful races in yeah. the middle there. There were some some yeah. bad ones that yep. you can't forget that. I mean, that's. I mean, in the years past, he's missed a race, you know, or he's had a mechanical. Sure. Yeah. So that 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 this year he hasn't had any of that outside of yeah. head scratching performances. So I mean, is this the worst? If let's say he wins those two, he ends yeah. with seven. Yeah. Is this the worst championship for him in Supercross the last three years? It's got to be, right? Yes, it would be. Yeah. Because it's yeah. the fewest wins. Right. And the weirdest results. Right, right. And so, there's no missed races or anything. No. Nothing like it's that. Just right. Win, sixth, win, right. 12. Right. So, yeah, I, even though he has two wins in a row here, I, I'm no less confused than I was two weeks right, ago. Right, right. I feel like in, we have a weekend off. I feel like in New Jersey, he shows up, he could get sixth again. Yeah, or he could win. Okay, or yeah, or he could win. And it's yeah. not, and yeah, I like, didn't learn anything more. Like, that. I am not declaring him fixed, quote no, unquote, and, and or I am not declaring him, you know, it's on now. Like, I, and yeah. I listened to your, your race review wrap up with Weege and JT, and Weege kind of headed down that road a little bit of, yeah, I think they fixed some things and they, they got some stuff sorted out where I'm not near as quick to jump on that. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not either. He's yeah. got things figured out in right. quotes. Two or three times this year. Yep. Yep. So no, after San Diego, he, he said, "I'm a hundred percent." Yeah, bike was better. I'm and feeling my good. back. My back is no longer a problem. Yep. Which, early, which early on he was saying it kind of was. Mm-hmm. So he's declared himself fixed. He went testing one week, yep. uh, and they found something that worked, and he's very comfortable. Yeah, it's been fixed a couple times. Right. So, how much yeah. of this, from what you know, boils down to the bike and not being comfortable with it? That's. I mean, that's the what we get. I, that's the the word behind the scenes. You know, he's he's admitted it. I think it's, in his mind, 100% comes down to the bike and him feeling comfortable with it. But that's, yeah. I think, of that 100%, 50 of it's mental. Yeah. 50 of it's well, actual bike. You know, you know me. I, mean? I, I come down. It, yeah. These are factory mechanics with engineers standing around. Right. The bike can be off. 100% the bike can be off. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I, I think you can ride through. It's your job as a professional factory rider to adapt and figure it out for 20 minutes. Or be better at testing and yeah, be like, this, way. yeah, you know, know know what you like and, and lead the team and in a way. I heard his comment about the window being very small for him to feel comfortable. Yeah. But with bike settings, you can't be that far off with that minor of a different uh, track surface. That's right? what I'm saying. Because we're in Supercross stadiums in a pretty controlled environment mm-hmm. where you're not getting these huge variances no, and, no. and obstacles and or soil. No, so no. The, the window can't be that small. I, I, it, I'm it, with you. And, and and you cannot get a bike to work perfectly to stick in a low, to, to rail a berm super low and then get it to work perfectly in huge whoops. Right. You can't get it perfectly to turn on flat surfaces and get it perfectly to work in huge whoops. Yeah. Like, doesn't, 
can't do it. It's different. Yeah, yeah you can't do it. You, you got to find can, the balance. You got to find a balance. You got to find what you're happy with. You're always sacrificing one end to uh, to, to to give it up on the other. Carmichael, of course, famous for this. You know, yeah. he said, "I don't care how my bike looks in the whoops. I want this thing to rail a turn." You yeah. know, and they well, did. Figure it out for that one section. Yeah, yeah. So, as a former factory mechanic, I'm a bit mystified too. Uh, I had a burnout theory about Eli uh, mm-hmm. being burnt out, Bradshaw 93. I don't think that's the case. I kind of asked around a little bit. I, I, this is one of my theories. Like, you never... Yeah, dude, everything I was, th- was we on th- the table. Th- yes, we were throwing everything out there. Um, and I just believe it's, you know, a little bit mental upstairs. And and I totally agree. I think it would be nice to to pull some info and try to look back and draw some conclusions on tracks that he's been comfortable with. At face value, just watching, yeah. there's nothing I can think of that connected the dots of his good performances yep. or poor yeah, performances. Yeah, yeah. But well, because, maybe there's because Charles, something. in Detroit, at the Triple Crown. Yep. Wait, Detroit? Yeah. Which is, no, Houston. Houston was a Triple Crown. In yep. Houston, Triple Crown. He took off with the last one. Did yeah. he not win it? Or did he get second? He yeah. rode good. He won, right? The, the, and Cooper got second? No, the, I don't mean the overall. I mean the, the last main, uh, the right? last one, right? Yeah, I think he won that. Anyway, yeah, it's he, so to on the, the point same making, night he's done. Yeah, one main to another or a heat to another. The same night, same track, same relative <laughs> conditions. He's got variable performance. Yes, yes, I'm looking right now actually. So yeah, he goes six seven two in in Houston. And that that the six or the seven, I can't remember which one was one of his worst rides of the year. Yes, I believe it was the sixth. And it was like yeah. It was ugly. Right, right. So, But then the two was a great ride, if I remember right. He yep. came through and passed a bunch of guys. And Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So on the same night, with everything going on, we've seen two different Eli Tomacs. Uh, I think he's having trouble with the hydraulic clutch off a of start. Mm-hmm. I think there's some getting used to that. And and from what I gather, they remember Honda added a hydraulic clutch mm-hmm. to their production yep. bike? I guess you can't. Go back. Go back. And you'll go, go the other you way. New cases to do it. Yeah, but right? you can't do that. It's illegal. You need to use your stock oh, yeah. cases. You're stuck yeah. with it. Yeah, so you're stuck with it. But there's been a bit of that. But Oh, um, so your, your point is if you have a you rode Honda and your factory Honda and you added it, yeah. you could go back because yeah. stock was back. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. go. You can't go the other okay. way. Right. So um, it is a mystery, and he may rattle off two straight wins here. But let's switch on Cooper Webb, 100% guy, mm-hmm. of course. Um, you cannot... I mean, I've been on the Cooper Webb bandwagon since his win in Dallas when he passed Roxon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's your champion. Yeah. Th- th- that's that's your, that's your guy. Yeah. Uh, so I've been riding that for a long time. But another example, this past weekend, like Marv's leading. Marv's got a big lead. Coop tracks him down and gets a second when Eli won. Just another thing you do when you're a champion. Marv can't let that happen. No. Uh, Marv's lap time's dropped a little bit. Yep. And Coop, Coop's kind of stayed the same. Their whoops were small. They weren't really a factor. Uh, great ride by Coop or mm-hmm. a little bit of a, of a bad ride by Marv in your eyes? Or can it be both? I think you have to go both in this, this situation. I think um, Cooper – I mean, Cooper did what Cooper's been doing all year. He salvages when it's not ideal. Yep. He didn't hole shot. He didn't start yep. top three even, I don't think. No, 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 he didn't. No, he was yeah sixth, yep. I think. So um, – He's he's done more of the same of what he's done. Like Eli, I, they're the same. They're doing what they've done. Cooper's is being extremely consistent. Cooper's Cooper. Cooper's Cooper. He's going to make Eli, it happen. Eli's Eli. I, I think Jake summed it up as, <laughs> for, as every best rider, as you can. for every rider. For every rider. Jerry's Jerry. Just the way it is. I don't want to talk about Jerry right now. <laughs> I do not want to talk about Jerry. Um, but yeah, I think Cooper. Uh, he just he 
he's finding ways to salvage and make things happen when things are yeah. sort of stacked against yep. him and, and things aren't going the way they should. Uh, he figures it out. He's not been good in whoops. The bigger they are, the worse yeah. he's been. Yeah. He's figured it out in Seattle. He's figured it out in Nashville. Yep. You know? And Marv, that was uncharacteristic of Marv. I think you... You can't do that you if you're put Marv, him dude. in front. I, I'll take Eli passing him because there's nights when Eli is okay. on and I, you can't I, fault that. I was shocked at how quick Eli caught him. Shocked. Yeah. Not that he caught him because I'll give you that. Yeah. They did 30 goddamn laps. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, but I, you're right. He yeah. caught him in what? Five laps, it dude. looks like. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm on board with you where I'll, I will, I'm not shocked by Eli catching Marv. I'm not shocked by Eli passing Marv. I'm shocked by Cooper then yep. running down Marv. Yeah. Him, which, yeah, dude. And I don't know. I guess you want to see a bit more fight from Marv? Yeah, of course. I'm sure. But I don't think there's any team orders because they're so close at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a little shocking to not see mm-hmm. a little more out of that. Right. Given, right. I think Marv to be complete. Here's a kind of a hot take. I feel like. Oh wow! I feel like, in, what's up, Jake? <laughs> I feel like Marv has been deflated since the um, penalization of oh, the jumping okay. on Seattle. the cross flag. Yeah, I feel like that was a turning point mentally for Marv for whatever reason. Yeah, he went from that was a seven a really good ride yeah. to a, yep. a point swing in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. That since yeah, then he cut it from fourteen to seven, but he lost seven. And I feel like since then he hasn't been the same. Right. I don't have like hard yeah. facts to back that yeah, up, yeah. but I feel like something has changed. Sort of like I have the same sort of hot take on the other side of Cooper when Cooper passed Kenny at Anaheim two. And the triple crown, triple crown, the first one, first one. That was a mental switch for Cooper Webb. He went from "I'm the second guy, I'm learning, uh, yeah, yada, yada, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine, right. I'm gonna play I nice." Mean, I mean, he came to, on this very show and talked about rebuilding, right? and yeah. I, I believe he felt that at yeah. that point. Yeah. But when he caught and passed Kenny, which there's some, I don't call it bad blood, but there's some yeah. stuff there. Yeah, um, that was a mental switch that pushed. I feel like Cooper back across to fuck you, I'm going to win right. every time I line up. Right. And Marv on the opposite end, he went from, I just made up this huge points lead, I'm the guy, I won, to, oh shit, I'm back to 14 down or whatever right. it was at that right. time. And, right. and he's been kind of mentally jacked since. To me, the switch for Marv was the big whoops at Nashville. That's <laughs> that didn't when, help. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was like, Marv was like, I cannot get through these. Yeah. I'm going to try to jump them. I'm going to loop out. I'm, I'm you know, struggling everything else. So He crashed twice in those, right? Yeah, he crashed in the he, ones before the, the finish, and then he crashed in the other set yeah. in, in the main. So, um, yeah, it was a, a troubling day for, for Marv. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, to a great show tonight. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. Uh, also, Dean Wilson, uh, shoulder. Mm-hmm. They had to put him to sleep, I heard, to put it back in. They couldn't get it in. So is that a dislocation or a separation? I don't know. That, that's dislocation. I so, always forget the <clears throat> separations. Your clavicle pulling away from your okay. whatever else. And so that's a dislocation. That's worse. Um, it's just different. Okay. I think they can do different damage, but I've I've never dislocated mine. But I have a third degree separation. I've okay. bumped there still. So but. that sucks because Dean was killing yeah. it. Dean, I think, was, Dean was riding good, and it's hey, and it doubly sucks because it was a bike malfunction. From what that's I hear, what I heard too. Yeah. yeah so. Dude, you're killing it. You're riding. You're riding great. You're lined up for outdoors, uh, and this is what this sport does, man. Especially to Dean, it seems like right. Which Didn't is... he have a mechanical on a KTM? I believe so. With I one of his right. knees, I think so. One of the um, ACLs, one of the time. One of the ACLs, one of the times. Yeah, as bad as that sounds. Dude. Um, that puts him in a tough spot because you know 
as cutthroat as this sport is, there has been teams or have been teams that have stood behind guys yeah. in situations yeah. like that. Yep. So, you know, I well, knock on wood. Hopefully, he's not out all summer and yeah, you know, really yep. surgery. Well, what or, do you think? Do you, do you have any idea? Like it, what? It would depend on the damage done to the ligaments yeah. and stuff when it came out. It, and a lot of that depends on... But if they got to put you down to put it back in, that means it's not... On one hand, that's sort of a good thing from the sense that the joint and the muscles and things are tight. Yeah. It's not like he has okay. a loose shoulder that comes in and out. Yeah, because no, everything's tight, so it's not going back. But right. as far as I know, the longer it's out, the worse it is. The worse it is, yeah. So it all depends which angle it went out and what damage it did. Because if it just came out and went went back in and it didn't tear his labrum or it yep. didn't tear yep. his rotator cuff. Right. You know, it'll be fine relatively quick, but yep. if any of that stuff's torn, it's like a, a torn ACL or something. You're getting surgery and oh, the, you're out all summer. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, when Shorty rode KTM, he was testing the EFI. The 350, 350. Right? Yeah. Thing cut out on him, broke both his arms and elbows or something or whatever. They said to him, this is what Shorty was telling me, they said, hey, we're really bad about. Sorry about that. Our bad. Uh, <laughs> if you want to ride here next year, we'll 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 dial you in. We'll yeah. make sure you're dialed in. And and he left anyways. I, he, and that might have been yeah. the year he went to Honda and, for Brooks. But and uh, like Christian, I think when Christian Craig got hurt back in the day, it truly Troy Lee. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they gave him a deal to yeah. come back later. That sucks, man. So uh, I, guess, I guess my point of that was, yeah. you know, Rockstar Husqvarna was committed to Dean for the outdoors, but nothing for next year. Yep. You know, if he's out all summer yep. and can't earn yeah. a ride, well. Here's the here's the uh, the dirty little secret with fill-in rides that Dean has. It looks good from the outside, and and I'm not saying I'm not going to say we're going to start to go fund me for Dean Wilson because he's no. got gear money and everything else. Yeah. But what I'm saying is his actual salary is nothing. I bet you it's very very little from the team, like a per race thing or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably probably yeah. Um, with some bonuses of course, yeah. but like he's not killing it salary wise. No, and now he's out. Yeah, and that's tough. You know, <clears throat> you know I don't know. Again, I'm not starting a GoFundMe. He's fine. yeah. I think his gear deals. Enough money, oh, more, yeah, than, no, no. more than your listeners are making from their nine to five jobs. I would yeah, think. yeah, absolutely. I'm um, just saying, like, like it. But does that know, money stop coming in when he's hurt? That, yeah, potentially. For sure. There's injury yeah. clauses and all these things. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like, he's not absolutely just you know killing it money wise yeah. with that. And now the bike broke on him and he's out with a shoulder. And uh, so we're losing guys. We yep. we lost Brayton. We lost Chad. We lost Dean. Just in the last two or three weeks, uh, am I missing somebody? What was Seely's problem? Seely broke a wheel, broke f- uh, spokes or something, and had to oh. pull in for, mechan- for a quick change. Okay. So Seely won a heat. Bogle won a heat. Who had that? Did you have that in the in the, uh, in the pool? No, 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 not, no, not at all. Uh, all right, Justin Bogle's coming up. Great story there, yeah. by the way. Uh, but let's get to some phone calls here before we uh, get too far. Buell is on. Buell, what's up? What's happening? Hey, Steve. So you guys got a lot going on here, but you know you're kind of. What I'm looking at is Roxon, and you know he has had such a you know a great first half of the year. You know he was top five for the first nine events, and then you know it was Daytona, and since then he's had the top five only once. He's been going eight, eight, ten, eight, other than a two, other than the second, and he's got good starts. He's got good qualifying. I mean, it's uh, explain that to me. Well, he thought he was something was up with him as far as a virus or whatever. He got some tests that showed that he was okay. He was good to go. You're right, though. This weekend was uninspiring from Kenny. Uh, Nashville, I think he would have won. I would have bet money that if he had not gone, fallen, he would have won Nashville. He was great in Seattle um, for the most part. So, you know, I think there was a, some – and he said something on Instagram today about about his about not feeling well and not feeling right, and he's working through some things. So – 
you know, he's always got Buell. He's always got that um, the arm injuries that he suffered that are pretty gnarly, right? So, oh yeah, no question. Uh, I mean, but you know, it's like he's good, and he's he's even good, he's even better on the football stadiums. You know, on, on the big layout and the next two races, just like the last two races, were on football. So I'm thinking, come on, Ken, this is your event. And so, do I give up on him, or do I you know, stay the course? You know, well, you know is he is he going to come back? He, you know, when you think about uh, what's what's it going to be like in New Jersey, is it going to be a lot rougher than it was in Denver? And that's more like his style, but you know, well, and, a week and, off uh, will help. He seemed to indicate a week off will help. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I think I we've said it for a while now, Charles. I don't know if he ever gets back to his pre arm injury level, right? Uh, it's just yeah, because that pre injury level was. Maybe the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. it was gnarly. Right. Like those, his Monster Cup performance, right? I thought he ended up crashing, but he was lights out those first two motos. Yep. And then Anaheim 1 was great. It was... Yeah. That's that's tough to get back to. Yeah, but Buell. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think he's a bigger mystery than Tomac Roxon is, but um, because he's got issues going on, he's got things related to that, you know? But, but, but you got a point since, you know, you did your, your research. I'm looking at the, the results sheet you were looking at, and... He has had some struggles since yep. Daytona. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, thanks Bill. I'm looking forward to these next two races. Yeah, we are too. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, speaking of rocks and Jesse, you have a rocks and theory. Yeah. So after San Diego, the line I read where he said that you know his butt got raw and it started to look infected, so he went on antibiotics, kind of preemptively or whatever. Uh huh. And then, so I'm thinking like. That knocked him down, and then, you know, being knocked out for 13 surgeries and all that the year before, it's just a health thing, and his body is just can't take it anymore. I don't That's know how much theory. the Lyme stuff would have done it, but maybe. I mean, I, well, yeah. The Lyme, but because of the Lyme, he said he got on antibiotics. Yeah, but what are antibiotics going to do to you? What are they going to do? They destroy your immune system. They do? Yes. Okay, this is news to me because I thought antibiotics were a good thing. No, they, they, they really mess with your gut. They kill all the good oh. bacteria in your gut. Okay, well, if that's... And that's why he hasn't been feeling good lately. I'm not... I, didn't stay at a, I did stay at a Holiday Inn the other day, but I'm not a doctor. But if that's true, then you're absolutely right. Maybe that, that could be something, you know? Um, that's just what I think. Right. Could be, man. Uh, absolutely. He, but, he, but he rode so well at Nashville all day long, and then he rode so great at Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he gets tired and the the altitude, and I think it's just I think it's health more than anything. Right. Well, maybe so. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yep. Appreciate it. Uh, Vortex Racing, the official sprockets of Monster Energy Yamaha. Josh Grant and his fifty-two points in Pulp Mix Fantasy uses Vortex Racing, uh, as well as uh, Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger, as well. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Uh, their V3 handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition, and uh, they've got a uh, good lot, good number of wins under their belts with the uh, Arena Cross teams over the years at Babbitts. They used Vortex, and as well as uh, AJ Cantanzaro using Vortex Racing sprockets and, uh, and bars. Uh, bringing you our first guest of the night is Vortex, and we want to thank them for that. This man won a heat race in Denver, finished strong fourth in the main event. He's Justin Bogle. What's up, Bogle? How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are we doing, guys? We're good, man. Uh, wow, you've been on fire lately. It's been cool to see uh, your name up in the mix in qualifying. You're on the on you're on the uh, what they call that thing, the beast. You are winning a heat race. You are finishing uh, fourth in the main. Like, yeah, man, it's been cool for you the last little bit. Yeah, I mean it's it's a hell of a lot more fun when you do it like that. You know, <laughs> uh, I can yeah. promise you that getting fifteenth is never never on the agenda. But yeah, man, it's just. 
it's been really, really nice to actually start to feel more like myself. You know, I haven't felt like myself on a motorcycle and I don't even know, like 18 months or something. It's yeah. been, been kind of gnarly. So it's just, it's just really cool to just feel like me, you know, and be able to do things that I like to do riding, you know? Yeah. Um, look, I'm not, uh, you're absolutely right. You're riding better, everything else, but what took so long, man? What, what, I mean, look, your slow start, I get that. We had you on the show where you're like, yeah, dude, uh, I got the call and jumped on this steel-framed KTM, and, you know, I get the slow start 100%, but tell us, maybe educate us a little bit as a rider, like what kind of takes a while to get going? Yeah, I mean, it was just, I, I was kind of a, my specific case was just, it was just interesting, you know, I had not really put in much time over the last 18 months Mm -hmm. when i came back and raced outdoors i didn't really ride much before and i didn't really ride much during or after so (laughs) uh, i was showing up on the weekends and giving her hell as long as i could and that was about it but I, i really just did not ride for a year pretty much and then coming in man i was i knew it was gonna be a slow start but sure um i mean i did decent here and there and then just man, I got super run down and just had a super hard time recovering and was starting to just feel okay. not good yeah, on the yeah. weekends. You know, I just felt like I was asleep out there for a while. So um got super rested up and a couple things figured out with my program. We changed some things up and uh yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. just starting to feel better. That's really all it boils down to is right. I feel better as as far as, you know, health wise and I can actually go ride and try now which is which is really cool (laughs) well that's what something we talked about on one of my shows like dude 29 races for you guys in 34 weeks or whatever whatever the schedule is 34 35 weeks indoors and out humidity uh the outdoors like never mind like you're only doing you're talking about the 17 here um the full schedule 450s it's insane that you guys are pushed to those levels that's for sure it's definitely no easy task i think until you actually do it, go through it, and see how hard it is just to make it to all the rounds, man, it's it's brutal. This thing is a meat grinder for sure. But if you can do it and get through it healthy and start stacking, you know, a year yeah. and maybe yeah. two years into you, it's it's pretty cool. I think if I can stack some some real time, uh, what I could end up accomplishing and getting back to a level that I believe I could be at, it would just be really really fun you know right. that's the biggest thing just make this stuff more fun i was shocked like when i was working for red dog uh and he's he, he's a, he's an old vet by that point of 29 races that by the end of outdoors dude he was not doing much there wasn't bicycle rides there was some a little bit of light motos like he was older you know and he was just like yeah i need to stay fresh i need to sleep i need to you know do a moto the, the long bicycle rides didn't really happen uh maybe a little maybe a little like a warm-up ride here and there it was doing less to do more on weekends. It really was. I I do believe that that's something that gets overlooked quite a bit. The whole training to be gnarly a training thing right. is super romanticized right. in this in this sport. It really is. Yep. Yep. Uh, I've been there too. I went I went crazy with it for a really long time, and it just all that matters is Saturday, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just growing and learning yourself and what you need, and who knows whatever that is for you is. Whatever that is for you, you know, and yeah. nobody built the same. So yep. uh, that's something I'm still figuring out, but I'm I'm a little closer every every year, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charles, you can tell that Justin's feeling better. Like at Nashville, he comes out, he's doing this triple in that very. I think only 
only a couple of you guys did. Uh, didn't end up working well in the in the race, but um, and then at Nash at Denver this weekend, he's doing leg swag in the air <laughs> in, the, in the snow over the triple. Yeah. you know he's feeling froggy. You're like, oh, Bogle feels good. This, yeah. this, this, now it's on. <laughs> I think he even saw some like no footy can cans and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is pretty funny actually. I told Burner right before the night show started. I was like, they were, we were all laughing about it because I do, I get excited, I get amped up, yes. I do, do weird stuff sometimes. But I was like, yeah, I'm just practicing for, you know, next time I win something. And then I got back, and that's the first thing he said. He's like, hey, dude, good thing you were practicing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's cool. it, it's, you know what? It's, it's all like, and we talked about we had Dino on the show a little while ago, and it's just all like baby steps where you're like, look, I'm top five on the board. Look, I got a heat race win. Look, I got a start, and now I can run this pace. Uh, I finished top five. Like, this is all just check, 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 right, for a guy like you? Yeah, and I mean, you don't get to where we're at without having a just a deep-seated self-belief. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that has kept me going through all this because there was – I mean, it ain't been too pretty. So um, I do believe in myself more than anyone else is going to. Mm-hmm. That's – no question, but you can't just go out and set the world on fire right off the bat if you're not ready to. You know, I was not ready yet. And, you know, even with if I'd gotten those starts, I I don't think I would have finished up there yet. Right. I had to grow and build back into it. You know, it had just had been so, so long since I'd been up front that I wasn't physically ready or mentally ready. It just took time, and I had to be there enough to just kind of get rid of some of those demons, man. I was... I did admire you last summer when you would get the starts on the JGR bike and you're like, hey, man, I know I'm not ready, but I got to figure out a full start and see what happens. (laughs) I mean, but but what what else are you going to do, you know? No, you never know. Tiger Woods ain't going to show up and be like, uh, everyone says I suck. I guess I suck. Yeah. No, yeah. When, you're, when you've been great at something, you show up and you you at least have a little bit of belief. So if you have all you need as a man is hope and a prayer. It's just got to be the size of a mustard seed, you know? You yeah. Just, that's it. You just never know. Did Hey, did you come close to quitting last year at all or, or hanging it up? Like, was it that bad at, at, any, at some point? Were you – Thinking um, that way? So, at San Diego, that was the third time I had to be ambulanced off in, like, a few months. Yep. And I was in a lot of pain, and I'm, I, my dad was there, and he was with me in the ambulance. I'm, like, looking at him, I'm like, dude, I, I'm not doing this no more. I I just don't want to do this anymore. This sucks, yep. and I'm sick of feeling like this. And I've never, I'm like, I'm not getting paid a bunch of money. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's no reason for me to do this. This sucks. And then pretty much everything in my life kind of imploded from that moment on for quite a few months. So I was, I didn't really care. Not that I didn't care about racing. I didn't care about anything. Wow. I was, I was over it, dude, with everything. Yep. So, yep. so yeah, I mean, there was a point where I just said, the hell with this. I just don't really care mm-hmm. anymore. And yeah, because you just kept getting hurt. I mean, you yeah. just couldn't, you just seemed like every time you came back, you got hurt and, and, and head injuries at that, which are serious stuff. Yeah. The, the second concussion really, I think scared me more than anything because it was so close to the first one. And those are, those aren't good, you know? And, and those couple things that happened, like weren't really my fault. I got cross jumped and then I had just a mechanical and a rhythm section. So mm-hmm. it was like, I, there's nothing I can do to do better or that I did wrong. It just, those, those things creep in and that's where the demons come from, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
that stuff would that stuff will mess with you with this stuff. You have to have so much trust in yourself and your motorcycle and everyone around you that until you get that back, this is really hard to do. But yeah, man, there was a while I just didn't really care. But time time heals everything. Yeah. You know? After some time, I got back into it, and uh, Brad Frace uh, started doing all this stuff with me and got me kind of remotivated and re-energized and reminded me that I do love doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I got, you know, super lucky with, I guess not lucky's not the word because obviously felt for Benny getting hurt, but getting on this team with all these people and Forrest Butler giving me the chance and Burner kind of taking me under his wing for, for a while here has just been really, really cool, man. It's such a blessing. Yeah, and, and on that note, too, I want to ask you about Burner. Uh, I got a lot of respect for Burner. I got a lot of time for Michael Byrne. Uh, when he was working with Michael Lessie, he did great things. Obviously, uh, him and Chad worked well together. Um He's he's good, isn't he? he he's uh, he's a good dude. I think he's a good person. I think he knows a lot about bike setup and riding technique and everything else. So Michael Burns, I think, is is an underrated guy. I look. I'm sure he's happy where he's at. But if he ever got to be a factory team manager, I would not be surprised. Oh man, he's he's super underrated, and I'm like I said, I'm super grateful for him. I mean, I lived in his house for a month, you know, and he yep. just all day. I'm just trying to soak up game because he's he's full of it, which is. It was awesome, man. Bike setup, yep. riding technique, just in ge- everything in general, you know. And that's that's a really cool thing too. Is with the people around me, like Robbie Rayner, Jimmy Button, my trainer Corey, Frace, um, all those people. They they stuck with me through all this BS and all the times where I was not myself, and mm-hmm. they basically saw the worst in me and still believed I could still be good, you know. So it's a lot of all those people, though, they, they operate off principle, and that's very important to me as well, just right. good people, you know? It, it it was just a heat race win, but it had to be a little emotional for you, huh? Uh, I don't I don't know about emotional. Okay. That's why it's good to grow into things, because you're not surprised. I wasn't, I definitely wasn't expecting to go win the heat race or win anything, but mm-hmm. I've definitely been putting in the time, and I'm feeling better, so I knew with a start, like, I could mix it up with those guys, but... Right. It was really, really fun. I'm just having so much fun riding this motorcycle and being around the people I'm around um, that I was excited for sure, and it, it felt really good because it's been so damn long since I've won anything that it felt good. It was nice to get to bust out a trick or something, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a little bit of fun and, yeah. and all that. So, yeah, I mean, not emotional like in a weird way, but definitely excited and just another confidence boost. Uh, 702-586-7857. You have a question for Justin Bogle. Brought to you by Vortex Racing, vortexracing.com. We're on a high now, so I hate to go back, but <clears throat> I'm curious how much you can talk about or, or how much you want to talk about the the deal that you had lined up for Supercross that fell through that you know ultimately led you to the Rocky Mountain KTM team, which is which is great, but um, that wasn't the plan in you know, December. Yeah, I'm... Man, it was it was crazy, <laughs> crazy times last year. Pretty much the whole year was was wild. Going from JGR, where I didn't get to do anything that they hired me for at all, <laughs> you know, and that was that sucked. But then I got this opportunity with this startup team, and we lived in North Carolina. Me and Frace were at my trainer at Corey's house for a month or maybe six weeks out in North Carolina, and I'm I'm riding a, a bone stock bike with stock suspension and just trying to ease back into it after the last surgery I had and going, going and weather got bad. So we went to Oklahoma and then things got really rocky 
this was end of November, mm-hmm. uh, early December. Started riding Supercross, a couple weeks of it. The team fell through. Uh, just startup team issues, funding, and stuff like that. It was just, I think there was a uh, a lot a lot more that needed to be done, and we just didn't have time. So, right. uh, no, never better. I understand everything. I, I know how this thing goes. I understand business and how this all works, and um, gave it a shot. We went there with the full intention of, of giving our, you know, my, my entire, uh, my, my whole heart to it and try to do it as good as we could, but it fell through. And I didn't ride for a few weeks cause I had to order parts for the bike that I had and they didn't come in yet. So <laughs> I'm just like, man, this is crazy. And then around new year's, uh, Benny called me and then burner ended up calling me. So yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy hell of a journey to get where we ended up going. But it's just another reminder that, whether you believe it or not, everything happens for a reason as long as you look at it like that, you know? You can anytime things went weird and started going left, we were just like, Well, all right, we'll figure this out. <laughs> this ain't ideal, but what are you gonna do? Cry about it? We just have to figure it out. Yeah. So. yeah. And and just following you on social media, that was the the vibe I was people were getting, even your fans that, you know, obviously the only way they connect with you is through social and you know, the whole late November, early December that you're talking about. I mean, this was yeah. Justin changing air filters and changing oil <laughs> yeah. and stuff that he's probably <laughs> never had to do in his whole life. You know what right, I mean? So, right, right. And I think the the attitude that he's talking through right now of, you know, the positivity and the, you know, not pointing fingers at people, just, hey, shit yeah. happens. Yep. It's where we're at. Move on. I think that's, that's a unique position to be in and a unique um, attitude and outlook that isn't typical of motor motocross kids yeah justin's smarter than the average average kid we have in the sport for sure yeah i think to me it's like to me the, the, if you're a rider listening to this right now and you weeded yourself and you're, you're you're hurt or or you know things have gone sideways for you this season in 2019 and you're sitting there and you you are like you're just you're down you're downtrodden and it's like what was me Look at Justin Buckle right now, uh, where he was at. With a, obviously, look, Benny Bloss had suffered a, a a knee injury, and and you know that that's not good for Benny. But the door opened for Justin Bogle. Look at Dean Wilson out of a van. Uh, two two times now, Dean Wilson's been out of a van, and all of a sudden put in these results. Like, so if a racer is listening to this, like you never fucking know, huh, Bogle? Like you just you don't know. Well, that's the thing, dude. You just you really never know. It's. It's tough. As long as you still believe in yourself and you have some fight in you and you can give it a shot. Cause I mean, shout out to Jimmy button for real, because he, uh, he was really helping us get this thing going. We were going to do it ourselves. We were going to try to get it figured out. And that, that meant the world to me because he definitely could have just been like, dude, I'm done representing you. <laughs> You're such a pain in my ass. So <laughs> that, could, that didn't happen was really cool. But then it led us to where we're at now, which, is uh is a cool thing and that whole the what was me thing man it, everyone goes through it so mm-hmm. don't right. don't think i didn't go through it because literally i'm not talking just racing like everything in my life was just off track for a while and i was i just man i was not in a good place at all so but i mean shit those days you wish you weren't gonna wake up i'm, I'm glad i did because yeah. eventually yeah. things always get better you know you just have to keep going you just wake up and keep going and eventually yeah. it's better and, someone and, like dean man he's yeah has so much talent and he's a champion you'll figure it out like you'll get back there that's 
the way I look at it too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Or Mookie, you know, Mookie's had some bad things happen to him and team, no teams and, and you know, showing it up and, and uh, you know, and obviously he's hurt right now, but man, you just keep working, keep grinding, keep doing what you're doing and, and things could turn for you. It's not, yeah, as bleak as, as Justin Bogle's situation looked or as bleak as Dean Wilson's uh, situation looked or whatever, you just never know. I guess that's the thing that I took away from it. Um, so motocross season, Justin. Obviously, Benny's coming back. Have they told you uh, you have a you can do the first couple, or, or do we know anything about that motocross season coming up for you? Yeah, I'm, Benny's not coming back. I think until around four or five or something. I'm really I'm not sure on that. Don't quote oh, me. Yeah, but yeah. He's missing the first few. Okay. So I'm in for I'm in for the first few at least. Mm-hmm. Um, really hopeful that we can get it sorted that I can stay all summer. Um, yep. It would kind of be it would definitely be a bummer to get there. And, get such a good relationship with everyone on the team and then things not end up working out yeah um, that w- that would be a bummer for sure because i really like it there so um i would love to be there all summer though that's definitely the goal for me is to go out there and start getting some getting some results and and just you know stay on all summer right. hopefully we can figure out a way to make it work with all three of us that'd be awesome right yeah i think <clears throat> you know getting some results starting up front um, putting finishes in like you have here lately in Supercross, I mean, they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Like whether KTM kicks in to help Rocky Forrest Mountain or kicks in, KTM somebody, kicks in, somebody, somebody kicks you're, in. You're finishing in <laughs> top fives and on the podium, they're not just going to say, hey, Justin, yeah, thanks, yeah. stay home. Like yeah. someone's going to figure it out, right? Yeah, you'd, you'd hope you would so. think. You'd hope so, that's for sure. Especially considering, I mean, remember the last time we saw you healthy, you, you won a national, you won yeah. a moto, and then you won a national overall. You know, so may, maybe you're an outdoor warrior, Bogle. More so than hey, a super man, that, it was a long time where everyone said I couldn't do good outdoors, and then that year it was that I sucked in supercross. So mm-hmm. the thing is, is it doesn't matter what anyone says. I'm just gonna go do as good as I can. Yeah, and that is what it is, you know. Right. Hey, uh, a couple things off topic here for you. Uh, I wrote, I'm writing a story for Racer X. Actually, I, I already did it, but um, I was talking about sort of look. Bowers blasts Barsha off the track, right, and gets DQ'd. Uh, Oldenburg hits Amart in the same spot and nothing happens. Um, we've seen LCQs. There's some horrific things that go on in LCQs to get the last <laughs> qualifying spot and nobody says anything. Um, other times, guys have been penalized heavily. Like, So my question for you, Justin, just in regards to the story I'm writing, because I did speak to a few riders about it, not you. What's dirty riding to you? What What is something on a track that you're like, hey, you deserve to be either uh, last gate pick or disqualified or fined or something like, what is your definition of dirty riding for you? All right. So it's obviously a touchy subject and yep. it's, it's tough. There is no consistency in the ruling, which with everything that that makes it difficult for us to know what to do out there. Um, you just never know what's going to happen. Right. So um, as far as dirty riding goes, though, there's definitely some, certain guys you got to look out for but i think that when you just are going out of your way just to ride like a punk that's just doing uncalled for things like you know you're the corner's left but you're just you already got the pass made but you're going to go right just to make sure okay or yeah. you, you're going across ruts to make sure you make contact i just sometimes a little i mean rubbin's racing obviously there's yep. a little bumping going on that happens but just intentional like they'll cut across the corner just to clean you out or Cross jumping, cross jumping is something I have absolutely no tolerance for because that that's hurt me before in the past, and right. it's there's just no control over it. You can't get around it, you know. So I think stuff like that, man. When you're jumping across the track or you're 
you're cutting across a track with the intention of hitting someone. And yep. you can, anyone who's been in the sport can tell when that when there's intent for that. You know, it's not like, yeah. oh, yeah. well, was that on purpose? No, nah, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you can tell when someone puts a little, you know, a little extra yeah. sauce on it. Yeah, like a little, you know, like, goes the extra six inches that they didn't need to. Like Justin, do you there's need a difference to, in, oh, in bumping and trying to get around and go forward? Yeah, and just messing and, with each other. And one of the guys I talked to was Brayton, and he kind of said the same thing. Like you know. You know you didn't just miss your break, quote unquote. You know, like yeah. like you know yeah. that that's always the story. Like, my bad, I missed the break. Sorry, bud, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like did you have any problem, Justin, with anything that you saw from Marvin and uh and um and Webb at uh, at Houston? Did you have any issues with any of that riding? Like I didn't and and you know, some fans of the show and social media did. Um I mean, did anybody go down from it? Marv got pushed off the track, but he got pushed off the track yeah, he, for sure. It was um, like he kind of got off the track because it was so sandy yeah, on a little hill. Like yeah, it yeah. wasn't like he yeah. got yeah. he, he didn't tee him up. He would have stayed on the track. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. So Obviously, like you know, if you're Cooper, it's fine. If you're Marvin, you're pissed about it. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's just the way it goes. Yep. But yeah, it wasn't any like I'm going across the track to put this dude on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, was just like a little frustration. Like I need to get by now. That's what it looked like to me. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And uh, and so yeah, it's 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 a touchy subject for sure. But you know, it seems like the rulings are all over the map. Like I said, LCQs, nothing happens. Everyone's just like, oh, cool, you <laughs> you killed a guy to get fourth. Well, good work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, we got to call. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely done that. I'm LCQ, I've completely cleaned people out before. So <laughs> right. Uh, we got John on uh, on the line for you. John, you want to talk to Justin Bogle? Yeah. Hey, um, Justin. Um, I used to see you a lot when you were getting fixed up at G's place. Um, and you're always so nice and you're always such a gentleman and you always have time for people when they come up and, and speak to you and you always have nice things to say generally. So it makes me so happy to see that, uh, that you've had some success here. And I always wondered what was kind of in your way and not being a pro myself, I just kind of kept my opinions to myself, but just secretly wanted you to do well. And, um, you know, that's off to you, man. Thank you very much, man. I really, really appreciate that. That means a lot. Uh, yes, sir. Shout out to Dr. G as well. That man's put me back together more times than I can even count. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, John. He's a lot of us. Uh, yeah, it uh, it's absolutely a really cool story that's that's coming here. And I mean, look, a lot of the you know, there's a lot of crappy things in our sport, and people want to see other people fail sometimes. And the media, including myself. I have a tendency to put the spotlight on, you know, scandalous things or, or, or controversial things, but there's a lot of cool things happening behind the scenes, including Dean Wilson, who just got hurt, obviously, yourself. Savachi is, is killing it as a rookie 450 guy, you know, so it's, it's, it's these things that I think they're behind the scenes um, that I think are cool, you know? I mean, we love to talk about Justin Hill's struggles a little bit and, and what's going on with that, but there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, part of the sh- of the media and everything else that, that is really cool when you focus on the positive stuff and, and you're one of them Bogle. so well i appreciate that again i think that you can find negative in literally anything you look at but the sport is really cool and it can grow and be bigger and cooler if, with some certain things happening i think but there's a lot of cool stuff going on man there's a lot of people that are fighting through stuff there's a lot of people that are realizing potential it's just there's cool stories in, in this mm-hmm. stuff right now right uh charles have you seen you follow justin on social media yeah you see his walk-in uh every weekend every saturday with, with yes. colt nichols has one too yeah just wait till new jersey well, there's something okay. coming <laughs> okay there's something coming yeah, on, on the same topic justin when can we bring back the orange helmet 
You know what? I would love to do like a weekend with the with the uh, burnt orange solid helmet. That would be super cool. It would. I mean, I guess we have a way to to uh, try to negotiate it. I mean, I, it matched my bike and the team stuff, so mm-hmm. that'd be pretty sweet. But sure. yeah, man, that'd be pretty cool for a little throwback. For those that don't know, Justin's whole. I mean, once he got to you know elite status, amateur, it went away. But when he was younger, he wore an orange helmet. I didn't all know the this. Time. Like like motocross solid action. Orange. Like motocross action. Yeah, but without the MXA logo. Without the MXA logo. Basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from the time I first started until I got a Team Green ride, I had. Was there a reason? Jenny from Thor at the time, she actually was like dreading the call to my dad and had to call him and tell him, like, look, no more orange helmet. Like, we got, we got to put him in. Helmets were selling. Like, so, what what uh, was the origins of that, though? Like, why did that ever start? Well, when I was four years old, I think my dad just painted it himself just so he could see me <laughs> nice. that's that's just, that's the story i got so it kind of stuck though because i would i mean i was good locally back then so i was just a kid with the orange helmet yeah. all the time so i guess i just ran with it i don't know right oh that's funny i didn't know that yeah yep. um i guess barsha used to have a frog on his back as a kid as an amateur uh, this, this is something i also something found like out that. a little while ago yeah. i don't know i don't know anything about when these kids are young but um hey uh uh, Justin, before we let you go on the, on the show, brought to you by Vortex Racing, by the way. Uh, check out Vortex Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com if you want a deal on everything that they got. Uh, before we let you go, um, how much interaction do you have with Blake Baggett? How much do you guys talk? How much do you guys watch video together? Uh, I know Tom. And by the way, Tom Baggett, is, is, he, he's out there. It, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I need to talk to Tom almost every weekend just to, uh, just to find out what's going on. But uh, how much do you talk to ba- Blake about stuff? Yeah, quite a bit, man. I, when I spent that month down at Burners, we were obviously riding at Blake, so mm-hmm. we all spent quite a bit of time together. And and I mean, man, like I said, everyone at this team's awesome. Yep. But I, yeah, the vibe's good, man. Me and Blake, we're such opposites. That <laughs> yes, yes. That it, that it kind of works, you know. Like it's funny. We, he jokes with me a lot about <laughs> every weekend. He's waiting to see what I'm wearing too. So uh, it's yeah. pretty funny. But Blake Blake's is a funny kid. Man. Everybody, I think people don't. He doesn't show it a lot, I think, but yeah. he's got a good, he's got a good personality, man. He's actually really he, funny, dude. He's bizarre though. Like I <laughs> sometimes I'm talking to him, and he like this weekend or or last weekend when he made the podium, he's like, I ate some spam. It was bacon flavored. No, did right, and I'm like, okay, how's this go to your your podium? And he's like, <laughs> start talking about spam, and then he starts and calling me drink. He's energy drink. He's like, I'm really drinking an energy drink, Mathis. It's not water. Here, look. And then he starts calling me CNN and fake news. And then I'm just like, I don't know where I'm at anymore. I don't know where I'm at with Baggett. Like, where did I ask him? He's but, gone. But I can guarantee <laughs> he's not putting any kind of thought level that Justin Bogle is into his kit to go to the track. On no, 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 not at all. That's not part of the, that's not part of the routine. <laughs> no, no. I like Blake. He's a good dude for sure. Uh, he's just, I can never figure him out. I don't know why Gant and him are buddies. So uh, I don't know. Um, all right, Bogle. Uh, thank you. Thanks for the time. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Again, uh, nice work this this the Supercross season, uh, especially lately, man. Keep it up uh, and enjoy the off weekend. Awesome. Thank you very much. And you better not bail on us. No. Weekend. No. It it is on. Uh, you, everyone will see. It is going to be. It is going to. Uh, what do the kids say? Uh, be <laughs> this, lit. This ought to be good. It's lit. <laughs> it's lit. Okay. F- yeah. Just wait, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Justin Bogle, everybody, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Man, what? That's refreshing. The kid is the kid is smart and articulate. Yeah, and tells what's going on. Yeah, like he he yep. talks about his pitfalls and his issues and yeah, 
Yeah, he's a good it's interview for sure. Normal. Nope. He, and uh, it, it's good to see him out there doing well, and and, yeah. and it's a good story. It, like I said, it's a good story. I was surprised to be honest. Like I said in that interview, I knew he'd start slow. Like you knew that the guy was got, got a week on the bike or two days or something on the bike or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but then he kind of he was improving, improving. San Diego, remember he led yeah, or yeah. Uh, it was third for a long time. Yep. Uh, and then he kind of made a mistake. Uh, lost that, and then uh, it kind of was sort of mediocre, and now he's picking it back up. So, yeah, um, good job uh, for him. Um, let's go to Matt. What's up, man? How are you, Matt? Matt, you there? Mike. Okay, it says Matt here, but maybe it's Mike. My bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. Good job, Marks. Yep. Brain ready for a week off. What's up, Mike? <laughs> no worries. So I'm going to New Jersey Supercross. I know I'm kind of a week early on this. And uh, I'm going for my birthday with some friends. And besides the live show, do you have any uh, tips or things to look out for, things to do? First time going. Um, well, are you going to go to the city? you going to go into the city? Uh, I don't know. Kind of looking for – I know you're are, you're a veteran here. Are you from around there or where are you going from to, to there? Connecticut. Oh, so, so you're we're probably not to... going to the city. Like we've we've done the whole city thing before. Right. So you're just looking for, right. for super cross uh, stuff. No, just just uh, hang out at the show. Do the meet and greet and uh, hang out at the show, and uh, that'll be the best time you mm-hmm. could possibly do. I would okay. say get to the the track fairly early it's on a day Saturday. Race. Oh, it's a day race. It's early. Yeah, early to you know walk the pits and yeah. see the bikes and yeah, it's a cool kind of it's a cool, cool pit area. It's a really big pit area. Yeah. Lots going on. So. Um, you know, get there early if you can and walk around. Um, I don't know what else to do, like other than the city, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know exactly what's around there. So, are you you doing yeah. a, a fly racing show? On oh yeah, yeah, yeah. good point. Uh, Three o'clock in the pits on Saturday, we do a fly racing show, uh, Pulp and Mech show by the Fly um, WPS truck. So okay, hang out for that. Um, go come to the live show. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got, man. All right, sounds good. Cool. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we're doing a fly racing. Uh, fly racing. We're doing a, a live Racer X Pulp Mech Show uh, in Patterson, New Jersey, uh, at the Loft Friday before the next Supercross. So I expect to see you guys all there. We're also doing one in Vegas too, and we had ours in Denver that JT and I are going to talk about shortly. Uh, here, uh, we just had one on Friday night. It went fantastic. We had a great time doing that. So, uh, Charles, did you know there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again? Tell me more. You, you hate cleaning air filters, right? I do. That's a fact. Yeah. Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. That's, that's a world I want to live in. Profilter.com okay. at Maxima USA. Uh, Publimex 35 code at checkout. Uh, sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter. They have both. They have the kind you can wash, mm-hmm. and they have the ones that are one use only or two uses only. I like the sound of the one use only. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Profilter.com. Get them at MaximaUSA.com. And... Uh, Pulp MX35 code at checkout to save with that. So really easy to do. I've got one in my um, my uh, Blue Crew mm-hmm. and uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully going to get the ride this week. Also, Maxima USA. You use Maxima? I do. You should. I do. Dogger. Yeah. I mean, come on. Default. I'd buy it if I didn't. I, I would too. Uh, Maxima Oil is created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. The demands and equipment drive them to look beyond the conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Monster Energy Kawasaki, all using Maxima, MaximaUSA.com. Again, Pulpamex35 is the code to save at Maxima. I uh, appreciate that. I love... What's your favorite Maxima oil? Mm. SE1? That's not oil. That's where you, you threw can me say, off. You can say SE1. Oh, SE1. Maxima yeah. product. I, FFT. Oh, their FFT is good, dude. It is like 
the perfect combination of sticky but yet watery where it doesn't but stick to your enough. yeah to yeah. your fingers and you actually feel else. like your bike's getting yep. air through yep. there yeah yep. absolutely so fft is you yours threw me off with oil because i don't know oh okay. oh yeah any product i guess yeah, i should have said right there you go uh se1 gotta love se1 yes Fant- can. Oh, here we go really you really got to do that <laughs> they I mean, make I- it in a um like a pump now right or you know, a- yeah they got it in a spray Right you know, bike, guys. Uh, and you know who keeps the maximum in a can alive is, is Lars. <laughs> Fucking Lars. Like, he can fuck off. He always says that. Uh, keeps it alive. I thought you and Lars were homies over this no, we are. Uh, hockey stuff. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're over okay. the hockey stuff. But I don't like how he keeps saying Matheson mm. in a can to everybody about the maximum SC1. He's an HRC mechanic. Yes, yes. But he's the reason I heard Honda doesn't win. He's the reason Honda doesn't win. Quiet down. That's what I heard. There's going to be a point where Kenny asks him to stop coming. That's Jack and Coke Jake there. That's a good Jake. I like that Jake. Trying to find his way. Lost Jake. Trying to find his way, yeah. but um, that's a fun Jake. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we see you on hold. Stay on hold if you want on the phone call. Uh, we'll get to you after this commercial break here. We still have Cameron McAdoo coming up, Kristen Beat, James Schuster, uh, Charles Castellou from 100% is uh, is here in studio. The Leafs won, so we're, I'm in a good mood. Fantastic. We're up 2-1 to one in the games. Oh, that's over? Yep. <laughs> okay. And uh, we're going to come right back with much more after this commercial break, everybody. Out of Camberator. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on 
the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulpmation section on the website. Get your Pulpamex swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulpamex stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. 
Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. 
over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mechshow presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to Justin Bogle for coming on. And uh, Charles Caslew from 100% is in studio. Charles, right when we were going to commercial there, you were remarking uh, how good of an interview uh, Justin Bogle is. Yeah, it's, it's refreshing because the norm in this industry is to be super guarded, super canned responses. Yep, this is great. Things are good. Trust the process. Plugging along. And Justin, I mean, he... Got some deep stuff there yeah. about, you know, how yeah. low things got and how he, not just on the track, off the track, personally, things were messed up. And to be that vulnerable, I think, speaks a lot to, um, you know, his maturity level and, you know, his where he's at mentally right now. Clearly, he's in a good enough spot yep. to talk about those issues. Yeah, and feel good about. It. I, I agree. Yeah, going, you don't so. you don't always see that from from yeah. riders, you know. Um, by the way, when uh, Ryan Lockhart was in uh, AtlasBrace.com, we ran a contest, uh, and uh, we decided to pick a couple of winners uh, for AtlasBrace.com for our contest about why you deserve an Atlas. I know a bunch of you have been emailed uh, some some coupons um, if you don't if you didn't win, but you can save from AtlasBrace.com. But the winners. Two braces were given out. I thought we were just giving one out, but the, bra- the folks at Atlas Brace have lost their mind, apparently. They're giving two braces out. Uh, Robert Garcia, Kyle Pittinger. 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 Uh, we are giving you one. So congratulations to Robert and Kyle. You'll be contacted by Atlas Brace uh, by, probably by the time you hear this. So thank you to those guys. Thank you to everybody for entering for the contest for uh, atlasbrace.com. Uh, greatly appreciate it. And uh, thanks to Atlas for, for stepping up and doing it. Uh, motorcycle industry job of the week. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free. Do you guys do this 100%? Maybe you should look into it. Should. Find some good quality people. Hopefully, I don't need to be on the other end of that. Yeah, you're the one, at you, any point. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to be the. Yeah. You, we're talking about you're going to be the guy. The to, administrative to, side. The administrative side. Okay. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, they're number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free. So you want to get started in the industry? Good start. Good start right. is right here. I sent someone there last week, actually. From I, the show? Um, no, a kid hit me up. No, but you heard it from the show? In. 
Yeah, I, I know about it because of the show. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's the key point here I want to get so the checks go. keep rolling in. Yep. So. A kid hit me up, and I said, you know what? A good place to find a job, find your way in, is MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Seriously, I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, th- are they glamorous jobs always? No. no but you... this, this kid was like, hey, how do I mop the floors at yeah. 100% or something? Right, so right. It was... so. All right, so the sales, the job of the week is a salesperson for Ride Engineering. The ride, guys at Ride Engineering are also on board our show. And uh, so Ride Engineering is looking for a full-time, uh, hardworking, intelligent dirt bike enthusiast for Costa Mesa Office Warehouse. Uh, we'll accommodate the right candidate a three-, four-, or five-day work week from 830 to 5. So basically uh, call on the dealers, uh, dealer deals with customers, answer telephones. Uh, bike knowledge uh, is needed for answering technical questions. And, uh, yeah, uh, you want to get in with a company? Here you go. Ride Engineering down in Costa Mesa. Not a bad place to work either. I feel like Let's Kenneth Watson would call that B2B, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, B2B. Ride Engineering, yes. motorcycle industry jobs. On the Pulp Show, just... B2B. Good job. Oh. Yeah, I never thought of that. Good. That's why you're here, Charles. That's yeah. why you're smart. Uh, all right, let's get uh, – we still got Kristen Beat coming up, uh, James Schuster, uh, and McAdoo as well. So uh, looking forward to talking to those guys. Our lines are full, but first up, our regular uh, correspondent here on the show from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too bad. I am uh, looking forward to – the first off weekend of 2019. Oh. It's been a long time coming. Well, I took Atlanta off, so I can't say it's my first weekend, but I am also very much looking forward to it. Yes. Yes, very much. Um, hey, we had Bogle on the show before you got on, and uh, good interviewer, man. Good story. Want a heat. Like, I like talking to Justin Bogle. I got a lot of time for him, and I'm really pumped that he has made it back, JT, from some bad he- uh, concussion issues. Yeah, you, you kind of wonder what, you know, his whole last summer was, you know, we, we were all scratching our heads. Uh, anybody who's played Pulp Max Fantasy, you know, <laughs> you are very aware of the Justin Bogle struggles uh, because you probably picked him and then you probably watched him whole shot and then you probably watched him go to 20th. So uh, I'm much more involved and around him than I ever have been. I really didn't know him at all. And now I, you know, I'm around him every Saturday and uh, have to say I'm impressed with him. He's a really nice kid. Uh, you know, good family, nice parents. Um, he's respectful. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely cheering for him, and and I'm glad to uh, see that he's you know he's the person that you would hope he would be. You really never know with these kids, like the person that they may be on social media or you think they are, right? May be very different to who they actually are. Yeah, like I don't really get the rap stuff, and I don't really get the wardrobe he's rocking most weekends. But I don't care. He's right? a cool guy. Like that's fine. Maybe someone does. Anton does, but I don't. That's cool. Like whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, it's, it's funny. Like who you would think he would be and how you would think he would act is is completely different than yeah. who yeah. he really is. Yeah. And dude, he won a heat. Won the heat. Yeah, he, he rode great. I mean the the battle he had with Savachi and to be able to kind of counter Joey every time and hold his hold his position really the whole race was impressive. That was a, that was a really good ride, especially when you're looking at doing you know twenty eight or twenty nine laps. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we had somebody call in earlier before the commercial break about the New Jersey live show that we're doing in a couple of weeks, JT. Uh, we're mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Patterson, uh, New Jersey, about 20 minutes north of the stadium. Tickets start at 20 bucks. Go to Public Mex or Racer X to buy tickets. Uh, they were a lot of fun. Uh, brought to you by Yamaha. And, JT, we just did the Denver one, and it was a good time. Danny Stevenson, Will Hahn, Buddy Antonez, all on stage with myself, you, Chris Kiefer, and Weege. It was fun. Yeah, it should be good. We're, uh, we're in the midst of securing some exciting guests, uh, which we will share moving forward. Um, but yeah, these things are 
they're successful and they're fun. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, from just being a concept, we said, Hey, can we really actually do this to where we are now going into our third one, man, they've come a long way. And, uh, I, I think there's, there's a bright future ahead for these shows. So for all you new Englanders and, you know, people uh, along the Atlantic seaboard there, if you're planning on coming to the race, you know, come mm-hmm. a couple hours early, get up there Friday, come check out the show. I think it really adds to the weekend. Um, it just makes it more of an overall weekend experience versus just a kind of a one day race event. Um, going into our fourth one, you forgot about the monster cup show. So fourth, third one this year, fourth one overall. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I, forgot, I forgot about a two. Um, that was one I forgot about. So JT might've had the line Chuck of the, of the night because we we're talking about the stew video, right? Mm-hmm. And Stu in the video says, you know, I don't know why Eli Tomac doesn't win every week. Yep. And JT's like, James Stewart cannot figure out Eli Tomac. Like, like th- that should tell you all you need to know about Eli Tomac. Stu, yep. the master of inconsistency, is like, I don't know why he can't be This guy's so inconsistent. I don't right, get it. Right, right. That's, that's a good one. And JT's a witty I think one. It's twofold. I think it's twofold. It's the, the can't figure out what he's doing and also that if you – if you ride well enough to truly impress Stu to the point where he's like, you should win every time, that's that's saying a lot for your skill set. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Stu is right. – they, they have a lot of parallels. There's a lot of similarities. They're different. They have different uh, issues. I don't see but that. But they both okay. have the ability or had the ability to be just lights out, turn it up to another level on any given random night. Yeah. Stu obviously brought that yeah. most of the time. Uh, where Eli brings it super sporadically, but there's yeah. very few people that have contained that y- talent. You're right, and I, you know what this thought? Of, what I just thought of Eli's 2015 Hangtown ride. Yes, stuff like that. Like who? Like that, that. Who can do that? There's Carmichael, Stu, and who? Everett's <laughs> in his day. I don't know, man. Right, I, right. Hurlings. If you're talking to Paul and JT. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. Hurlings every weekend. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> hurlings. But <laughs> no. But seriously, there, there's there are very yeah. few guys that have that in them. Right. Any time ever. I mean, he crushed those dudes. Yeah. So. so yeah. yeah. I'd, I've never seen a beatdown like that before. I'm, I mean, Millville in the mud, 2006. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But that was in the mud. But just on a on a normal track, normal conditions. I. I I was standing there on the side of the track with my jaw yeah. you know, on the ground. Mm-hmm. I, think, moto. I think all like recap pods and stuff you did, JT, and, and just I don't know, like that was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah. no words for yeah. what Eli did but, that day. But but Stu is also wondering about Eli. Yeah. So yeah. when's part two coming out? We, we don't know. There's a big JT. Any word on part two? Uh, nope. I think they're looking into some uh, stabilization software. <laughs> Tripods? Are they looking at this new thing called a tripod? You can them your Facebook setup, Steve. Right, right. Some I mean, tripod. honestly, yeah, they need some money. If Supercross needs money for the $2,000 nets, and if Stu people need money for a tripod, we'll donate. Let's put a sticker on it. It's fine. We'll do it. The net thing is so weird. I, I really don't get it. There's no reason. No reason. Um. Anyways, JT, a couple things I wanted to bring up with you. So we talked about Dean Wilson. Bike broke on him. Uh, he ate crap. Uh, dislocated shoulder. Probably out for a little while. Hopefully not too long, as Charles was saying. Maybe you know it's possible that's not too long. But um, I want to talk more about the bike breaking and you and these riders suffering an injury. Like, look, I, I, as a mechanic, uh, I, I'm not coming down on the team because I was one of those guys that worked on these things. And if I could, no, screw it up. Then anybody, no. But what I'm saying is, there's thousands of moving parts. Something can go wrong anytime, so I'm not coming down on the team on the bike or anything else. But but this, never mind 
the rider making a mistake at any time, dangerous 90-foot quads and 70-foot triples, that could the smallest mistake and you end up in the hospital. Uh, you also have to worry, not all the time, not that, not that often, but you also have to worry about something potentially going wrong in your motorcycle. Um, that, that, you know, and everybody who built looks at it as the closest possible, um, tolerances that they can make it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, I've looked over, looked back over the injuries in my career and there was really only one that I could point to that I, it was just totally my fault. A hundred percent. I just screwed up and, you know, I was laying there on the ground going, damn it. I blew it. Like I just yeah. screwed up every other time it was either, you know, a bike problem or someone, you know, some sort of race incident where you land on somebody, they land on you, they crash in front of you, and you run into them and have nowhere to go. Um, but, yeah, it just seems for guys that, you know, the level I was at or, or higher, obviously, where Dean's at, it's, it's very rarely just a mistake. You know, the guys are so mm -hmm. precise, and you, you spend so much time riding. The bike is almost a, an extension of of your body. So mistakes are very rare in their truest sense. It's, there's usually some sort of external factor that, leads to an injury and you know unfortunately mm -hmm. that's the case with this as has been with dean many times before well we that's, were talking uh, whether we were, it's somebody okay we were talking about that uh his ktm broke on him and tore one of his knees up right one time uh i don't know the specific i just know that he's had bike mechanicals cause injuries before yeah. he's had and and stuff like and it's not always mechanicals it's go to Glen helen and people right. are laying yep. on the track in front of you you know like stupid stuff like there there are so many variables in this sport that cause injuries, not just the, oh, yeah, I hit that jump too fast and flatline and broke mm -hmm. my wrist. Like, that's that's the almost the exception for guys at that level just because mistakes are so rare. So does Eli win the next two? I think so, yeah. Um, it's hard to say with Marv. He had a really puzzling day. Uh, Mar and, Marv's uh, done. Marv's Denver. done. Marv's done. Well, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. I, right. I would have said, you know, after after Nashville, I would have said, no way, Marv's going to win one of these for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but after Denver, uh, man, he, he was just off. He just did not have a good day. And if Eli can keep his head straight, then, yeah, just like Stu said, he should win. He should win both. Mm -hmm. um, you know that Cooper's not going to do anything stupid, so I don't I don't see Cooper fighting him for the win. Right. Um, and Kenny, but yeah, Kenny, Kenny was off, so. Yeah, Kenny's. But fighting some sort of some sort of something, which I, I am confused as to whether he knows exactly what's up or not, but there's definitely something not quite right there either. So yeah, everybody's everybody's fighting their own battles it seems and uh Eli's caught fire, but mm -hmm. it's gonna be gonna be too little too late once again. Just uh, another another year of it not quite being enough. Uh Chuck, you had a little bit of umbrage or something J T said in the review show. What about Eli? You were saying? What was that? Just saying Eli has figured it out? Oh, no, that was, I think, Weege. Oh, Weege. Oh, I okay. I think Weege, yeah. yeah I think yeah, sorry. Hey, Weege started sort of going down the road of, hey, Eli's he's figured this he's out. Figured, he's yeah, made yeah. a change. Something right. happened, and Eli is better than he has been, which, I mean, if you're looking at the small sample size, maybe he was better than he was in Houston, but yeah. he has, quote-unquote, fixed this. I'm not having it either. <laughs> multiple times. A couple times <laughs> this year, time. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he fixed it in Detroit, and he fixed it in Daytona. <laughs> fixed it in San Diego. No, no, San no. Diego, when he won, he said, my back's 100%. No. I'm good. It was holding so, me back. Yeah I, yeah, I think this is just more of the same. He's just done it twice in a row for the first time this year. So, <laughs> right. I don't, I, I'm, 
like I said yeah, earlier, I'm in no better position yeah. to understand Eli today than I was last week. Fifty percent chance he wins in New Jersey. Fifty percent chance that it yep. goes south. Yeah. I'll go with that. <laughs> right, right. He's only he has only fixed it until he hasn't fixed it again. Yep. Right. Right. Well, I can get on Vital and argue about it with Steve Cox about Mike Williamson if if, if you want. But <laughs> I could get up that was very out of character for you, by the way. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. When you say stupid things like Cox did, I just I couldn't help it. You are the one that is always yelling at me to avoid those. Yes. Those situations. Yeah. No, I got sucked in like a into like a giant web and that tractor beam. Tractor beam. And I couldn't help it. I don't normally go right. on Vital that much and read the topics and but I did and. Cox is a moron, and I felt like I had to at least – like, look, you can say that Mike Williamson was a problem over there and it wasn't gelling. I know it wasn't gelling between the Tomax and Mike Williamson. I know that, and, and, and that's fine. People don't gel all the time in our sport. It, it happens. Uh, uh, Charles, you left companies. I left companies. I got fired, and, and you know, things happen. Um, but to say that Mike wasn't good at his job, unfit was a word that Cox used – despite Eli winning two 450 motocross championships and 17 races the last two years. And, and back Cox, up former years. Well, yeah, never Yeah, RV, Stu, yeah. all that stuff. Never mind that. Uh, he was unfit to be a crew chief, according to Cox and some source. And I jumped in and was like, look, you could say like it didn't work out. Or you could say all this stuff, but unfit is not a word that anyone would use. So, And Mike and I aren't even that close friends or anything. I just yeah. was like, come on. Right. Anyways, um, can we talk about zombie Chris Blows? <laughs> I wasn't there, so I didn't firsthand witness this. Yes, but JT did. JT? I understand he returned from the dead. JT, That's... he was dead. It was, it was unfortunate. We were having a, you know, little funeral for him and everything. He ate crap on the concrete, flipped through the air. Yeah, it was. Un- I can't. I still don't exactly <laughs> know what happened. Like he he was down. There were medics scrambling. You know, I, there were. I, was almost certain there was going to be a chopper in play. Backboards and neck collars. <laughs> yes, yes. And <laughs> then I looked up, and his bike was gone, and he was gone. And I'm like, oh, I guess they, they yep. scraped him off, and they took him to the hospital, and RIP Chris Blows, and it's been a good run. <laughs> and I think Chris Kiefer was like, dude, he's passing, guys. He's unlapping himself. Yeah. <laughs> he was block passing people with no number plate. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, you know, like World War Z, he started twitching, came to life. Now he's a zombie, and now we got to deal with Chris Blows, who needs to eat flesh. I guess apparently, I don't know. But nice job, Chris Blows. I mean, seriously. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they I, I missed it on all TV. that. Right, no, no, right. I just saw him drop to the bottom of the the results, and then a few laps later, you see him getting lapped, but he's going for it. Yeah. Like he's riding. He's so fine. I'm like, Wait a second. Yeah. He's he's okay now, but apparently it's it was a bigger ordeal. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was fantastic. So, but uh, she, I mean, on Chris Blow's topic, he's been riding really well. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got to be. He's over thirty, right? I mean, he oh, was yeah. racing Supercross yeah. when I was in two thousand seven. Yeah. yeah, he's so, thirty something for sure. So, I mean, and he 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 wasn't the standout amateur that came up, but he eventually you know worked mm-hmm. got on Troy Lee rides and yeah. that stuff all go his way. And I'm I, personally, I'm super impressed with him riding the way he has mm-hmm. in his 30s in the 250 class. At, JT, know. did they bring the paddles out, did you see, and they shocked them and that brought them back to life? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, They're going to they're gonna need to do some sort of follow-up study, like Dayline or 2020 or something, because I, I, I've i never seen it. Like, And the funny thing was I never even saw him got, get up. Like I no. lost attention, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's on the mule or whatever. And then all of a sudden he's just turning in the best laps of the night. 
right after it. Like there was no, I'm going to go over to the pit to get my bike worked on. It was like he pulled back onto the track, <laughs> seat bounced the triple when he crashed right in front of it. And he was just off to the races again. What did he, he was, like? What did he tell Bodner that like I'm okay? Like how did that go? I I'm I would doubt that he knew where he was. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. I th- I would say that he probably was like I'm killing it in Seattle right now. <laughs> I, I, I love Seattle. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I thought it was really cool to see like guys show heart like that. Like so many guys would have just packed it in. Like you know, even if they were okay, which is the the most important part is that he was actually okay. But most guys would have just been like cold in the pits and said, "Yeah, that that sucks. I'm done." Yeah, but. Even if he just got a couple points out of it, I, I, I respect the effort. That's cool. Like we need, yeah. we need more, uh, more of that, and you know, racing and society. People that are just like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to get whatever I'm going to get, and I'm not going to leave anything to leave anything out there. Yeah, no, it was impressive. So, um, good job, Zombie Chris Blos. Uh, next up, topics to talk about. So, uh, good sources tell me that RJ Hampshire going to Rockstar Husky two year deal. Chuck, thoughts on that? Um. It's a bit puzzling to me. Um, I could, I, as far as this I knew, twenty twenty. By the way, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, like yeah, tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah. Because um, as far as I knew, I, I thought he had a multi year deal with Geico Honda. I was sure that he told me he had another year. I, I he thought, himself told me he had another year. Oh, I, I wasn't that close, but right. I understood he signed a two year deal last year. I thought, but I, I don't know. Right. So, to me, the Geico Honda team. It's it's a relatively lateral move, no matter which way you spin it, right? Like they, I don't see a drastic change in anyone's results going from a guy Kohanda to a Rockstar Husqvarna or yeah, vice versa. No, like I, yeah. maybe he needs a change of scenery and and something different, but um, I I don't put a lot of weight into seeing a big drastic difference between R.J. Hampshire today and R.J. Hampshire, you know, next year at Supercross. Uh, what do you think, J.T.? Maybe. Uh... Maybe Geico needed room for an amateur, and this is is this where you're mm-hmm. going to go off about the state of amateur racing and Geico not having room for him? Um, well, you know, 100, percent they have 18 amateurs signed to six-year deals, so yeah, they <laughs> they they have they need room for sure, 100. percent Like, but you like Mumford? I do like Mumford. Yep, I like Mumford. Okay, that's about it. I don't like this fry. What about Shimoda? I don't know. Shimoda's are the best one, right? I hear. Uh, you, either one of you want to chime in? Shimoda's a real deal. He's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I don't really know. I got a I got a call from from a, a retired ex one twenty five Supercross champion. Okay. That may or may not have won Summercross in nineteen ninety nine, and he was breaking down the amateurs for me. And one of the things he said that, that was a bit of an issue is simply sandbagging. There's a big difference between a fourteen a kid who turned fourteen. You know, in uh, whatever the what's the cutoff? October or is it May or what is it? January first. Oh, is it January? Okay, so a kid turns fifteen in December, and a kid turns fifteen in January, and then they overlap in one another. And so, according to my source that I shall sure. not re- name, like there's fourteen year olds racing against sixteen year olds because of dates. That's been that's happened forever. But for your example of that, right. I give you James Stewart born at the end of December. Okay, you're going to pull out the one of the greatest riders in history of the sport as an example. I, I mean, but he was a. You're going to you know. you're going to pull out James Stewart as like a as an example. Yeah, I feel like like you look can't at James Stewart. Excuse, he was he was born December twenty whatever, so he was always the youngest guy in his class his okay, whole life. Literally turned out fine. The greatest rider of all time, yeah. maybe not the greatest. You're saying he was born December twenty fifth, Steve. Yeah, he was actually. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was. But 
But so my source was telling me like it makes a difference. These sure. idiots managers got to start looking at stuff like that, where you're like, just because this kid is 16, and I don't, I'm not giving any yeah. examples, but this kid is 16 racing against There's some, some four, 14 year sure. olds, and he's beating them while he's physically more mature and physically stronger than that. And then these guys got to look at that. They don't necessarily look at that. They just look at what's on paper. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But this fry Ultimately, kid, none this of it fry matters. kid, I don't know anything about this okay, fry kid. Here, but, here we go. But that was that's a joke of a story. Him leaving Suzuki for Star, that's a joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I that's yeah, what, I want to get out there. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Noted. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so do we get the JT and RJ opinion or no? no? He never. I think oh, you, over, you overruled it. I, on the I started yelling and screaming. Okay, yep. JT. So RJ to, to Rockstar. Uh, yeah, you know, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. I think. Um, I think Rockstar Husqvarna is in a situation where they need to get, you know, they they are looking for talent. You know, I don't think that that uh, Thomas Covington's really the answer for them at Supercross. That's pretty apparent. Um, but they need to, I, from what I can see, they need to kind of refill the roster a bit looking forward. And uh, I think RJ is a guy that can win in the 250 class. You know, he hasn't really gotten to the level where he's in a week in and week out winning level guy, but Dude, he can certainly podium and, and hold on. give them hold on. an elite level guy in the 250 class. How many podiums does RJ have in Supercross? Uh, I don't know. I don't a know. few. A couple. I guess two. Two. Oh, that was a wild guess. I had no idea. He has two podiums entire career riding a Geico bike. Yep. What's he on year four? Four? But who, who, right? who do you suggest they go get? Because I... I know a little bit about the situation, and that's the problem: is who are you going to go get? Justin Cooper, Marty. <laughs> Again, but I mean, it's seriously though. Like, you, there aren't, the, yeah, there's there not. aren't many. Yeah, there aren't many available guys that are capable of that. This is so. where Steve starts yelling about a Amart. Amart's fine. He's got a two-year deal for a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, he, I mean, he he's on a factory bike, getting paid really well. So, I, I mean, he got he got, he got booted. You look at their roster yeah. now. Sean you know, Cantrell. RJ is better than Jordan Bailey, so yeah. it's an upgrade from that in that respect. He's better than Mosman, and Mosman's been good lately, though. But generally yeah, no, speaking, generally saying, speaking. Like, when you look at the, the free agents out there, I think they're getting one of the best ones available. There's just not a whole lot sure. to choose from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you could argue that Mosman is taking a while to figure it out, but he's on the way up, whereas RJ, you, you kind of know what you're going to get. Maybe he... Yeah. Things change yeah. with his, you know, new scenery and new atmosphere. But a guy that's been in the class for four years, you know, it's you kind of know what you're getting. Whereas yeah. Mosman, there's a little bit of unknown. Like, what if we yeah. stick with this He's kid? He's riding well lately, and maybe they are. We don't yeah. know. I don't know. The I, don't know I don't know. Yeah. This contract strategy. At Covington, I thought I had a two-year deal. I would assume he didn't come back here for a one-year right. deal, but I don't know. JT, what do you think? Do you know he's got a two-year deal? I, I would assume. I would assume that if he left Europe, it wasn't for a one-year deal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, Jonesy wants to talk about the Friday night show. Jonesy, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, what do you want to talk about? The Friday night show? You were there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up? Uh, give you guys some really good compliments, man. I've been listening to Pulp since Paul cracked open his first Red Bull. God knows how many years ago. Yeah. And uh, God knows how many hours I've listened to you guys bicker. But uh, <laughs> seeing it live on Friday night, I got to tell you, it was a thing of beauty. You guys got some good chemistry going on. Thank you. And, uh I travel to probably at least one or two races every year, and I pick Denver partly because uh, I encourage anyone who uh, 
is around uh, either Vegas, New York. Yeah. Killed it. it was a great time. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Denny Stevenson was funny. Will Hahn was great. So, um, yeah, thanks Thanks for a lot. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it, Jonesy. Thanks hey, for coming. One question. Yep. You guys going to do one before Hangtown or what? Uh, there's been some talk of that. Yeah, I'm trying to work it out with uh, the guys at Works Connection. Uh, we want to do it at, at Works Connection is the plan. So we're still working cool. it out. Yeah, uh, definitely an, an idea. We're kicking around. Uh, JT probably won't be there. But uh, but yeah, we are trying to trying to trying to figure it out. Stay tuned. Make it happen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jonesy. Appreciate it. Uh, Jonesy was happy. JT with the live show. Good to hear. Yeah, I thought I thought it was great. I mean, just trying to be as objective as I can. I I <laughs> thought it was really good. I thought uh, I thought Debo was kind of the star of the show, uh, like much like RV was in uh, Costa Mesa. There. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. It was. It was awesome. Those are those things are really fun. And like I've said before. You could probably talk us into doing that just if no one even showed up. If you could just have us all sit around and BS for a couple yeah. hours, we would probably be willing to do it. We got Stu in. We got two of these Supercross rules. Uh, we didn't get much amateurs in, but we hit all the all the key points, all the key talking points. Davalos, I assume. Uh, I don't think there was any Marty talk. Mm-hmm. No, I think there was. The bet. There was talk about I, the bet. Yeah. yeah there you go. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, JK. You hammered on Will about the amateur situation a little bit about the fry kid and all that stuff yeah i was thinking about it but then i was like i don't know do you want to invite someone on only to start berating them did yes. did you <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh did you discuss the sleeping with jake weimer topic no we didn't really get into that okay. too much either that's a little okay. weird but um we didn't get into that uh let's go to joe joe what's going on man what's happening hey me yeah you're on the air Oh, what's up? Uh, long-time listener, third-time caller. Thank you. Uh, just want to know, what's up with Darkside, the drama queen, at the press conferences? Seems like he was asking uh, the touchy subject questions to all the writers. I heard that. He I told really me. Yeah, he told me something about, like, uh, he got in trouble or something after the press conference. I don't really know. I didn't hear. Oh, he I, did. Yeah, he said that to me, but I, don't really, I didn't really follow up with it. I don't, really, uh, I don't know. He asked about... Uh, Marvin Webb or something, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Marvin Webb, and then and then he asked Adam. He said he uh, already signed a deal for next year. Um, yeah, I called him out on it or, or okay. whatnot, but yeah. whether or not it's true or not, but Adam's face turned immediately beet red, which maybe leads to next year's. I, I don't deal. believe Adam's done yet, JT. Maybe he is. I know he asked me. Adam asked me like a month ago. He's like, "What? What should I do? What would I, What would you do if you were me?" And then, so I'm like, you know, I'm an expert in everything that, you know, that I don't really know about. <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I dove into it. I dove into it with him. And the way he was responding to me led me to believe that he, like, it was done, you know. Oh, but wow. this was, I was thinking to myself, it can't possibly be done, done. But JT, what do you think? Could it be done, done? If it were me, it probably is. Yeah. Uh, but if it were me, I would probably wait. I would, I would say, hey, can we just push this off until you know, May fourth or yeah, whatever? Uh-huh. Um, I would, I would just want to know. I would want, I because I think for Adam to not leave the 250 Supercross class of the championship would be a travesty, and that would probably would be what I hinged on because he's so good. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't win it this year, you got to know he's going to be a favorite going into next year. Um, so I would say, yeah, if, yeah. You know, if I win this thing, 
meet me at the truck after the race, and we'll sign this thing, and we'll have a beer while we're doing it. Right. Uh, Joe, for the uh, Honda guys to be over at the uh, Pro Circuit truck. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'll, I'll ask Dark Side <laughs> about that, all right? Okay, cool. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Uh, I think he goes to Cowie. I do. I think he goes to Cowie 450, and I think Savachi goes to Honda, okay. if I had to guess, if okay. I had to put money down. Um, but, yeah, I would think – as a part of being done, I would wait till after Vegas. Like, do you have a 250 Supercross title or not? Now, I asked him, do you care about jumping to 450s without having a national championship? And he goes, fuck no. I said, okay, all right. Like, I said, do you care about like your legacy? I said, like, this said, may sound dumb, but yeah. are there things that you want to check off, you know, when you're all said and done? And he said, no. I, I bet so, there would have been... You know, before the, yeah, yeah. the shoulder injuries, but yeah. after that derailment, right. I think at right. this point he's just yeah, all that ship sailed. Right, right, so right. Just, but I would, I'm like J, I'm with JT. Like, I think you'd want to, f- I think you'd want to just get this supercross out of the way and just see how we do. Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe not. Like I said, when he asked me, like, what would you do if I was, if you were me, and I broke it all down, it seemed like. What What would you do? Go to four for these. Okay. Yeah. And it's just the, leverage the shit out of Cowie versus Honda. And just um, rake it and back up the truck and load up the Well, money. Cowie, you know, has a first rider refusal okay. in their contract. So, you know, you're just doing that, right? You're just, you're just, Cowie is just, I mean, you just don't let the kid go. Okay. And Monster wouldn't want to let him go. Here's a question, though. Uh-oh. Could he go to Honda and get a Monster helmet? Why not? Uh, Anyone? Yeah, I, I don't know. Right? JT? No? Rick? Rick? Yeah, I don't, Rick? I don't know that. I don't think that Honda has a Red Bull deal. No, so. no, exactly. Does I think Cole has that whatever yeah, drink he right, has on right, this right. thing, right? Right, yeah. right. And Kenny's Red Bull, so yeah. well, I don't see why he couldn't. Yeah, so maybe you could, maybe you could say Monster. Anyways, my point was Monster wouldn't let him go. Like they like him, right? So, um, uh, all right. Cassie wants to, Case Cassie Casey, what's up? Hey Steve, um, I was at Nashville and I got to see your pit show. And thanks to you having Bradshaw on there, I got to get a picture with the beast from the east. Oh, so. and how good was that? Because he's damn it, it fucking Bradshaw. Just a legend. Yes, that was fantastic. He's the one that he actually went and got the pen for us. Oh, I, I remember like, that. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, dude, Damon. <laughs> JT gets to travel with Damon, like eat dinner, like like everything with Damon. Just, it's amazing. Why don't, why don't you, Steve, why don't you want Damon on the show anymore? <laughs> I don't want Damon on the show. What are you talking about? On, on the live show? It yeah. was time. It was time for Osborne to come on. All right, I, you shut me down. I said we're gonna we're gonna do Damon in Denver, and you said, "Hell no, I, t- I don't want him on." Get I, I did not say that. I I just I want a current racer on there, and, and we already had Kiefer. Bradshaw's spot was filled with Kiefer. Oh, that's a logical trade out. Sorry, Kiefer, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, Anyways, and can we just clarify that? When you say Damon Bradshaw, there has to be the F word in the middle. Oh, like yeah. That's just the way yeah, absolutely. it rolls off the tongue. No, it, it is. Uh, but Casey, uh, Cassie, so what, what, how do you say it? Casey. Casey, thank you very much for uh, for coming. I appreciate it. Yeah, the show was awesome. It was, uh, y'all were all very nice. So. Oh, cool. Well, 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 thank you very much, and, and, and please support Fly Racing when you can. Yes, okay. Thank and go Vols. There thank you, you go, Jason. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank no, you. No, 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 no. You blew it. You had me till the end. Oh, what was that? She said go Vols. She's a uh, Tennessee volunteer uh, stand, which is... I don't know what that means. You might, you might as well say America sucks. 
<laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, Fly Racing Show, uh, New York, 3 o'clock. Be there. Uh, well, we think 3 o'clock. No, not 3 o'clock, JT. It'll be balls early. Earlier, right? Yeah, I figure opening ceremony is 4 30. Probably be like 2.30. Yeah, 2.30-ish. Okay. So, um, all right. Uh, let's go to the X-Brown Goggle Tariffs. Can we do that, Marks? It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. This is uh, Charles Cassu's favorite segment on the show. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. EKSBrand.com. Did you ever run those numbers on the championships? No, not yet. Chisholm? No, still calculating. Okay. Still, still, The supercomputer is still calculating them. Okay. So, uh, Chisholm, A-Ray, Seven Deuce Deuce, Vince Freeze. Yes. Ben LeMay. You name them, they wear X-Brand, EKSBrand.com. Exciting things coming from those guys. Pulp Show 19 is the code to save at XBrandGoggles.com. Uh, again, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you Are you familiar with him, Chuck? Is he LaFrancois' man friend? Yes. Something? Yeah, no, he's the agent for, for that LaFrancois. Okay. Yep. Fixer. Fixer, okay. yep. Uh, all right, Marks, let's do this. Steve, chanceability Filthy Phil wins the Canadian series. Ooh. Um, like, I guess that would be everything, indoors and outdoors. Uh, 30%. He's going to be mad. He just won on the weekend, though. He's going to be mad at you. Yeah, he is. JT, if you attend an outdoor this year, which race would you want to go to? Uh, that's a good question. Um, Denver, because it's the I think closest Washugo, one to Boise. Washugo would be the easiest one. But I don't know. I don't know. I, there's there's a few that I haven't been to in a few years, so maybe I'll venture out and find one. I'm going to do uh, a few GPs, probably three or four GPs for uh, television broadcast with oh Paul Malin, so that'll <laughs> affect my schedule a bit too. So I don't know. Let's see. 20, 27 seconds. Just fucking yelling about her legs. Just like, oh, my God, Paul Malin, look at her legs. Look at him overtake Caroli. JT got an accent at some point. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's like my Jacob overtake, Hayes. Overtake, I like that. It's like my Jacob Hayes that. agent. Yeah, he yeah. used overtake. He's pulling into the paddock, and he's overtaking riders. Does, so is JT. Into the goggle lane. Is there, which is cool, by the way. But is there an appeal to JT having, from the USA, having an American accent to the viewers in Europe? Yeah, like for instance, we yeah, always yeah. get like Will Christian. We just yeah. we're just like holy shit, yeah, this chick's she, so she smart. Gets the job, yeah, we're done. Yeah, she's so smart. Right. Or you know right. Georgia Lindsay, right, or whatever. So right. does that JT have that same appeal? Is he? I don't know, dude. But they're gonna have to like like watch him when he talks about hurlings. Who's the bigger hurlings fan? You think Paul or or, or Dan think, or JT? I think I think Paul, but could go either way. Right. All right. Next question. Uh, Caslu, mm-hmm. who is the top one hundred percent athlete? say cooper webb right now that's a tough spot great, to put me in but great, I great think question moser hey can cooper we webb. can we talk about the contract though we can talk about the contract what cooper's yeah i mean we can yeah we can talk about it so <laughs> webb had a two-year deal with 100 percent. charles was telling me and it was for big money right jt i mean his yes. yamaha deal his 100 percent deal his yeah. store deal big money yeah coming out of 250 right. yeah. yeah so you don't usually see this so after two years charles and i think everyone did this uh, he took Coop told us he took a KTM deal because it was two years. He mm-hmm. didn't want to just do the one year thing. Yep. Uh, you guys cut his pay yeah. because of two years where it's only hasn't been great. Yep. But you said to him, "Hey, if you kill it, here's the, here's the rest of the money and more in bonuses." Certainly, yeah. We yeah. we you know went backwards a bit on base pay and incentivized a him more a, a with bit. a bit, uh, quite a, a bit, quite a bit, and incentivized him with um, 
yeah. bonuses so he could make the money back, and he was and he David never Evan, argued it. David Evans's agent was totally. like, no problem. Yeah, I don't want to get too much behind the scenes, but I yeah, do. they were. I do. <laughs> they were totally rational, and yep. we get it. Yep. You're giving us a chance to earn the right. money. Cooper Webb is earning his money this year. Yeah. He's going to make as much or more this year than he did. Last Which year. is awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's how it's supposed to all, work. We're all happy. Right. Everybody's happy. You're pumped. Yep. He's pumped. Yep. Yep. That's how it's supposed to work. Do you know how many jerk off agents would be pissed at that? Yeah. They were totally rational and yeah. said, "Oh, this is. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We understand. We, yeah. Here's how we can make that money back. We. The yeah. math works and out. And you guys are like, yeah, cool. No problem. You put us on the podium, and, and it's yeah. working. Right. So yeah, I like that. I, there was an agent that I know, uh, a gear company, uh, cut him. Uh, he had bad two couple bad years. Mm-hmm. Gear company was like, look, dude, you've had some bad years. And cut his pay by 50%, I think. Okay. The agent was like, that's an insult. You're like, you finished six races in two years. Like, you, we'll give you bonuses. That's an insult. Okay, well, you're a fuck off. Fuck off. And did that guy go find yes. the money he was looking for elsewhere? No, hell no. Hell no. Hell exactly. No. Right. That's how it usually works. Right. Just like where do you where do you get off, Mr. Agent Guy, saying that when your client has six races in two years or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. Steve, should the seven dudes deuce take a dive to collect on the Pulpamix Privateer Challenge money? Some say he already is. <laughs> uh JT, you're not one of them though. Starts. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's trying to do it. I just think, you know, I, I think he wants to do well. Um, it's hard to take the race racer out of somebody. But if it's me and there's 22 grand telling me there's only two left and all I got to do is just, you know, not get in the main events, I'm pretty much guaranteed to bring it home. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be watching both main events moving forward. Um, Yamaha raffle, $20 uh, a ticket on pulpamex.com. Uh, you can win a 2019 YZ450 done up with michelin and roost and works connection and guts and race tech and uh a few other guys that are helping us out and we re- vortex as well and so 20 bucks a ticket 100 percent of the money goes to three privateers it's over 28 grand right now and so what's 80 percent of that i don't even know we didn't do the math very well but whatever like 22 or 23 something like that whatever jt Roughly, said yeah super graduate mm-hmm. um oh look at that. 20 dollars of 20 dollar payment just came in right now from David Villeman? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, $28,000. And, and, and Seven Deuce Deuce has a nice lead on this thing. So we'll see what happens. But JT, should your buddy Reed try to race Supercross again this year or wait until 2020? Uh, if he's healthy, sure. Why not? Um, if You never know with him. Like, he's, he's a tough guy, like, as far as dealing with pain. So you can be sure that if it's any way possible, he'll be out there. If, if he doesn't line up, it was basically completely, you know, impossible for a human to pull off. Um, you never know what contracts are or anything like that, but I just, for him, he probably won't race again until, you know, October, November, Yeah, uh, I would bet. So, yeah, I'm sure he really wants to be out there and, and finish the season off. And, and the way the field is right now, he could be, you know, top 12 if he can just kind of go through the motions more than anything um i hope he doesn't race because we may have him uh plugged in for the friday night vegas Pulpomex racer x podcast show rv is confirmed as well I so think, i think we could get him either way why not yeah but we want him we want him tipsy a little bit oh right you can probably get well, that either way either way <laughs> charles said we can get that either way <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah 
Castle, where is Hill gonna ride next year? Uh, who's gonna who's gonna be the guy that's gonna say we can work with that speed? Somebody will. Christina Denny. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind. JT was Rock River Yamaha, but yeah, I'll go with that. You can pull the tear off, but I looking at the points. I think even if Reed doesn't line up, he's going to finish would, in front of Justin Hill if Justin Hill races the last would, two races. Would Forrest Butler be into that? He doesn't have the money for that. Or, I don't think. If you're Forrest Butler and you have Justin Bogle doing what he's doing. Or Benny, if Benny has a good Benny, outdoors. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which I would think Benny will have a good outdoors. He's good at good at outdoors. Uh, no offense to Justin Hill, but I, I go Bogle over Hill all day for Supercross. All right. To answer the question, Rock River Yamaha, I guess. We'll take it. Can Can you imagine the different size of those paychecks? <laughs> well, no. Well He's going to get it and be like, hey, wait, no, you guys missed. There's like yeah. a, some decimals. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is not right. Yeah, this, this contract offer is not, not, yeah. not valid. And they right. could say you missed some results. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he, rode, he rode well this weekend, though. He rode pretty good. He had some fight in him. He showed some fight. What did he finish? He got, beat, he got beat by Grant. He did get beat by. I want to thank Josh Grant for those fifty-two points in fantasy. Not. I'd like to. Me thank too. Him. <laughs> Me too. You th- all three of you, right, Marks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks. Yeah. yeah, great, great work. Yeah, it's logical, Steve. I don't know why you. Why wasn't it logical last week? <laughs> because everybody knew he was going to be good too, in Denver. It was too soon. Yeah, oh, it was too, too soon. soon? It was too okay. Soon. All right. Yeah, I should have known the fourth weekend. You're my. You're right. Yeah, my bad. You went too early. Yeah, my bad. Poor Pookie. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, how would you describe Bogle's season in one word? Good. <laughs> De- I one word. I I was gonna Riveting say stuff, what, what? What's that? Riveting stuff. I was gonna say impressive, but it has been in in spots. Mm-hmm. The, the question was season as a whole. So then I was saying erratic, but that's not right. So good. I am Ron Burgundy. Improvement. <laughs> Improvement. Uh, Rebound. Escalating. Getting better? Yeah, see, I'm not... I don't fuck, know. fuck Moser's questions. They suck. He warned me and said they weren't his best effort. Today. I'm sure he was drunk was, when he was doing it. And that may have been true. His right. buddies? Yeah. Um, JT, should your... Oh, what's the most start money you got to race a Supercross? Uh, start money was 10 plus expenses. 5.7 seconds. Good job, JT. Chuck... Who could be the Cooper Webb of next year? Chuck, did you ever race at Supercross any weird places? Did you ever off-season stuff? Did you ever go anywhere? Uh, weirdest was Mexico. Oh, you went to Mexico? Yeah, a couple times. Okay. Like they would pay, we'll call it start money, but they would give us like a, hey, your travel money to get down here is three grand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get yourself here type thing. Yeah. And like it, an outdoor race or indoor? Once outdoor, once indoor. The indoor was actually a super sick stadium. Brand new soccer arena that was state-of-the-art yeah. glass and... Who was down there? Who raced? Um, Jeff DeMint, um, Vallejo, Sean Skinner, actually. Oh, wow. I think. Sean Skinner. JT. It was when he was on the Maestro Suzuki team. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been like 2006. Six, yeah, yeah. Five, six, something like that. And then the outdoor when Charles Ellis was there. There's some good stories about DeMint that year. Dude, DeMint is <laughs> interesting. Character. Yes. Um, yeah, Charles, Charles Ellis was there. 
during the outdoor race. Um, James Marshall. Yeah, there's. Oops. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, I how'd you do? Made some money. The arena cross. I think I got third in one class and fifth in the other. The the other was the 450 class. They're supposed to be a 450 for me. I brought suspension. Got down there. They decided never mind. They didn't want to let me ride the 450. Okay. So then I had to ride my 250 in the 450 class, and it was, it was a big ordeal. Right. My bike broke. I borrowed some bike. It was sketchy. Um, JT went to Guatemala once. We don't have enough time for the story, but no, it's I, out there. Yeah. That's our stories all the oh, time. I can th- – backing up into that story a little bit. So What story? JT story? No, mine. Oh. The, the 250 class – I can't remember the order of this, but – one of them, uh, Vallejo was winning. They th- supposed to be twenty laps. Let's call it. Yeah. They throw the checker flag like thirteen laps in. Oh yeah. Because he's winning. Yeah. And Dement's all over him. Yeah. So Dement yeah. loses his mind. Oh, that's not a good idea. And there's like five of us Americans, and I'm like, hey, I'm I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> like I'm not getting carried out of this place. <laughs> Fast forward an hour to the 450 class. Dement's winning. They get to twenty laps. Flaggers just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We're going to wait till Vallejo catches this. Dement throws his bike down on the finish line and starts just waving his hands as we're coming by. And we're like, oh, I have yeah. no idea what's happening. <laughs> like, I'm just coming around the turn. Dement's bike is sideways on the finish line. He's jumping up and down. I come around the next lap. There's people in the starting line, like, not fighting, but in each other's faces yelling. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going far away from here. <laughs> Dement, was, Dement and his dad were not scared to... Yeah. Take on... At that point, I think you just go... 12,000 Yeah, you just people. go, thank you for coming. Yeah. All right, cool. Where right, I go on? And then you, Jake, go, you uh, go in the back, and they pay you in cash yeah. in this back room. You walk out of the back end of the stadium to walk across the street to the pits. I mean, I was carrying, I don't know, not yeah. crazy money, but yeah. 1800 bucks in cash right, or something. Right, Just waiting for the people that right. were supposed to be waiting well, out back to take it from us, but... <laughs> JT, yeah. you went to a Mexican race where Pe- where uh, Pedro Gonzalez beat all of the heavyweights, and you were okay with that. That was fine, yeah, no problem. How it's supposed to work, right? Yeah, that was uh, that was that Legends race that Tortelli put together, right? But it was like me, Dillman was there, Damon Huffman, Tortelli, um, Everett. God, there was a lot of good guys there. Dubok, and yeah, they staged it so that Pedro would win. So we were all riding behind, and then Balbi decides he's going to go nuts and is like trying to take people out and like trying to go for the win. <laughs> and seriously, I thought like Billman and everybody yelling at him, calling him an idiot after the race because he was, he was going for like for blood in a staged race. <laughs> Sounds like JT's legends race in Ironman. Oh boy. Uh, that wasn't oh. good. <laughs> that didn't go well. That's similar. Yeah. JT's two exhibition races. Uh, <laughs> bike broke both of them. <laughs> it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one twenty-five race. Washougal not past the first turn. I think, right? No, I hot lap. Oh, hot lap. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. All right. Anything else? Uh, I don't know if the question was answered, but yeah. What was the question? Uh, who could be the Cooper Webb of next year? Oh yeah, oh, we didn't even come close to answering that. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> um, I got it. I got Savachi. it. Savachi. No. Bogle. Nope. I mean, I feel like the question was for me. I don't. <laughs> go ahead. It is under your name. Pick, yes. Pick one. Go ahead. Jerk off. But it won't be as good as mine. Uh, I got Savachi. No, it can't be because he's already doing good, too good. Well, yeah, the, the, you got to pick a guy that's struggling a little bit. You want to say Justin Hill? No, <laughs> no, no. AP can be the new Cooper Webb. Uh, okay, but I feel like he didn't like struggle that. Oh, but ah. okay, okay. I got it. I'll go with that. All right. I like that. AP. JT? AP. The new Cooper Webb. 
All right, fair enough. Uh, is that it, Marks? <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Champions Everywhere. Uh, JT, before we let you go, uh, we've been talking about the Formula Helmet for a long time on this on this podcast and other podcasts. It's out. We love it. It's great. It's got good reviews. But now you guys have released all the uh, testing data for this. Now, obviously, you can't name the, the, the other brands because, yeah, could get sketchy with that. Um, but if you go to the Formula website with Fly Racing, you have the tests of how the Formula did in all sorts of uh, tests and, and forward-facing tests and backward-facing tests and rotational crashes and all this stuff done by an independent lab. And you can go see how the formula matches up against uh, many name-brand competitors. Yeah, this was uh, this a long time coming. And, you know, going into going into all this, we had uh, testing done at the labs where, you know, this helmet was created, and we were super excited about it. But we also realized that that could be viewed as very biased and easily skewed. And it, for me, if, if a competitor did that, I would say, well, yeah, look where they tested it. Obviously, the, the results are going to favor them. And that's just human nature. Uh, so then we bought 30 more helmets and spent the money and sent them off to a lab that we had no affiliation with and said, hey, please test all these. Uh, basically, two DOT and EC test regulations, which is all that they test for there anyway. And uh, yeah, just report back on whatever, you know, what all the test results were. So yeah. we published all that. Um, and like you said, we didn't. We don't want to name names. I would have really named names. About. I would have yelled out names. Yeah, there's a lot to it. I mean, there's you never know where that's going to go legally, and it's really we're not here to put anyone else's product down. It's more about the formula is really really good versus anybody else's helmet not performing well. That I kind of don't care if somebody else's helmet performs poorly. We just want to talk about how well the formula stacks up. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were very excited. We're very proud of it. Um, and yeah, honestly, it, it exceeded all of our expectations. You know, we were we were very confident in the helmet, and the technology. But then once we once we got the test out of back, we were we were kind of like, holy cow, we were really onto something here. It, mm-hmm. it kind of blew us away. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, the, the 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 test results are out. It's pretty informative. So go to uh, Fly Racing, click on the formula link, and uh, they're all there, man. So yeah, you guys have done a good job with this thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's something that's going to be the first step of many for us as far as redefining expectations on a lot of this stuff. Um, the technology we have, I think, will transfer over to different segments, and uh, that gets really exciting. So um, to see where this could go and to see people's uh, expectations and demands change for what you know fly racing can deliver is that's exciting. That's what we've all been working for for a very long time. Right, absolutely. Uh, thanks for the time tonight. I appreciate it. Flyracing.com for more information. Thanks, JT. Enjoy your weekend off. All right, guys. <laughs> all right, yeah, man. See you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, before we get to James Schuster, real quickly, Nash, what's up? How are you? Gentlemen. 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 What's up, Nash? Charles, good. Glad you're in studio. Steve, always a pleasure. Excited uh, for this. Uh, well, the week off's nice, but. You know, heading towards our neck of the woods here on the East Coast. Very excited for this live show. Yeah, Friday. To see what yeah. marquee, marquee players are going to be coming up. To, I mean, New York's a good venue. Yeah, I, I'm so, looking forward to it. Um, it's close to the stadium, right? It's not that far? No, it is not. It's Patterson's, you know, it's 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 on the river in Patterson. i got a friend of mine that owns a salon in the area, and he gave me the tip off. Uh, it's, it's definitely solid. So it's going to be a good event. Cool. It's going to be fun. I'm def- definitely going to be there. going to bring a whole whole bunch of uh, New Jersey's finest. Hopefully fill the room and, yeah. and excited to see. Maybe, maybe Bradshaw. M- maybe not. Maybe, well, you know, I'm guessing Carson. 
I, I mean, I would hope Big Boy Barry can find some time to, to be in front of his hometown fans. Number one. 125 slash 250 starter. Yep. I mean, come on now. All time. Yep, even ahead of Marty. I mean, and, and Marty's starting at 100th yeah. start this weekend. Yeah, Marty's going to be 100. Uh, uh, Whether it be Vegas. a ceremony of anything. In Vegas is 100 or New York's 100? No, 100, right? It was, it was 99. Was, was it 99? Right? Okay, so all right. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure which one was 100. 100 so. be, you know, whole yeah, thing. I think they're going to play There Goes the My plaque, Hero, Black, everything. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. They should so. make him wrestle Barry in the center stage <laughs> for even coming close to even insulting Barry. Is it ironic that it's in New Jersey that's 100? Because of Barry? So like Barry will be there? Yeah, yeah. Barry will be there to pass off the torch. Can Marty get Legends and Hero introduction while he races still? I think you can. Oh yeah, I think God. you can. Can we do Charles. that up on the podium, yeah, do yeah, that yeah. to the line? What they should do is bring up some children of racers that he's raced against, like back in the day. Oh you know God. what I mean? Like, yeah. just bring up the kids now and be like, here, here, Marty, like some of the kids, yeah. some of the guys that you battled with early in your TVD career, they now have children yeah. that are 10 years old, 14 years old. And so now here they are to present you with this plaque. Steve, uh, I don't, I hope. I hope you win the bet. I want you to win the bet. Does Mitch have a gleam in his eye after this week? Yeah, I'm not winning Is this he... bet, dude. Marty's got, Marty's got this I injection know. injection thing in his neck that his arm's no longer going numb. Yeah, we got problems. Mitch put a, a porting bit in his neck and yeah. opened him up, you yeah. know, dialed him up a little bit. Yeah, yeah I got you. I'm, I got you. I'm screwed. Like, I love Team Troll, but, yeah, we're, we're screwed. Our whole that's premise right. of the bet was that Marty wouldn't finish all the races. That, that's where we thought we, we'd be Not winning this. Marty would start getting better towards the no, end of the series. No, no, no. This, no. this, this is races. definitely a, yeah. a, a stick in the spokes, as they say. Charles, who's the most demanding 100% athlete? The most demanding, the most needy, the most, you know, I'm sure they run a production goggle. I know, I'm sure there's no monkey yeah. business going on there. But who, who, who really puts it to your goggle guy on the weekend? You know, there's nobody that's crazy picky. I will say, um, Marv, Marv is mm-hmm. I don't want to say particular, mm-hmm. but Marv is Marv has the stuff that he likes, and what Marvin runs is not production, but the difference mm-hmm. in Marv's goggle versus what you buy is a shorter strap, because Marvin okay. likes his goggles so tight, and I think he wears a fairly small helmet. Um, mm-hmm. And the main issue is the branding on the strap. If he runs the mm-hmm. adjusters oh, where he wants them, yeah, they're in the middle of it. The... Says zero percent on one go. side and ten on the other. <laughs> right. So we make a shorter, shorter strap so that he can run the adjuster in the center, yeah. and we still get the branding that we want. Right. Um, yeah, so so that's, that's a weird kind of thing that he yeah. he needs. Um, but I know no, means he like demanding or prima donna, but it's definitely you know. Yeah. We uh, have to. Uh, Steve, it, we have to order those ahead of time and keep inventory of Marv's goggles because yeah. it's not just right out of him right, out right, of the warehouse. Right. You know so. what I mean. Um, all, right. all right, Nash. Steve, who, in your experience, who was the most needy goggle person you ever laid witness to on a team? Oh. Real prima donna. Give me a goggle prima donna, and then I'll go. Well, Chad Reed is the ultimate goggle yes. prima donna out of everybody, whether, really? whether it was the Fox one or the Scott or anything else. It, it was always Chad Reed. Is, yep. At the time he flipped out of Bud's Creek? Yeah, no. The, so, or is that Rick? No, that, that was, was Ricky. Car- Ricky Creek Ricky out. threw his goggles at Padge, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but – um, no, Chad is notoriously hard on goggle guys. Absolutely, I never had anybody at X Brand that was, you know, 
no problem. But the X brand goggles is the choice to champion, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Know, you. Thanks, superior, Nash. It's a great, it's a great product. You hear that, you know? Charles? It is. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Nash. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you, Later, Later, Nash. Later. Thank you. Later. Uh, all right, everybody. That's Nash. Let's get to our next guest on the line. We've had him here for a little bit. So, uh, Vertex Pistons, Charles. Uh, do you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes st- uh, stock with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? Because of the Pulp Mech show, I do. Oh, thank you. Because you. You filled me in on that last right. time. Uh, Vertex is an OEM supplier to Tuscavarna, KTM, more exotic brands like Gas Gas, Beta, TM. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter which brand or bike you ride, it's time to rebuild your top end. Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Uh, sales at PivotWorks.com to uh, save with Vertex uh, Pistons or anything that the uh, parent company has. And uh, to talk about that and more, uh, God, that's been uh, a big supporter of our show for a number of years. Uh, James Schuster. What's up, James? How are you, man? I'm pretty good, Steve. Thanks, for, com- thanks, thanks. for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, um, you've invited me on uh, for the last couple of years, and I've kind of sat back and let you do your own promotion of us, and uh, uh, I felt it was time to come on and clarify some things about our options and pistons, and uh, we've had a lot of inquiries uh-huh. um, from your listeners, and uh, so just wanted to make things a little easier um, on our product line, because it's a little confusing, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, f- first, up, um, first up, though, uh, Mark's... You saw that bike in a box. You oh, got yeah. that bike oh, in a box. It's money. Right. Uh, yeah. James, you're lucky that you uh, your company uh, absolutely covers everything from a, a bike, really, from head to toe, uh, whether it's valves, whether it's connecting rods, whether it's uh, pistons, uh, gaskets. Uh, so you have this bike in a box deal that Mark's got. And uh, Mark's, your bike yeah. has ran, right? Yes. Just with no wheel. Yeah, just <laughs> right, just with right. no wheel. So the, it so is crazy everything that's in that box. It's 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 yeah. a little surprising when you open it. Kind yeah. of a neat deal, uh, yeah. James, yep. that you guys are doing there. Yeah, so that's our Ranch Rabbit kit and uh our other brands are hot rods and hot cams and vertex pistons obviously and we throw everything in one box that you need to pretty much rebuild an entire engine. You mm-hmm. get the crank, the transmission bearings, water pump rebuild, piston cam chain. All in one. It's one part number. Um, on average, it's three to four hundred dollars less than buying everything separate. And and as Travis saw, you, it's in it's, one box and you're ready to go. All you got to do is put it together. Yeah, I almost killed the basset when I brought it in. I dropped it and <laughs> killed the basset. It's big, uh, but no, it's awesome. It's cool. Yeah, three hundred, four hundred bucks cheaper than than everything to buy it new, and you get a completely rebuilt uh, internal everything you want in a motor. So yeah. Uh, so that's big for us. Um, yep. It's a huge convenience for consumers and dealers um, when they're ordering parts to rebuild motors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really been our whole business presence uh, or premise um, since our, our founding. You know, we started with hot rods and pivot works, and pivot works was put all of the suspension chassis bearings and seals in one kit, make yeah. it a one part number stop, and um i think charles has even used our stuff he he had some unique linkage he got from nick way or something that oh boy uh, there we go that he hit that he hit me up on and uh i forgot about that um we, uh, <laughs> uh nyk yeah. had some factory uh dog bones or links uh, laying around yeah actually the it came from a different source oh okay. um someone at showa okay um, but I had to consult Nick on which which version I needed okay. of the two that I got, okay. and he gave me a very in depth difference in the the two that were shocking three millimeters difference. And I'm like, you know what, I I'm just gonna go in the middle here. Give me, but I did need uh, bearings, and yeah. I, James was asking questions that I did not have the answers for, <laughs> like what bearing do they take OEM size? Do they take Honda? I, 
I'm like, I don't know, man, and I don't ask too many questions. <laughs> Came up on this thing. I want to be low maintenance, but it all worked out, and I have it on my bike now. So thank you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so that's been our, you know, the whole the whole business presence is uh, to make things simple, and especially when you're dealing with engine parts and chassis parts. Um, you know, if, if you've ever been to the dealership and the and the parts guys going, all right, I need to look this up and I need to look that up, and it takes them. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, that's where we come in and solve the issue with one part number. Um, and every bike, uh, so I built three uh, uh, retro bike, three project bikes, and every one uh, for the swing arm and for the links and everything else, I've used Pivotworks, fantastic product, comes with the seals and the, and the, the thrust washers and the, the roller bearings and everything you need to uh, rebuild every part of your linkage. It's fantastic. Uh, it's easy to do. And like you said, it's just one part number. Here you go. Here's what you do. For, here's what you need for your bike, everything in one. So uh, that, that's been awesome, man. Thank you for that Pivotworks stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, um so, also to Vertex Pistons, obviously, uh, are on board with us for this show. You've changed it over the years. Sometimes it's Pivot Works, James. Sometimes it's Vertex. Yep. Sometimes hot cams. Hot cams. Yeah, we've done that too. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been good, uh, especially for hard for you though to know everything about all these parts. Like Charles was Man, just talking I, to me. Yeah, Charles, you were just saying. I don't know how you keep it straight, James. I was next to you at a distributor show where you we were doing you know, sales rep training, and I mean, I'm talking goggles, gloves, sunglasses. That's kind of it. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you're talking five brands with countless items within each one. I'm, I have no idea how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's impressive. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, my, I've got a technical background. Um, I wasn't a, a factory mechanic like Steve, but uh, I started at the dealership level, and I worked on everything from gold wings to um, – XR fifties. Yeah. And so, you know, knowing what parts go where and what's important here and why is kind of my foundation and uh I guess that, that helps out when you're talking about a lot of technical parts and um but uh Yeah, it it it's so, yeah. it's a lot to learn for sure and uh and you guys do a great job. So if our listeners want a discount from Vertex or Wrench Rabbit or anything else, uh, sales at pivotworks dot com, right James? For people, yep. yep. Simply send yep. an email, uh, sales at pivotworks.com to get uh, a deal on Vertex Pistons or or Pivotworks or Wrench Rabbit or or Hot Cams or, or whatever else. Um, so yeah, what's a GP style configuration piston for <laughs> Vertex for Vertex Pistons? We struggle yeah, with this. So that, that's the whole premise of coming on tonight. Um, you know, I got to hand it to you. You've done great on explaining our technical products, and and this is this is a uh, product uh, that's been a struggle. Um, for the listeners, but uh, so we have a replica pistons, which is yep. a total replica of the OEM piston. That's mm-hmm. that's easy to understand. We have our high compression piston, which is just a raised compression ratio. Yep. Um, nothing really special about the piston. Our GP Racers Choice pistons are um, a special dome design that is shot peened, um, which means the edges of the machining area are smoothed out which helps reduce any propagation of detonation. Um, it also, when you shot peen the surface of the aluminum, it makes it a little harder. So it's a little, it's a little stronger. Okay. Um, furthermore, with the GP racers pistons, we use a DLC coated, which is a diamond like carbon wrist pin, which helps. It's a harder surface, um, property, but it's, it helps reduce any like galling or seizure of, of the wrist pin in the connecting rod. Um, 
And then we have a nice um, T-bridge forging on the bottom of the uh, forging to help strengthen the uh, side gusseting of the piston. So, so it's really about uh, it's really about um, making it last longer. It's really complete opposite of what you said it was last time I was here. What did I say it was last time? Lower compression than stock. Well, okay, well, that's, it, but okay. <laughs> what I was thinking, GP style, yeah, like I was longer. I was totally on longer, board with that. Longer motos, right? Yeah. GP style, like or it's going to last more longer. More top end, less bottom end. Yeah, yeah. I was so, with you. So we were wrong. Yeah. Well, interrupt both of you. Both of you, it's a higher compression on stock, but it's not the highest compression ratio. So the highest compression ratio we might go to is like 14 or 14 and a half to one, where a GP style piston might be 13 and a half or 13 and a half to one. Okay. And and really what Vertex has done with their, their technical partner in Europe with HRC and KRT Kawasaki and Factory Yamaha, is they've developed these GP style pistons for a better rider feel. And so in their testing, they've, they've come up with this. It's a little lower than the maximum compression ratio, but it's a better performance feel across the whole RPM range. And uh, that's the whole premise with the GP-style pistons. Okay. There we go, everybody. Got to the bottom of that. We got to the bottom of that. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, what, um, it's confusing. For, but, for, uh, for modern four-strokes, for just the local racer, um, when you get a higher compression piston, uh, I've ran them in my bikes over the years for different teams, and, and, and even my own bike, I think I had a higher compression piston in one of my Yamahas one time. Do you need to go to race fuel? How how do you determine if you need to go to race fuel or not? So race fuel helps out with detonation, mm-hmm. and detonation generally occurs from heat. And um, we generally tell the public that once you get over – 13, 13 and a half to one, you might want to run, start running a premium race fuel. Okay. And, you know, when you get up into the 14, 14 and a half, then you're, you're definitely going to want a race fuel. Um, but if you were able to run the engine at a very cool temperature, you may not need race fuel because it's not going to detonate because it's not getting as hot. Makes okay. Sense. That makes yeah. Sense. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah. Depending on what you're, where you're at, and what you're doing, right? Yeah. So, um, I feel like my Cowie 450 detonates, and I run pump gas with a stock with an OEM piston. Really? Yeah. I don't think I talked to James offline about this. I feel right. like, but right. it, yeah, I feel like it does. Shouldn't. Yeah. It, it's got that I little kind of kind of ticking noise when it's under a yeah. gnarly load, yeah, like that's, a clicking almost. Yeah. Kinda. That's like a marbles are in the bottom yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. But it's OEM piston. Yeah. It shouldn't uh-huh. I have a. ECU that's, you know, we're running, we're, we're turning some RPMs that are well, higher than stock. There, okay, yeah. so there's your issue right there. Have you advanced the timing on it? No. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll but talk. Stock, I don't need to bore people back. with this, but right. Um, okay. yeah, we need to talk about this. Okay. Maybe I need a GP piston. Okay. I like the sound of that DLC coated wrist pin. <laughs> uh, Hey uh, James, in your in your uh, travels, uh, talking to dealers, talking to customers, things like that. What models do you think a high compression piston work work really well in? Um, two fifties, um, for the most part. I yep. mean, those are that's where you get your biggest um, engine mod bikes. Um, guys aren't really modern four fifties to to the max as as much as a 250. Yep. You know, our our brand Cylinder Works makes big bore kits for um, 250s, and our, our 269 big bore kits are 
hugely more popular than our 450 big board kit. Yeah, I would think so, right? Do they do yeah. they have obvious indications of a of a of a aftermarket cylinder? No. Oh. That's, uh, that's the benefit of ours versus okay. some of the others out there. Is our cylinder looks just like the the stock cylinder, and uh, even the casting mark still says uh, 249. Oh, oh, what do you know? I'm sure some privateers have, <laughs> have uh, contacted you over the years. Yeah, there's been a few. Um, one of the things that guys will do, though, if they're on a budget, is they'll big board their practice bike um, so that it's it's making more power, but the engine's not... Um, yeah, not revving as much. Kind of ma- yep, yep. Yeah, not maxed out. Right. And that'll give them a little bit more longevity out of it. Mm, interesting. Good idea. Uh, vertexpistons.com go there uh, sales at pivotworks.com to email uh, those guys and get a discount on uh, on any product that they make and and you guys have been on part of our show now James for geez uh, what year 2019 uh, five years I think or something maybe, maybe yeah, even longer yeah. it's been a long time man yeah and it's been uh, it's been really good um, I've been hear. a huge listener from 2008 mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know I so, couldn't I, I've told you in the past I think for Advertising dollars, uh, Pulp MX has been the best return for my for my money with the listeners and just our core audience mm-hmm. and market. Um, it's been it's been a great relationship. Yeah, no, I thank you for that. It's been been great. So so if you've been listening this long, tits, Gibbs, or Marks, James, where do you stand on this? Where where do you where do you rank the producers? Uh, I got to go with Marks. Um, oh, you know, just because he's you know, just because he's yeah, just because he's listening right now. Uh, you know, you know, tits was tits was funny because he got emotional sometimes and cranky. Yep. You know, yep. especially when it got late at night. Yes, he did. Yep. 100%. Um, Gibbs, Gibbs was a little brash or abrasive. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and uh, I like Marks. He's got a great sense of humor. He's mm-hmm. not afraid to crash his brains out and try a backflip. I guess. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sen- uh, he sends it. Yeah, um, and he's even keel, you know. Right, right. What did uh, you did you listen last week to Jack and Coke Jake? It did, uh, that dude. Was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, at the very the probably last five minutes of show. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but Jake said something, and I just started busting out laughing out loud. <laughs> It, it was I don't remember. He probably doesn't remember either. <laughs> that's a key point. Yeah. No, that, no. that's exactly it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a great it was a great show. Charles, you need yeah. to. Charles, you're not drinking anything like like booze. Do you need I some know. booze? I I need start Lit. pounding here. Yeah, yeah. Do you need to? Do you need to start? Uh, you know, quiet down. There you go. Yeah, there he is. Uh, yeah, I've been saying all night. Retired Jake is good. Jake, <laughs> a fun yeah. Jake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're based in Iowa, right, James? Um, yeah. How's yeah. the How's the riding weather? Is it getting there? Is it good? It's It's getting better. It just broke today. Like, oh, okay. Right now it's, it's 10, 10 o'clock or whatever, and it's still about sixty degrees out. Okay. Um, yeah, you're all right. Was, yeah. We rode this weekend, and it was it was chilly down into the forties and upper thirties. Yeah. So I, I think spring broke for the Midwest. Yeah, finally, nice. right? Yeah, that, that's um, good to hear. Yeah. Um, how much are you traveling? Are you still traveling a ton? I know you got a guy kind of helping you now, right, with that? Yeah. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm only doing the bigger, the bigger customer shows okay. that I see Charles at. Yeah. You're right. I did, Dude. one year I did almost every, 
motocross national and almost every GNCC out of the sprinter van. Jeez. And uh, Charles, Charles oh, just shook whoa. his head like road warrior. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but uh, no, so I'm I'm in the office a little bit more, and we got a little bit more uh, sales help. Um, we actually have, you know, obviously you're you're tied in big with uh, WPS and, mm-hmm. and Fly, and yeah, and they're we have a great relationship with them, and we actually have a brand manager in house at uh, Western who's uh, oh perfect doing a phenomenal a phenomenal job for us there. Uh, and then uh, we've got some other internal resources um, helping out, uh, helping me on on the road on the other customer side. So yeah, yeah, just uh, don't don't travel as much anymore, James. You, you, yeah, you've been doing it long <laughs> enough. So you need you need to stop that. Um, uh, I like getting I like getting out and seeing the customers, and and the biggest thing I like doing is getting out and participating in ride events. And, yeah, and uh, um, that's still fun for me. Uh, yeah, well, I got to hit up one of these WPS ride days with Bradshaw. That's what I got to do. Damon well, fucking he's Bradshaw. Gonna, yeah. He's going to be in Iowa, I think, pretty soon. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the Fly Guys are going to do it right here. And um, I know Justin Brayton's going to be in town. Um, and uh, oh, wow. I don't know if they're bringing Bradshaw or not, but really? I know they're bringing Brayton. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Awesome to do. Um all right. Well, hey, James, thanks for the time tonight on the show. Really appreciate you calling in and setting the record straight on the GP-style yeah. Pistons. Uh, again, sales at PivotWorks.com. You've been a big supporter of us over the years, and uh, and that's awesome, man. I really want to thank you. Um, and like I said, our listeners, I know they've been using the codes, and I know they've been emailing in and uh, over the years. And, uh, man, yeah, thanks for everything. Yeah, thanks for letting me come on and, and clearing that up. And um, Thanks for all the support you do and helping promote yeah. our, our brand. Uh, and even if they, you know, and if our listeners have questions, can they email sales and uh, and you know obviously they, you guys can help them out and lead them the right way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to just got a question for James uh, when it comes to the pistons or, or rods or hot cams or anything else, um, Pivot Works, email James at that sales uh, at pivotworks dot com and and someone will get you an answer to sort of guide you in the right direction. And if you want to make a purchase, of course you'll get the Pulp Mech Show discount. So um, that'll work. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. All right, but buddy. Hey, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you uh, where? Where are you going next? When will I see you? Um, you might see me at a national. Okay. Um, probably not going to make uh, either the last super supercrosses. Right. Um, I actually might be around the Vegas area in October, so I oh. might hit you up on that. Yeah, come on um, by. Yeah, let's hang out. Um, come in for the show or whatever. It'll work. So, um, where does Kiefer finish at the first two nationals, James? With me as manager at the Bullfrog Spas Honda team. Oh well, without you, he probably like, you know, I don't, does he even qualify? Exactly. Thank you. Appreciate okay. this. Okay. Yep. Okay. No. Yep. yep. Um, uh, and with me taking him to the top. Yeah. So yeah. top twenty. I hope that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be sweet if we can do that. <laughs> um, thanks, man. Thanks for your uh, time tonight. Appreciate it. We'll talk down the road, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Uh, sales at uh, pulp, at pivotworks.com. So, where do you stand on this, Chris Kiefer? I'm managing the Smart Top Bullfrog Spas Honda team for the first two rounds. He was asking me this weekend about what what's going on and what's happening, and I got to say that I have absolutely no thought put into this so far. But uh, where are you at, Charles, with with Chris Kiefer? I think Chris is a a really good writer. Obviously, I think qualifying is going to be tough. Um, because there's these kids send it. They do. And they go fast for a lap. So 
I think that's going to be hard for Chris given where he's at in his life and career yes. and his his willingness right. to just put his balls on the crossbar, yeah. as you'll say. Yep. Um, if he makes it in the motos, he's going to beat a lot of those kids that are faster yeah. than him for a while. Right. So right. Um, qualifying will be the biggest issue. Does he get I into think. the LCQs maybe? Yeah, because he's smart, racecraft. Yep. Um, if he makes it to the motos, which I hope he does, I see something like 28, 23. Yeah, yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he's 25 to 30 if he makes the motos. Yeah. But getting in is going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, you look at the results, like, I mean, qualifying last year, there's Stanky. He was on a two-stroke. He didn't make it. Yeah. But I look at yeah. Austin Koba, who Austin has Koba. a full-time job at yeah. WPS. Yeah. And he makes it in, yeah, he, but not always. Yeah, he missed it by one in time qualifying last year. Yeah, he, he got into the LCQ last uh, year. Eric Swan, that guy's really fast still. I mean, it, it's if it was if Glenn Helen was still on the schedule, mm-hmm. I would bet money on Chris making it in. Yep, on speed. Right. Um, Hang Town's a little different, and mm-hmm. Paul is you know he rides yeah. that a lot too. But right. uh, that's my feeling on it. Making the motos will be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he does, he'll yeah. he'll finish in the. And, and what about yeah. me managing? Um, I go? think it's time to start thinking about this. Yeah, start I need to. I need to. I, I did get. A, I got a shirt. I got a shirt from the guys this weekend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I got a. T- I got a polo shirt. Scheduling like the time, like when does Chris need to be at the track? Yeah. When's right. uh, riders meeting and right, right. such? Okay. Like you, you're scheduling travel. Or are we? You know, when the guys are setting up the tent, all these things. Like who's getting? I fill in the ice chest uh, with water. I, I, and, I don't know any of that. I got cooler, uh, and I got Nick and Aaron. Yeah, not the like the actual cooler. The the person oh, you're yeah. talking about. I'm <laughs> right, talking about right, who, right. who's who's. Purchasing the beverages to put in there so Chris is hydrated during the yeah, day. Yeah, that, that's Cooler's job. Okay, you've allocated that already. Yeah, for, okay. yeah, yeah. No, fantastic. Um, okay. Is there going to be like a team meeting in the morning, a debrief? I don't know, bro. What's for lunch? You're, you're, all right. A lot of ins and outs we got to start working on here. Stop, okay? You spend some time. Now, with, you're, now you're intimidating me. I think you need to spend some time with Kehoe. I'm going to Hawaii the week before for the race. Oh, so we're focused. So Yeah, we're really <laughs> focused. Uh, by the way, speaking of focused, uh, Ryan Brees was focused on the start this week. Uh, killed it off the yeah, start. He and uh, he uses Roost MX over there at Cycle Trader Team. Uh, Pulp MX uh, is a whole section on their website, roostmx.net. Uh, you can get Pulp MX graphics. You can get Pulp MX uh, shirts, hats, all that kind of section. Uh, follow them on Instagram at roostmx uh, for monthly sales. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% at roostmx.net. The official graphics company for Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team for over 20 years. They've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. So thanks to those guys and uh, Christina and Chris and everybody at uh, RoostMX.net. Use the code PulpNation to save. RoostMX is pleased to bring you our next guest of the night. Uh, this woman was supposed to make it up here to be in studio uh, a month or so ago, but couldn't make it, unfortunately. But we got, the, we got her on the phone line, which is the next best thing. Kristen Beat, what's up, Kristen? How are you, man? Girl? Woman? Hi. 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 I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I am so excited to be on. I've, you know, listened a little bit tonight, and generally, you know, no matter what I'm doing, I'll do my gym workouts to Pulp MX. So I'm excited to finally be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's cool. Too bad you got sick a little bit under the weather for coming up in studio, but uh, it'll happen. We'll make it happen I, soon. Yeah, I and I'm still so mad about that because I had told everyone that weekend, I was like, you guys, I'm not going to get sick. Like, I've, I've got to keep the jacket on. But um, something a lot of people don't know is, like, TV. When I'm shivering, it's not because, like, I'm, I'm not there and I forgot a jacket. There's this, like, concept that they don't want people who are watching the show to think that it's cold. 
so like they don't want us to look like we're cold or at least that was the case with like the arena crowd mentality and i'm like y'all they know that it's like negative 15 in chicago this weekend we're not gonna like be right. rolling out in short sleeves but i'm sitting there like freezing and i i come back next week and sure enough i had pneumonia and i was like y'all are going down for this uh, y'all are going down yeah this, this is terrible um so hey, we'll talk. We'll talk about flat track. You did some monster cup work. You've done some flat track work. Kicker arena cross, of course, as well. But I want to get into the Canadian Triple Crown series this past weekend in Calgary. Uh, a new gig for you, new job for you. You flew up there. Uh, Filthy Phil won. Uh, he looked angry on the podium. But take us through getting the call from the Rockstar Triple Crown guys and what you thought of the race and what you thought of Calgary and and more importantly what you thought of my home country, Canada. I love, first of all, I love Canada and congrats on the Leafs. Like, yep. who are they right now? They've big, been awesome. Big but, win tonight. Big win tonight. I really don't care. Big win. Yep. <laughs> Pipe down over there, Marks. Pipe down. Hockey it rules. It's the second best sport, all right? Hockey's fine. Leafs are not. Oh, okay. I'm surrounded by motocrossers, Kristen, who don't like hockey. It really bugs me all the time. Like, none of these guys know it's anything. It's probably because they've never watched a game. Like, the only people that I've ever met who are like, oh, I don't like hockey, it's because they've never either A, gone to a game or B, like, watched a full game. They've Thank watched, you. like, a period and thought that was hockey thank you like, appreciate it so all right anytime. what'd you think so i actually didn't get a call it, it's kind of funny how it all went down i ended up getting a message from justin thompson on instagram and he's like hey is there any way that you might be interested in doing this and i was like absolutely like there are a few logistical things that you know I, i'm booked on certain weekends already with flat track i mm-hmm. have other projects that i'm working on but I was like, if you guys can be flexible with me coming in and just working the weekends I can, I would love to do it. And, you know, two weeks go by and I think, okay, this guy is probably going to find someone else who's way better than me, like an Aaron Bates type and bring them in. And, mm-hmm. you know, I will have missed out on an opportunity to cover live racing again. But sure enough, he called like the week before and um, we were able to make it happen. So I'm going to be covering every round that I don't have other work in. Um, I went up there and... I had watched some of because I, I try to study. I do my notes. I do my, right. you know, due diligence. So I was watching film from the first round. I watched film from last year from some of the, you know, live webcasts that they did. And I already knew that it was potentially going to be kind of rough. I knew going into it, like, I'm not working with live Fox Sports or live NBC, you know, a right. network. It, it's a lot different. But everyone, when I went in there, just has such a good, positive mentality of, like, you know what, we're not there yet, but we're going to be. And mm-hmm. if you buy in, I'll buy in. And there's, like, no virus in the locker room. Everyone's just go get it. And it was it was the first time I've had fun in a broadcast in a really long time. Like, there were no stipulations of you can't talk about this, you can't talk about that. It was right. freaking go and do your thing. And I had a freaking blast. And everyone was so supportive. And the riders up in Canada could not have been more mellow, easy to talk to. They don't have the handlers. You just go up there and you get your notes. Right. It was amazing. It was so cool. Oh, that's cool. Uh, how was the venue and the track, everything? Kind of neat, right? Right downtown, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. It was in Calgary, um, right next to the Flames Arena, actually. So oh, okay. Stampede. Yep, and yep. they actually had the Flames playoff game the same night that we had the Rays. Uh, yeah. The stadium was a little empty, in all honesty, but I could totally understand. It was actually cool because Tyler Medallia rode out in the Flames jersey. Yeah, um, which, by the way, he's a huge Senators fan, so that's cheap heat. I don't like that. When you're a Senators fan or another team, you don't – and he's, and you know what? Uh, 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 Tomac rode out in an Avalanche jersey this week, and I get it. He's from Colorado, but does he really know about the Avalanche? Does he really know anything about the okay. Avalanche? So I'm a little not a fan of that. But, yeah, anyways, Tyler Medagna, just – you know, going for cheap, cheap applause. 
So anyway. Yeah, actually, someone called him out because he actually has a Sens keychain. And I remember seeing that on Twitter. Like, someone called him out about yeah, it. Like, dude, he loves the Senators. Keychain. He loves the Senators. So, like, what do you, like, he was texting me. I went to the Vegas Golden Knight game last night. He's texting me about mm-hmm. the ex-Senator player that plays for Vegas and how good he is because he's a Senator. So, yeah, Tyler, I'm on to you, bro, with your Flames jersey. So, uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, so, yeah, and uh, track was good. Racing was good. So all the riders that I spoke to, because our arena cross, at least venues back in the States, are pretty darn small. They're hockey rinks. Yep. But the Calgary Stadium was quite a bit bigger. It's a dirt base, so they had more to kind of build with. I want to say this past weekend was an arena cross supercross hybrid that might have actually played to Nicoletti's uh, advantages because there was a little more room. The lanes weren't as narrow. Mm-hmm. Everyone said the track design itself and the layout was the best they had ever seen. Uh, at least for this series. And, I mean, there was not one person that I talked to that was like, this doesn't – in Arena Crush, you always get those guys who are like, the whoops are sketchy, or like, yeah. this is way too peaked out. Nobody was hesitant or conscious about any section of the track. It was cool. So it was like good good racing. We saw that there was a few lead exchanges um, in the main event and in the heat. So I think that like the track they built actually fostered really good racing. Um, no, Phil, Filthy Phil, friend of the show, uh, one of my favorite human <laughs> beings on earth, uh, won the one of 450s. What'd you say? Um, actually, we had breakfast with him the morning before that race, so oh. I want to go ahead and just say, like, good luck. Galdi and um, I were down at the hotel breakfast area, and he came over, and uh, we all had breakfast together, and I got some notes on him then, but it oh, was boy. my first time ever interacting kind of with Phil, and I was so surprised at just how, like, humble he is, just, and I mean, super mm-hmm good at narrating the sports like when i went when i try to get notes from guys right i always try to like get it in their voice so like i don't want to oh boy alter what they're saying right right so i, I thought it's funny and before the main event i actually ended up doing a stand-up on phil because i was trying to I, I want something relevant you want something timely right yep so i'm trying to get stuff from him about like how the track's breaking down or how you know things are going and he was super honest to me he was like hey my yamaha is not turning right and i started watching it throughout the night and it just the yamaha just was not as snappy as some of the other makes right and you could tell that the handling just really wasn't there but like something he had told me was in the bull turns like the top got really fluffy and he was trying hard to get that traction and then as soon as like he started focusing in on getting that traction like he was finding it it just it played out perfectly and like Mm -hmm. i love that you love phil because i went into it knowing already like he's your buddy okay i'll I'll go to him and he'll get it because he'll know that I need notes. Yeah. But just the content he gave me was so like in his own voice and like his descriptors were so good. It just I loved working with him. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Guys, he, he, God cool. bless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's the voice. There it is. There's Phil. Um. So did you hear the the round one fireworks? He was he was on our show and he was pissed at Matt mm-hmm. Gerke and I was wondering yeah. if those two were going to get into it again and they didn't and everything else. But uh, yeah, that could be some bar banging between Gerke and Phil. I think there's some bad blood too, because like, I, I, but I don't understand it, and maybe you can fill me in on it a little. Well, bit Phil hates deep, everybody. But... That's the that's the understanding. Phil doesn't like anybody. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but like, what is the bad blood with Gurky? Because like, Gurky left OTSFF. He's doing great on the Cowie. Like, he just can't yeah. speak enough good things about how much he loves Cowie. But then, like, where does that bad blood come in from? Because round like, one, yeah, r- like... round one, Phil, uh, Phil, Matt hit Phil and knocked him out of the way, and it really wasn't any big hit. Phil freaked right. out. And, Phil freaked out, and it wasn't. Well, you know. from Phil's side, he 
he cleaned his clock. He hit him so hard. I, his... Did you see the video of it? No, I didn't. Oh, it's yeah. It was nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> and Phil just lost his mind on it. So I, I'm just saying. And uh, I think well, and I think from that situation, Gurky lost his front brake. And no, he did in that yeah. situation. He yeah, told yeah. me he was like, I would have won last week if I didn't lose my front brake. And I, I don't think Phil suffered the same kind of at least right like bike injury. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So calm down, Phil. Take it easy. But at least he won <laughs> this weekend. Um, uh, and Dylan Wright won two fifties, and uh, Dylan Wright is a guy, Kristen, that you will find is hot and cold when he is hot. He can beat mm-hmm. anybody in the class. Uh, you know, basically when Jess Pettis shows up for the outdoor races, and Tyler Medaglia who's dropping down, he's pulling a Marty Davalos. Uh, they'll be great, but there'll be weekends where Dylan Wright is untouchable. Was this one of those weekends? Absolutely, his gap lead on the field, not only in the heat but also in the main event. He just chucked out. Yeah. There was no one who could touch him. And I think again, like he had told me that earlier this week, he spent the entire week just training on supercross tracks. Like some of these guys that I'm talking to are, you know, already on the outdoor program. Yeah, already training for outdoors, getting their bikes set up for outdoors, staying up in Canada doing doing testing. But uh, right, spent the entire week on a supercross track, and so this weekend coming into a round that had like supercrossy features, I think was just like right up his alley. Just a good night for him. Right. Uh, how many of these are you going to do or miss or whatever with your flat track schedule and everything else you got going on? So um, I have eighteen rounds of flat track. As of right now, I'll be at eight of the Canadian Rockstar Triple Crown Series races. Okay, you're going to be so, at Cal- you're going to be, be, at- be at Calgary, the opening round of motocross. I will absolutely. Huh. I will be at the opening round of motocross. I'm going. I'll see you there. Char- so are you, Charles? Yeah, you're going, going too. too. Yep. Yeah, um, that'll be interesting. Uh, so flat track. Uh, you're the pit reporter for flat tracking. Uh, Jason Wygant, AJ Almendinger are uh, calling the action. Um, I don't know anything about flat track, Kristen. I don't know how much you knew about flat track, but how is that? How's that going? And how's the deep dive into flat track for you? I mean, is it is it rough? Are you are you or do you feel like you got a good handle on it? Yeah, so I didn't know anything about flat track until I got the call either. But I had been to a flat track race growing up because they raced at Paris, which is pretty close to El Cajon where we, you know, grew up. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, going when I was younger, but the, the bikes are so different. You know, we have the Indians, the Harley-Davidson, and just in the last few years have the OEMs started to kind of infiltrate yeah. the singles division. Right. Um, and so up there, instead of 250, you have singles and twins. And uh, well, what I was really surprised about pleasantly when I first signed on to do it, I mean, you kind of have that perception, like it's not as exciting as Supercross. And I was totally wrong. Mm-hmm. I could not have been more wrong because when there's that much parity, the precision and just these guys trying to hit these marks and, and there's, there's a lot um, of mechanics that go on. So the settings on these bikes have to be all that more perfect because when everyone's kind of at the same level and there's not like a track to create separation right it, it's much more about hitting your marks speed and bike setup and so that's kind of really what we focus in on in this series and there's so many personalities in this series that just make it unique because again very much like the canadian series you don't have the handlers it's a smaller series you have right. access to these riders and uh, my experience with nbc has been kind of cool because nascar productions comes in and does it and it's different in that we do a lot of like producing so it's it's very well produced so i have a lot of help when i'm doing these which is kind of cool and so i found it fun for me i've been enjoying it and it's nice to like have that help where people or i mean you've seen my book like i phone books yeah most of the races that i go to yeah but with this group it's like 
people are, you know, helping out with storylines and getting writers ready for me to interview. So I'm not having to wrangle them and I yeah, can focus yeah. more on like content. Right. So it's been really cool. And and the racing's good. This weekend actually we're heading to Texas for the half mile and that'll be my first half mile that we're at. We've done all short tracks from right. the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh I will say this though, it's scary. Like that's stuff's scary. Yeah. They're, they go really freaking <sighs> fast. I don't know if you watched the Daytona T T but like um, Fipes was in it that you know made it kind of interesting. Uh, Ward was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those moto guys, but even they, you know, had said like the guys who were in the front, the Briar Bowmans and you know the Dawson Gautiers, they're next level. You just yeah. be a little crazy, I think, to, like race those bikes. Uh, I have no desire, Charles, to ever do a flat track. No, I, I don't. I don't. I'm good. Like if I don't want to do a hundred, I don't want to do that, and I don't want to pitch it like the miles. A no, yeah, that thing. no way. Nope. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty gnarly. Uh, I don't want to do what Andrew Short does across the deserts of Africa, and I don't want to nope. flat track. I would do flat track, I think, before the deserts of Africa. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. Me too, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It's down the list. Right, right, exactly. Um, so you're busy, Kristen. Wow, you're really busy this summer. I'm, I am busy this summer. And then right now I'm in Oklahoma and filming with Hot Wheels. We're doing a... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. <laughs> I'm filming a Hot Wheels show. And uh, but I've gotten to do some really cool things. So actually tomorrow I'm going to go um, MX riding with Cody Elkins, who's a freestyle guy. And oh, okay. we're filming it for Hot Wheels, but it'll be fun because it'll be the first time being filmed on a bike. So that'll be neat. And apparently they got me a set of gear that's like Hot Wheels. Oh, nice. So nice. That might be fun. That'll uh, be kind of cool. Yeah, that'll be kind of neat. Uh, Ehab, uh, he does the sound for the Hot Wheels. Do you know him? Have you met him yet at all or anything? Do I know Ehab? I know Ehab very well. Oh, yes. okay. So I've flown him here to Vegas to help me set up my show and my equipment and everything else. He does the, he does the sound for the Nationals. He's a great guy. So tell him I said hi. Uh, really, yeah, really good dude. Yeah, and he does dude. the mini Nationals too, right? Well, Loretta Lynn, yep, sorry. Yep. The, yeah. yeah. All of that. So, yeah, he, he's a really dude, mm-hmm. good dude. So make sure you tell him hi. Um, hey, when you go to when are you going to Canada next? What's the next round? Barry. I will be at Barry. Barry. I don't know when that is. Is that a couple weeks or when is that? It's, so they take a week off. Yeah. Um, they go Sarnia, a week off, and then it's the first week of May. Okay. All right. Maybe you can grab me some these Hawkins cheesies they have up in Canada. They're only available in they Canada. Called? They're Hawkins cheesies. They're like Cheetos, but Hawkins. twice as good. She, Hawkins. I'm writing it down. Hawkins cheesies. You yeah. Got made it. the book. Yeah. No. I made the notes. The she, notebook. Kristen is. She's. Yeah. She's on it. She's. She's on it. So. Um, I uh I really I really miss these things. So they're 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 fantastic. Someone brought some to the live pulp show on Friday night and I left them at the mm-hmm. venue. I'm crushed about it. It's absolutely horrible. Um Chris, I'll, I'll make sure I get you some. Is there anything else I'm missing out on in Canada though? I feel like everyone was like, Oh, go to Tim Hortons, but like whatever. Nah, Tim, Tim Hortons, Hortons sucks. Again. Um are you are you a chocolate bar person? Do you like candy or no? Do I like candy? <laughs> okay, okay, so coffee crisp. Coffee crisp. Try it. What is this? It's a chocolate bar. You're gonna treat yeah. me. You're gonna treat me to this when we go. Yeah, I'll okay. get you a coffee, Chris. They're fantastic chocolate bars. They're they're amazing. So, okay. uh, try that poutine. Not great for the, I, so not great for the figure. Uh, a little tad I, fattening, but it's very good, Kristen. <laughs> I have had that at many a hockey game up uh, in um, Detroit when they used to play at the Joe. Yep. They used to. Yep. Oh, they had it. Okay. All right. Sounds mm-hmm. good. Um. Uh. Oh, let's talk about kicker real quick. Uh. So you did the kicker arena cross oh. series, Jay Owen. 
absolutely mm-hmm. dominated that. Uh, Blake Wharton raced one. Freddie Noren raced them. How was that thing? How yeah. was that series? I talked to Casey Brennan. He did one of them, said he made good money, uh, said they were mm-hmm. really well run. Uh, I feel like they're under the radar, Charles, right? Do you know much about Kicker yeah. Arena Car Series, Charles? A little. It was actually around back when I raced a little was bit. Was it really? But yeah, it was mm-hmm. a little different, but yeah. you know, obviously the main AMA Arena Cross was running at that time, so this was separate group yeah. of guys. But right. yeah, I've, I've done some. Okay. Of the, so how was that, Kristen? How did you enjoy that experience? Yeah, so I really like Kicker, and I like the people who run it, and I like the production group that I work with there. You know Glenn Selig, or you, ha- you might. Oh, I don't passing, think so. But he's, no. he's been producing Arena Cross for years and years, and um, the group that came in and did it, it was very last minute. So, like, we didn't know if we were actually going to cover it or if it was going to have TV time until the week before. And Glenn was just like, Kristen, just, and I mean, you know my situation. Like, I didn't have a job at the beginning of this year. So I'm like, yes, like, absolutely. What, whatever works out, it does. So two weeks before the series, it's like, okay, now I have a TV contract. And then we look at the roster, well, not the roster, excuse me, the, you know, the, the field, and there's really no big teams or big names. Uh-huh. And that would have been a problem would we have gone in and done the TV show without it? Because it would have just been a lot of like local weekend warriors in these different locations. So the Phoenix Honda racing team sent out some guys and I felt like it was not only like a gauge for TV to kind of figure out, okay, can we do this? Can we do this on double night? Cause yep. we filmed Friday and Saturday night, we cut the show and then it aired a week apart, um, which I don't think we'll do next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the scheduling will be a little bit different too, but I liked it because every once in a while we'd have like a heat race winner that would be just a local guy from Guthrie, Oklahoma. Okay. And he'd come out and just steal it, right? Right. And just he gets to meet really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it was like their moment because it was on Fox Sports. Like, right. I could see the series growing every weekend in the amateur classes. So I think it was beneficial for the promoter because obviously the amateurs want to be a part of the TV program and want to be a part of what's going on in the excitement, at least for the pros. Um, I think if more pros like the guys who used to race Amdoyle, like the Stank Dogs and the Sewells and yep. the, you know, Herlines and those guys, if they would have known that there was a TV package and had time to prep with the team, we could have gotten Tom Zant involved and some of those guys. I think it could have been a lot more competitive than what we saw with the Phoenix Honda Racing guys just kind of sweeping the, right. the box. But right. next year there will be more planning involved. And, I mean, nothing's been set in stone, but I can't see them not having a TV package next year too. Mm, cool. Yeah, interesting. And you, Kristen, you talked a little bit about the the differences in support that you get between flat track versus mm-hmm. you know, the Canadian series versus kicker. Um, and I think Steve's listeners are very harsh on TV commentary. Yeah, Kristen, it, it, it is unbelievable how much Ricky and Ralph are just getting ripped apart. So this what, year. what mm-hmm. I was going to say is I, I think we need a breakdown, a you know, summary of what the difference is in the different roles. So. You know, there's a color analyst, there's a play-by-play guy, there's pit reporter, there's these different elements, and, and you fit, obviously, into the pit reporter role. Is is your mm-hmm. role different between flat track versus the arena cross where you, you know, have fewer resources or versus kicker where it was really last minute? Are you wearing different hats and doing different things, or are you kind of in the same role just with more on your plate? Um, the So... I think that also, like, when fans, like, watch Supercross or, like, watch something like Monster Energy Cup, the amount of support and, like, just amenities that you have make it so much different. And that's what's different with flat track is just, like, I have playback so I can see what's happening on the track right. and I can listen to what's going on, right? So when I do Monster Cup, 
no matter where you stand on a track, you're only going to see so much. When I do Monster Cup, they have like this really super nice playback monitor right in front of me so I can watch the race from like different angles and see what's happening and see who the leader is. And Mm -hmm. it's just little things like that. You have the live timing that you can reference and say, okay, he's three tenths of a second off the leader. Those amenities that you have at Monster Cup, I don't have at Kicker Arena Cross. I don't have at Canadian Outdoor Series. Once in a while, I'll have them at Flat Track if if we have the connectivity. But um, that's kind of like what I mean as far as support, because at the Supercross level, you have so much support. You have so much help. You have so many people that are, you know, helping you kind of do your job Mm -hmm. that you can really focus in on the minute details. So, Like at that level, there should, in my opinion, be no mistakes. Like when you have that much help and you have that much support, there should be very little reason for mistakes. It's essentially being on a factory bike versus, you know, whatever. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that's uh, um, interesting. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, sure. that's a common misconception and overlooked pieces of the puzzle that yep. Steve's listeners yeah. don't often yeah, think. Yeah, listen, think I'm not a fan of Ricky. I, I don't think he's having a good year. Ralph's been okay, but I will say this: in their defense, it is harder than it looks. Everybody, and I've done it. I've mm-hmm. done TV. I've done live announcing. It's harder than it looks. Um, so you know, it, it, it's not that simple. But but having said that, that right. you know. I wish Ricky would no. go. I wish Ricky would do what Kristen does, and that's go around and talk to teams and riders with a notebook and a pen and a piece of paper, and really get some information. But he doesn't, so that's. I feel Kristen's going to take the high road on this. I, that's fine. She can take the high road. That's fine. <laughs> I, I stand by what. <laughs> no, but I will say, like, what I do because I, I I'm a real person. I watch these shows. Like, I'll go and watch what they're doing, and sometimes I'll see things that I don't like. But then again, I'll see things that I really do like. Mm-hmm. So, like this year, they started doing more with Daniel Blair, which I think is just a shining aspect of that show. Like, I love watching Daniel. It's not, like, because he's my friend. Like, Daniel Blair is a good, good friend of mine. Like, I consider him, like, family. But Mm. I genuinely enjoy watching him because he doesn't dull down the sport. And I think that's a mistake that so many people are making in motorsports in general, in NASCAR, in Supercross. They want to dull it down and they want to make it easy to digest because they're so desperate for new fans. I don't believe in doing that. When I watch a football game, they're not saying, you know, God, I don't know. Yeah, they're not yeah. getting yeah. into the, the ball has air in it. They need <laughs> 10 yards for a right, first exactly. down, everybody. You know, yeah, yeah. They're not breaking it down that way. You know, they are precise. They're talking about his receivers. They're talking about the route that they're running that they ran two games ago. Like, there's complexities that if I'm just hopping in as a general fan, I couldn't get onto, but I'm smart enough to – figure it out and kind of piece it together myself, right? Yep. So they're making, they're dulling it down sometimes, I think, a little too much. You're underestimating your fan at home and you're underestimating the general public that they can't understand motorcycle racing. Like, there's also an element of storytelling, and I take a lot of pride in it. Like, I take a lot of pride. And that's, I think there's, everyone has a different vibe when it comes into, like, reporting. And I think what they're doing with Supercross is so cool this year, and NBC has done such a good job of it, is, like, storytelling in so many different angles and so many different ways mm-hmm. instead of just having one person in front of the gate telling a really long story which is what they used to do with the stand-ups they've now integrated this very like nascar style okay let's get a little something on this guy a little something on yep. this, this yep. guy a little something on this guy is it always relevant and can you tell when someone didn't do their homework and they're just telling you something that you could have read in a press release this week mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it does but that's also racing racing is a niche sport like you're not always going to have breaking news because for the most part it's a lot of the same 10 guys every race that are relevant yeah. and in TV terms to talk about. Yep. So, you know, I don't blame them when things fall flat, but then at the same time too, like 
I'm out here in these smaller series, like working really, really hard. And when I'm, as, you know, on the outside, I want to see more like on the production side, make this sport be as interesting as it really is. Don't try to dull it down. Don't try to make it digestible. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want a, I don't want to watch a digestible sport. Yeah. If I wanted to watch an easy sport, I'd watch like rowing. Yeah. You know? And, and if like people it. find us, they find us and they like it and they get into it, they'll learn real quick. There's lots of media out there. There's lots of ways to learn about it. I agree hundred percent mm-hmm. with what you're saying, Kristen. So, um, Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Good work. Um, can't wait to see you in Calgary and and watch that on TV as well. Um, yeah, you've been doing some really good work. So thanks uh, thanks for coming on tonight. I will come on anytime you want me to, and I'm hoping to get out to Vegas sometime soon. So. Yeah, yeah, anytime. You. You're, you're you have a standing invite to come in the studio and uh, and uh, and talk away about the sport because you know a lot about it and uh, you've covered a lot of disciplines. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to to get you in. But thanks for the time, Kristen. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Cool. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Chris and Beat, everybody. Uh, I forgot to ask about her brother. I ran out of time there. but Yeah. Her, her brother, brother was, used to race pro and was yeah, good. He good was a good rider. rider. Yeah, yeah, he was my, my era. Same yeah. roughly age. And, right. Um, he does off-road truck racing now. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, well, see, I didn't need yeah. to ask her. I can just ask you. Um, can I give you some, a word of advice? Yes. Um, maybe legally? Yeah. If you get her in studio, can we maybe break up her kefir? Maybe... I keep that separate. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to. Maybe she exits before Kiefer after dark. She was That's going. That's right. She was going to drive up with Kiefer last time, and I said to Kiefer, "Are you going to be okay?" And he got really mad at me for suggesting such a thing. Can we make sure Heather rides with them? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so a witness, yeah, no, for third sure. Party. Yeah, she wants. Um, Kristen is wants nothing to do with Chris Kiefer and, like, and his. Yeah, his antics aren't going anywhere. No, no, absolutely. So I agree with that. Um, uh, firepower, passion-driven, product-focused, rider-tested, power pasture, overpriced OEM battery with firepower, fueling your adrenaline rush. If only you had a bike with electric start. <laughs> you, you could use the firepower. <laughs> You're right. Uh, um, I, I don't have that. Two-year warranty on this thing up to, up to uh, at the most, 120 bucks. Spend it at the most, 120 bucks, and get more cranky power with the firepower. Featherweight lithium batteries. I just lined up Mike Brown with one of these. I actually need Fellow one. Fellow Blue Crew member. I need one. We'll talk. Okay. For something, sp- project I have. Well, that can't be your bike. You have a kickstart. Correct. Okay. I have a different one. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. Also, a Japanese quality chain at the 50% less expensive than the competition. Go ahead. Uh, move forward and ride with Firepower. Ben LeMay was using Firepower chains uh, in Supercross every week. And like I said, I just got Mike Brown a battery. I got one. It's one of Chris Kiefer's must-have mods for YZ450. Firepowerparts.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Also, thank you to EVS. You probably used the EVS back in the day. What'd, I did. What'd, everybody did. What, um, yeah. What did you I use from EVS? I used the right knee brace. Just the right one? Just the right. Okay. Because I've had a couple of knee surgeries. Been through a couple, few ACLs and meniscus Okay. on my left knee. So I have a custom CTI too for my left. But I've used the right EVS brace for... 15 years. All right. Uh, over the last versions. quarter of a century, EVS Sports has become the leader in innovation and technology when it comes to creating protective gear for today's riders. Riders like Chase Sexton, Joey Savacci, Tra- Travis, Travis Strana all wear EVS to keep them safe while they ride, race, or whatever Pastrana decides to do. EVSSports.com to gear up like a pro and use the promo code PULP19 to save money. EVS Sports, we are protection. So EVSSports.com. Pulp19 is a code to save at anything uh, from the folks at EVS. We really appreciate them for coming on board. And EVS is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. Uh, this man has had a... Uh... Oh, he's gone now. we gotta get we got to get uh, Ramit back on the air. Oh, he's back on the air? Okay. Uh, Cameron McAdoo. What's up, McAdoo? How are you, man? 
What's up? Pretty good. How are you guys? Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, brought to you by EVS Sports. You probably use EVS at some point, McAdoo, at something in your career. Yeah, I think I think everyone probably has at some point, you know, whether it's yeah. like knee pads when you're younger or right. knee braces now. The neck donut from Millsaps used to run back in the day. Um, yeah. Hey, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, so we got one race to go. You're seventh in points. You were a late fill-in with the Geico Honda team. Uh, there's been flashes of brilliance from you, uh, McAdoo, uh, and some some r- nights that were rough. But overall, um, what do you think of your year so far? Yeah, it's um, it's been a year of progress for me. Obviously, it's honestly the biggest thing was staying healthy. Like it was the first mm-hmm. time I've even really got to race more than a couple supercrosses. Just because of that's true, huh? Whether yeah. it's yeah. little dumb injuries or what, but yeah, I've only had. Six, maybe six supercrosses up till this year so it's been you know that was kind of my main focus and and then you know it was it was pretty last minute like you said and i only had yeah. a few days on the bike and but i think you know throughout the season we've done some good testing and and yeah I'm, we're tied for fifth going into vegas so yeah it's, it's a it's a big battle good. it's oh, a wow. big battle yeah, yeah. three-way yeah three-way tie um yeah uh so having said that, Cameron, um, have you noticed like the look? You don't race every weekend because you're because you're just riding one coast. But you literally, like you said, you haven't raced more than a few supercrosses. So has it been a bit of a grind? Uh, and I mean that you know lightly, like as far as the series, has it been a bit like whoa? Okay, I got to keep going. Yeah, honestly, for me, it's been less of a grind than the past because it seems like in my first two years of pro racing, it was like. I was always injured and out from racing, but like just the way I am, I couldn't keep myself from like training, whether it's when I have a broken hand, like Mm -hmm. cycling like crazy, you know? So I felt like those times were more of a grind because you're just grinding and it seems like it's for no reason almost Right. right. where, where when I'm able to race, it's like, you know, Saturday night, I feel like if I feel like there's something I, you know, I, I never feel like I'll leave anything on the table, but if there's something that I feel like I wish I could have done better or, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm just ready for the next weekend. Like I, I, I want to get back to racing and you've got, you know, maybe three days during the week to ride and you've got a goal in mind, like whether it was your starts the weekend before or, yep. or your this or that, it's like you have something to work for mm-hmm. more so. And, yeah. And yeah. It's exciting to go racing every weekend, so it's it's been fun. Yeah, uh, Charles. One thing about McAdoo that I just love, like there's mistakes made. It's not always pretty. It's not always perfect. But Cameron McAdoo will send it. He has got a lot of heart. Yep. He never gives up. Uh, and like I said, it's not always pretty. Sometimes you end up on the ground, McAdoo. But I love the passion that you yeah. ride with. Do you know can't, what? I'm, yeah, can't doubt the effort. No, it's the, there. The effort is there. JB and I, Justin Brayton, and I were talking about you a couple of weeks ago, and we were both saying, "Look at him, dude! You can't stop him. Like <laughs> you're gonna go. You're gonna give it all. It may not work out, McAdoo, <laughs> but but you are damn well gonna try." Yeah, and I feel like I feel like you've caught like I feel like every <laughs> every practice session of my Supercross career this year. Like, if there was a time that I might have crashed, it was the 30 seconds that you were watching. Because, <laughs> like, like, I've had a lot of races that I, I've not even touched the ground once. Right. And then, like, I feel like if I had, like, man, I think uh, Phoenix was a rough day. I had a couple big ones in mm-hmm. practice. Um, I had one crash in practice uh, in Texas. And 
I know you caught that one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like, you know, like Steve's always like, dude, you just send it, you crash. I'm like, well, I don't mean, like, yeah, I, I guess that no, yeah, negatively. No, I get it for sure. Yeah, no, I don't I'm mean not, it I'm negatively. Not it like that. Right, no, right. I, yeah. No, for sure. Right. Not at all. I, I like but, the heart uh, you have. I like the heart. Like, and, and if someone's getting next to you, you're like, all right, I'm going to, let's do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> or or yeah. if you're trying to catch someone, you're like, all right, I'm pushing this. Are, are you ready to go to this to this wall that I'm ready to go to? You know, I, I like that. Yeah, so. that's, I mean, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the way you have to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, and that's, the, you know, that's one thing I have been working on is, is technique too, you know? Because right. there's, I know that my issue isn't, um, effort or you know being able to really hang it out if it needs to be done yeah but or or I feel like or work off the bike type deal you've always been a good worker off the bike yeah exactly yeah like that's that's not my problem so i feel like you know this year i have noted that and and um even learned testing more that was mm-hmm. you know before it was like if i feel like on test days i would always want to like rush testing and or tell them like hey i want to get my motos go do motos you know and like because I felt like I wasn't getting my work done where now I've learned like, Hey, I, it's so important to have your bike good that if I have to go to the track for, for eight hours, but only end up getting to put 15 laps on the bike. Great. Right. If, if it makes my bike good on Saturday night. So, um, learning the whole testing thing is, has been good too. And being able to spend more time out here, I, I moved out to California at the beginning of this year and, mm-hmm being around the team and stuff has been really beneficial for me. 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Cameron McAdoo from Geico Honda, uh, brought to you by EVSSports.com. Pulp19 is the code to save with those guys. Charles, that's a big part, and you were a former pro racer, not on Cameron's level, but you sure. certainly race pro. Knowing how to set your bike up, knowing what you're doing, knowing what you're talking about, and 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 not leading the guys trying to help you astray yeah. and, and providing the right type of feedback. That's right? You hit the nail on the head there with – um, not leading the guys astray because I think riders are quick to point to the bike when it's an issue, but the problem is the rider led someone in that direction to get there because a lot of times r- younger riders, you know, um, mm-hmm. are, are they're oftentimes, I think Cameron kind of alluded to this, they're scared to say, I don't know. Yeah. Or I didn't feel something. So they feel pressure to all these guys are looking at you yeah. to say, yeah, I, th- I think in my brain that should have done this, so I'm going to say it did that. In reality, it might right. have went the other way, and next thing you know, you're headed down the wrong direction because yeah. um, you were scared to say, I didn't know, right. I didn't yeah. feel it. So um, it sounds like Cameron's sort of turning a corner and coming into his own um, to understand the process and yeah. needs to be a part of it and um, develop yeah, that so skill better because right. it's super important. Yeah, sometimes, right, McAdoo, you just say, like, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, and that's that's honestly like he hit the nail on the head with that one where my you know, I, I always try and blame myself first. Like if I go out on the track and I'm like You're rare man, am I just not riding that good or or like is it, am I just pushing in front or is it the bike? Yeah. And yeah. Also, you know, there when I was very new to testing, like my rookie year, um, you know, I tested a little bit with race tech when I was with M C R and then and then I came into Geico and in my first, actually my first like big real de- test day was a outdoor test at Zaka station mm-hmm. and every factory team was there and we had, you know, full show of people, full KOB. It was like, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> and every time I'd go out, like I'd be really like trying to figure out what I was trying to find. And I felt like I always needed to come back with an answer, right? whether right. it be, Oh yeah, it was good. Or it was stiffer, worse. And, 
And I've learned that even till now, like I've still got so much to learn with testing where they might make a change on my bike. And if I don't feel it, I'll come back. And there's been times where I've come back and been like, I, I don't know. I can't really tell the difference. And Dan's like, are you serious? Like <laughs> you made a big change, you know, but, but it's but that's better. fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's good. Yeah. yeah yep. And that's, that's what they've kind of helped me understand is, Hey, like if you don't feel it, that's fine. Yep. Like, you know, just tell us what you do feel and, and another thing is I, I try not to um, push my bike in a certain direction. I like to, to like, you know, hear everyone else's feedback, all the suspension tech guys, because they've been doing it for so long and they've watched so many bikes go around the track that, that um, I try not to test myself into circles. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's another big part. Uh, talking about Denver uh, this weekend, uh, you went and you came out, you got sixth. A um, lot of laps. 21 laps. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a short track, and and um, it was kind of crazy to think that, like, just the way, the, even the way the rhythms were, it was, like, the, we went double, single over table, single over table, double, 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 double. one rhythm. Like, yeah. that's about the slowest, like, <laughs> you, like, very rarely do you go single over a table, you know? Yeah, like, that's yeah. always the slow line, and, and it was crazy that that's all we did and even basically well, 80 or 90 percent of the 450 guys i think tomac and savachi and osborne yeah i guess ac tried it i saw ac try it once Matthew. yeah i was actually right behind him in practice when he did it yeah yep and he uh, cased it but yeah how much but, slower yeah, was your, how, how much slower was your bike big time yeah it that was actually it was funny i've never raced thunder valley or anything okay um so i've so I've, I raced in Mammoth at elevation one time as an amateur, but other than that, never. And we were on track walk, and Dan was like, came up to RJ and I, he's like, one thing today I do not want to hear about how slow your guys' bikes are. <laughs> <laughs> then, Nothing we can do about it at this point. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, everyone um, talks about how slow they are at elevation, but right. when I first, when I actually rode it, I was like, wow, like, yeah. this is crazy. It's, it, it's everything I have to make the triple, and and everyone else is dealing with the same thing, but it, it's yeah. just like pretty mind blowing. Something just like that will make a bike that's so fast, um, yeah, feel so much slower. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. The four fifty guys start in first gear. Four fifty, really? oh yeah, first gear. Great. Yeah, wow. I know. I was like, really? Can't pull a second gear? Chiz went up in, three teeth on the back sprocket. <laughs> yeah, in practice, uh, like in the first, because in both time practices they let us do a start, and in the first one, RJ and I both tried second gear. And like no it go, was no my go. bike literally just fell right on his face. Not and, and Dan was like, "Well, I'm glad we just tried that and got it out of the way, you know, because yeah. we we're gonna have to try it." But right. it was like not even not even close. There was just no possible way to do second gear starts up there. So okay, both of you guys got really good starts in your heats, right? If I remember, yeah, right? yeah, heats yeah. heats were good, uh, mains were not. We both so good. out of our heat. Um, and you went down to first, yeah, obviously, for a, that, right? First gear. I had a really really bad uh jump in in the main and um kind of got some wheel spin and stuff from my rut but mm -hmm. i still came out all right but yeah the heat races were good and um i felt like we were getting good starts all day you know even from the third practice we came out one too so right yeah that was that was a positive and um that's one thing we've been working on together as a team mm -hmm. too is getting getting the star style which they've come around pretty well so right yeah. so so you adjusted 
to first gear starts, right? Did you change your gearing at all as well when second gear didn't uh, work? We, we um, before it was, I think it was after first practice, we went up with tooth. Um, that was it all night. Mm, okay. Yep. Um, so, hey, how's California life? Where, who are you living with? Are you living by yourself or where, where are you at? Um, I'm actually living in uh, Carson Mumford's house. Oh, okay. they, he bought a house in Lake Elsinore and, um, yeah, like a four bedroom house. And when I was coming out here, the team, you know, had mentioned it and stuff and yeah. it worked perfectly that they were, he was just moving in here and it was just going to be him. So oh, sweet. I moved in and yeah, I've been living here. So I like Mumford. Yeah, I like it. I like Mumford. He, yeah, likes, he's the, a good kid. he likes the Pulp Mech show. So he's about, yeah. yeah, he's one of my favorite amateurs because of yeah, that. He's a good kid and his parents are awesome. So, All right. um, yeah. Have you been to Mumphy land? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was. I've been to Mumphy Land before it was Mumford Land. Oh, when it was the eight hundred comp- compound. It, yeah, yeah. When I rode for MCR. Right. So. Uh, yep. So I've been up there. A Ray, A Ray ran out there a little while ago on a two fifty F, and he was oh. he was missing all the outdoor jumps because um, he was scared of the two fifty F. I'm just like, what are you doing? He's like, they're they're huge, dude. They're huge. And I was on a stock two fifty F, and he was riding around these big jumps, and I was like. Really, A Ray? You're a 50 Supercross main event. And you're riding around these jumps. Anyways, I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Um, hey, so motocross season. Obviously, your ride was a Supercross only deal. What can you yep. tell us about motocross? Any anything going on? Because I um, heard something. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm searching. I'm looking, and um, I don't have anything nailed down completely yet. And, okay. Um, I'm hoping that uh, some opportunities mm-hmm. come together and. And um, okay. yeah, I'm just I'm keeping right. keeping ready. I've been starting to ride outdoors a little bit with you know FC. Just they've you know built me an outdoor bike and um, they built I'm you an be out- ready. They built you an outdoor bike even though you're not riding outdoors. Yeah, yeah, they did. They Those guys are cool. Got me some outdoor suspension and yeah. I mean they've been they've been nothing but help too. I mean they want to see me. You know, obviously yep. get a ride. They don't have any way to. You know, with all the amateurs, and right. they have yeah. such a full pipeline, but they've been super helpful. So, what about filling in a pro circuit? Anything to that, Macadoo? Um, I mean, that would be that would be awesome. I would. I mean, it's okay. Unfortunate um, if Austin were to be out for outdoors, obviously mm. due to his knee. That would. I mean, that's a bummer deal. But I would love to have okay, that opportunity well. if i could we'll stay tuned for that we'll see what happens uh what about i could team manage you for the first two rounds mcadoo bullfrog honda spas <laughs> old team of yours with uh Kiefer. yeah with Kiefer. come on out let's let's do All this right. yeah i'll take you to the top <laughs> i'll manage you i mean i already, I already managed you straight with him it went once well. yeah we yeah we, we've been together once <laughs> right yeah i know i know what makes you tick mcadoo uh, <laughs> uh, having fans yell ram it at him over and over and over. Yeah. Hey, every every single signing this Supercross season, I've at least had two to two to five. People. I don't know whether that's awesome or to apologize. I don't. Oh, I just I laugh. It's funny. Oh, it's fantastic. And, and the, when I went to Ozx Open, the Australian fans were like all about it. Like you guys have a crazy amount of Australian listeners. Yeah, we didn't quite ram it up the factory's asses like we thought we would at straight rhythm. But, no, huh? but you know, we we still had a good time. I feel anyways. like you had you had a lot stacked against you. Well, we were riding factory three hundreds, so that was uh, one thing that was stacked against yep. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a lot of prep. And, and I mean, the first time I rode the bike—that's what I was getting to. Was, yeah. right. was Friday. I literally rode it up to the pedestal thing and just threw <laughs> it right off the thing and, and rode like. 
I was like scared to jump off the step off. <laughs> Thank you, Eric Bernard, for giving us that extra day of practice that he really wasn't supposed to. But I pleaded with him. I'm like, look, the kid's never ridden a Wise at 250. Can you can you please give him a couple days? <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, we crushed it. Yeah, I know it was fantastic. That was fun. Cameron, are you okay? Back up. Is, okay. Christian Craig is obviously an experienced guy. He's been around for a long time, and um, I think I heard somewhere that he maybe even on the show that he was helping you a little bit how much of an influence does christian have on you being a you know a new guy to supercross yeah um we've actually been starting to work together probably yeah for a couple months now um just training and and on the bike and stuff even when he before he was back to riding he would he would come up to honda with me and and work we'd work together and like you said like he's one of the most technically sound riders yeah on a supercross track so and that was where i had felt like i needed work and and he was willing to reach out and help me and so yeah we've been working together and even training together off the bike and then yeah also he's been you know he was coming up to honda and you know helping with starts and just different technique stuff and and um so yeah that's been awesome he's nice. been super helpful and and it's just and it's always nice to have a guy to train with i think for for him too, like, you know, just mm-hmm. have someone sure. to ride with or yeah. go to the gym with and everything. So, yeah, it's been really good working with him. Have you talked to JB lately? I know a uh, buddy of yours, obviously. Um, and uh, how's how's JB doing? I, I just told him, I'm like, look, never mind the last two, Brighton. Be ready for Hawaii. That's that's what you need to be ready for. Yeah, but you know JB, like, I, I, t- I talk to him every week. I, I call him Sundays after the race and stuff. And actually yesterday I called him and, I'm like what's up, JB? Oh, nothing. Just on trainer road, like yeah. <laughs> on his road bike, you know. And yep. And um, yeah, sounds like he's doing a lot better. And and yeah, he told me that he's got his mindset on New York yeah. and that he's doing it. And that's I know. You know the biggest biggest part. So yeah, I would uh, dare to say he's going to be there. And uh, I, I would fast think, as always. Yeah, I would think so. Definitely. I I would just just worry about Hawaii, JB. We we got we got to have fun when we get there. Um, so, um, Cameron McAdoo brought to you by evsports.com on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Uh, use code Pulp19 to save when you go to evsports.com. Um, hey, how's the, uh, how's the intense cycles? We had, uh, John Eric in here. We had Jeff Stever in here. Um, I've got the taser. Uh, you are not, you are perfectly in shape and an awesome athlete, so you do not need the taser. But let me tell you, McAdoo, take the taser out. It's unbelievable. I need to. I've, I've been wanting to. We have one at the shop and, and we actually have one that we bring to the races and stuff. I've rode it on the pits, yep. and it's so much fun. But I feel like if I do take it out on the trails one time, it's like it will, it just ruins mountain yeah. biking for you. Yeah. Kiefer, it's like that's all you'll want to ride. Kiefer kind of said the same thing. He was like, oh, boy, this thing's really good. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like when you're a kid and you're, you're on the 65s, and then you, your dad gets you an 85, and it's just all over from there. Yeah. You never want to get on the 65 again. Yeah. Pulpamex 10 <laughs> to save at IntenseCycles.com. Cameron McAdoo is also Intense Athlete. I don't know if you knew that, Chuck, but he is. I did. Yeah, intense cycles. So, um, which one do you have? Good stuff. What do you have? I've got the primer. The primer. Okay. And yep. I met your dad right at the race a couple weeks ago. Yep. Uh, he used to race mountain bikes back in the day. I guess like a long huh. time ago. He was a mountain yeah, bike. He guy. was. He was more road biking. He was like a. He was a cat two cyclist, but he did mountain biking too. And yeah. And um, it, it's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he he was into it. He loves his. He loves his. Uh, he gets into his glory days, and his stories come out. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's where Cameron gets his gnarliness off the bike. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, the <laughs> bicycling go. comes naturally. Yeah. For for for, for McAdoo. Um, well, yeah, hey, I guess. Uh, well, hey, man. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for joining the show. Appreciate it. Uh, good work this season. I hope you find some for outdoors. Uh, let's hope let's hope it does. I hope you do. Um, certainly, uh, we've seen seen you log some good outdoor results over the years. So that would be that would be good to see uh, outdoors. And if not, you can just rest up and get ready for our attack on straight rhythm again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for having me, and and yeah, I hope so. I hope that um, we can get something together. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good, man. I hope to see you this summer. Uh, thanks, Cameron. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, all right, thanks, guys. See, see you. Ya. Later. Cameron McAdoo, everybody. Uh, good dude. Nice yeah, guy. Seems yeah, like a nice kid. Yeah, he is. He he really is. Uh, I got to hang out with him a lot in Europe, obviously, and the straight rhythm where we rounded up the factory's asses. Kind of. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we beat one factory team. They're three hundred, so yeah, they were. Uh, Frank, what's up, Frank? How are you? How's it going? What up, bro? Hey, uh, first, uh, the, I was up to Sea Otter this week and got to ride a new intense taser. Pretty awesome bike. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh man, I I'm gonna throw the Yeti away. Yeah, you there you go. Ready? That's what I'm talking about. Was uh was uh, Chappy there? Uh, I'm not sure. I got two business cards just in the other room, but oh, okay. uh, they had a great great display. A lot of bikes. It was awesome. Oh, good, good to hear. Fantastic. Um, what else? Hey, I just I'm working with uh, Ryan Brees. We're trying to get him to Hawaii. We are all set. He was on the list, and then he got a call saying it might be full and won't be able to go. Oh, bummer! And we we've got tons of people. Local, we got a guy that's got a new YZ in Oahu that's letting him use the bike, and a local sponsor that's given him a lot of cash to show up. And then now we got the airfare and everything else. Now we can't. Uh, I guess we're not on the list now. I just didn't know if you had any pull of. Who's going? Who's not going? No, I, I really don't. I did get hit up by a bunch of riders. Imagine that, wanting to go to Hawaii Supercross the week after Vegas. But no, that's more the promoters and Eric Pernard kind of deciding that. Um, I don't see if you want to pay your own way. I don't see why you couldn't come up and show up. You know what I mean? If it costs the promoters nothing, right? Uh-huh. Like, like I don't see if you got your you got your bike lined up, you got airfare lined up. There's going to be purse money, I would think. So I don't know why you just couldn't show up, but maybe you can't. I don't know. You might want to check with Eric on that. But um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wish we get him. In. He's been riding good. He's never been to Hawaii, and we're going to help him out and get him there. So I just right. uh, yeah, he's been uh, anything, we can, anything about, we can do to get Ryan there would be awesome. I don't have a lot of pull when it comes to that, to be honest. I wish I did. Um, what about the Ryan Brees' start this weekend in in Denver? Oh man, it was awesome. I was just jumping up and down. It's just. He was excited, really excited. So yeah, just hope, uh, hope he can just stay up there and try to, you know, hopefully get close to the top ten now. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's getting closer and closer for sure. I interviewed him a couple weeks ago after the race. So uh, Ryan's Ryan's a good dude. So uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, Frank. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah, I don't have much say in uh, in Hawaiian Supercross. People coming out of the woodworks. Oh for yeah, yeah. I was getting a lot of text about that. Like, yeah. hey man, and I'm like, look, dude, I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't yeah. know. So let's get to this guy before we go to commercial. Hatch, you there? Holy shit, I made it on the legendary Pulp MX show. Hatch, you have been on hold for two hours and 53 minutes. Ooh. What the hell is Are so important? What is going on with you, Hatch? What 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 is going on? Fuck you. We better have a fire. Well, I was fired. doing bike to kill the time, but yeah, I just wanted to tell a little story about uh, the legendary King Carlo Cohen this weekend. Okay, what happened to Carlo Cohen? You know, remember Carlo Cohen? Uh, Chuck? No? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, well, first of all, this guy is 54 years old, Legend. and he yep. is a top expert rider up here in New York. 
Um, he races plus 50, plus 40, plus 30, plus 25, open A, and 250A. And he beats me more often than not. And, uh, yeah, this weekend, I, well, he got hurt at the last race of the year last year. Thought he was done. Thought I wouldn't have to deal with him anymore. He shows up this weekend riding like an animal in practice. He freaking the first moto of the day in open A pulls a three bike length hole shot over a lot of fast guys too. We had like Josh Clark, former Canadian national winner, a bunch of other fast guys in the class. And the guy was battling for the win, swapped on the face of a jump. Ditched the bike in the air, broke his femur, knocked oh. himself out for a few minutes. And then, you know, the guy's like a legend out here in these yeah. cars. There's probably about a 45-minute break after the moto, just like moment of silence. It was like the end of an era. Carlo Cohen. Over 50? Did I hear yeah, that Yeah, right? dude, he used to race the Nationals back in the early 80s. He was a pretty good rider back in the day. Like national caliber yeah, rider. I've heard Rarick. Talk about him, right? I think, right, right. Carlo well, Cohen, over fifty breaking femurs, not good. That's not, that's it's not good. good. I mean, some people think that might be the end, but really, I no. I, you can't keep yeah, Carlo down. You can't keep Carlo down with a femur. Stop it. He's from New York. You got guys like Phil. <laughs> like you could, you could probably cut off Phil's arm. He ain't gonna quit a ra- quit racing, you know. So, Canari, like Canari's not. Canari was gnarly too. So, Darsh yep. um, is from this, this this area too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Hatch, it's it's sad to hear. Uh, we wish Carlo Cohen the best to get well. Um, like I said, he's a legend. So grit grinder guy. Um, anything else, Hatch? No, I mean, uh, well, okay. I was gonna give you a shout out for Pulp MX Fantasy. It's my first year playing it, sitting in sixty uh, fifth in the championship league. And nice work. Wow, it makes the Supercross so much more exciting, you dude, know. Dude, your first year playing it to be 65th is pretty good That's... because the handicap system isn't, you know, it takes a while to get a hang of that. Hey, I didn't have it dialed at the beginning of the year. I was in like 4,000th and something, and then I've been solid. I've been like 290 every week the past like four or five weeks. Nice work. Good job on that. Yeah, glad. Thank you for playing. Thank you for signing up, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. So definitely. No. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Hatch. Appreciate it, man. Later. Long time to wait on hold to tell us about Carlo Cohen crashing, but hey. It's three hours. Yeah. Almost. Well, yeah. Marks? It's dedication. No shot. I'm waiting on hold for three, three minutes. Three minutes, <laughs> I was right. going to say. Right, right. All right, everybody, go to commercial break here. We still got uh, the Race Tech Rant of the Night. We still have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. Uh, we got a few more things coming up as well. Thanks to our guests there for coming on tonight. And, uh, again, use sponsored deals on PulpMexShow.com to save. Uh, don't forget Amazon widget on PulpMex.com. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon, and we get a small slice of all of that uh, over there at Amazon.com. Patreon account, too. Sign up for Patreon. Get some special deals, some special T-shirts, advanced preview podcasts as well. So uh, we thank those people for all doing that. The Pulp Mex app, of course, is uh, is chugging right along. So we thank thank everybody for doing all of that, supporting Pulp Mex. Denver show was great. Vegas is coming up. New York City is coming up. Uh, well, New Jersey, I guess. I can't really claim New York City, right? Mm. It sounds way more glamorous. It does. New Jersey live show. Our special guests at the New Jersey Live show will be Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen. So I'm looking forward to that, everybody. We're going to get them on stage and talk to them about moto. Should be great. <laughs> uh, Charles Castle from 100% is still here. We'll be right back after this commercial break, everybody. 
This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. 
If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit Motorcycle.MichelinMan.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at MichelinMotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust W. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. 
for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. 
current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Show presented by BPOSports.com and Fly Racing. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Charles Caslu in studio at Pulp Mech Show. Having fun? Yeah, always. Yep. Good, good. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. It's been a yeah. good show. Thanks for having me. You're not, uh, you're not as, you know, you're not quite on uh, Jack and Coke Jake's level. No, but that's okay because no. you know, yeah. There, there also was like some weird things. About, Quiet down. You know, about some Jack and Coke Jake. Yeah, there were some. Sleeping in beds with Will and yeah, there was yeah. some Sounds at the casino good. with an arm cast. And right, a, right. Uh, hey, Kate, uh, Red Bull KTM's Toby Price uh, victory in the 2019 Dakar Rally using Michelin motorcycle tires and Michelin bib moose showcases the versatility of Michelin's products in challenging conditions and marks Michelin's 36th Dakar Rally victory since 1982. Uh, Billy Bolt used a Michelin Enduro Medium and Michelin Starcross 5 combined with the bib moose to become the 2018 World Ultimate Enduro Champion. Jay Selwyn won Bercy with Starcross 5s. Uh, Michelin's uh, Scorcher tire range is co-developed with Harley to enhance the motorcycle's handling and stability. Um, yeah, all these things that Michelin do uh, out there in racing, and uh, whether it's MotoGP on this weekend or, or Supercross and Motocross or whatever it is, Toby Price. Check out Michelin when considering your next tire purchase for any segment of motorcycling. They are tire experts and have the same passion for delivering high-performance products as you have for riding your motorcycle. Randy Richardson. Uh, one of our favorite uh, co-hosts, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, delivering a great world-class products for every segment of motorcycling, and they've been doing it since 1897. Wow. Bobindum. Bobindum. Yeah. Bobindum. Uh, I don't know. He says I say <clears throat> it wrong, but yeah. whatever. Bobindum, Bobindum, tomato, tomato, whatever. Uh, thanks to Michelin for, for uh, stepping up uh, for the show and also uh, for everything they do for us over the years. Uh, Michelin also supplying the official tire supplier of Travis Marks and his 2008 CRF. 2006? Six, baby. 2006. Rocking the 650. Still gonna, the same, go, still gonna go faster than you. Same generation as the 8? Yeah, the eight I think so. Little, yeah, eight, the, eight, the, eight, nine, eight. the 9 was all new. Yeah. yeah. 8 was improvements, but 6 to 8 is a good... Yeah, good good, good year. Good. 9 went backwards. Yeah, 9 did. Um, it's gonna look good. 
It won't be going fast, but it's going to look good. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. Mm-hmm. You're so angry when I say that. No. Yeah. I'm happy. Oh, no. You're not. I'm just waiting on that official tabulation it, of the, the count. They're still, they're still, they're still, they're, the monkeys Marx's, are still counting. Marks is coating up. Yeah, he's scraping. Stuff. He's scraping. Yeah. Uh, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports. Love the guys at OGO. If you want a discount from anything OGO has, contact the show using the contact form and uh, on pulpamex.com, and we will uh, send you uh, a discount code and forward it to you, uh, OGO. So I love the OGO products. You've, we've all had OGO, yeah. it's an easy sell. Looking at a bag and a backpack right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just switched over from another brand to their backpack maybe a month and a half ago, and I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of compartments and everything else. So, OGO Power Sports, traveling is a pain. We know this. But, uh, hey, when you have OGO, at least it's a little bit easier. Uh, Star Racing, JGR, Rocky Mountain KTM, Red Bull KTM, Rockstar Husky, all use OGO. OGOPowerSports.com, 30-plus years uh, in the business. So, Works Connection, we have a code for Works Connection now, everybody. X 20 uh, is now the code to save at worksconnection.com, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data. I already know what you're going to say when I say what do you think of when, you, when I th- say Get Data. So let's just skip Dan Truman and think of something else, okay. shall we? Okay. WUSA, Eagle Grit. <laughs> what? What? I, I don't want to get uh, Daniel Blair in any more trouble with right. the... You know, legal side of yeah, his operation. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Eagle Grit, if you're looking for hand cleaner uh, that motorcycle dealerships uh, all over the America use, try Eagle Grit. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. LA Honda World, uh, great trucks, great mm-hmm. prices. I just uh, hooked up Ernie with the Ridgeline, I think. Ernesto Fonseca got one, so I uh, really appreciate those guys at LA Honda World. If you want to deal on anything, Honda has uh, Steve down there at LA Honda World will take care of you, and uh, we really thank those guys, too, for coming on board. Ride Engineering, they've been on with us for a while. They're looking for a sales guy, uh, according to the industry jobs uh, post that we read this week, ride-engineering.com. pulpamex 20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, the product this week, Ride Engineering engine plugs and oil caps are not just bling. They're not just bling. Really? Every piece is purposely designed. For example, the flush mount oil cap for the 350 KTM or Husky cannot be unscrewed with your boot or be broken by a flying rock. That's a sure way to getting oil all over your bike and end your ride prematurely. Their concave timing plugs are recessed away from your foot to keep them from getting scratched up. Uh, both are available in black and orange and extremely lightweight. Cost $21.95 and $29.95. Uh, respectively, but it's even better if you use the pulpamex 20 code at ride-engineering.com on anything they have. And uh, also, too, they, uh, they were killing it up in Canada with the MX-101 guys. Luke mm-hmm. Resland, second place this past weekend. What the kind dozer. of goggles does he wear? Do you know? No. Okay. I'm not familiar. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No problem. Maxima USA, by the way, also helping out uh, the folks at uh, MX-101 in a deal that I put together that I'm still waiting for my commission for. <laughs> so if you could get a commission of free oil... So, like, every gallon they give them, you get, like, a liter of it or something? How do you know or? it's not a cash deal? Okay. I was just jumping it's to not. conclusions. It's Canadian moto. It's not a cash <laughs> deal. Uh, hey, speaking of Michelin, uh, friends friends of ours, friends of the show, I don't know what this man is doing still up, uh, but it's 9.53 p.m. West Coast time. But Randy Richardson, what's up, RR? How are you doing, sir? Thank you for uh, calling in. I appreciate it. I, I'm not sure what the... What the uh, source of this call is, uh, but is, it is late wherever you are, and you're did still you, up. Did you say what's the? Did you say what's the source of this call? Yes, yes. I have an iPhone. 
Thank you. It's Thank you, Randy. Source. Thank you. Yeah, so I have an iPhone, and I'm using it to call you. Connect yeah, me to satellites a, and such. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, all right. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Uh, so, no, it's, it's giving you a call. How about let's just call him Michelin Man from now on? <laughs> I like it. You know what I mean? I like it. Bo, Bo, Bo Bindum. I don't even know what that is. It's Bo Bindum. Bo Bindum. Bo Bindum. I mean, and honestly, I'm, like, if you know him as well. I'm not going to correct you. I'm not going to correct you on Nissan or Nissan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's Canadian, but but the Michelin Man or Babendum, that's that's just his name. It's global, right? Um, if you know him like I do, you call him Bo. <laughs> Bo knows. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, Bo. Hey, hey, Bo knows. Bo don't know motocross. You remember those T-shirts from the nineties? Yeah, I do actually remember that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was a cool one. Babendum. Babendum. Yeah. Babendum. You're amazing, Steve. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm. Now I was calling in. I just just checked into my hotel here. I'm in Dallas. And uh, still in Texas, so that's oh, why. Were you at the MotoGP? Yeah, at the MotoGP. Uh, yeah, I was at MotoGP all weekend. We had uh, a hospitality suite there, and had some Western Power Sports uh, management and some of their oh. dealer guests that, oh, wow. that earned trips there. So that was super cool. Got to hang out, and, and I know it's your favorite sport, uh, MotoGP, but you had to go cover the race uh, there in Denver. So I, I know you hated missing MotoGP again. Oh, uh, let me tell you something else. It's really tough to know to go to sleep at night <laughs> knowing that I I, I don't. I wasn't able to go to MotoGP. I mean, I, I don't know. Did you see Chad Reed or Dan Truman there? Well, if you saw I Chad Reed, you would have saw Dan Truman. So, well, you know what? It's amazing. It's amazing. I did see Chad Reed, and I did not see uh, Dan Truman. Whoa! So uh, they, yeah, they were in the Red Bull suite. Theirs was beside ours, and uh, we did have uh, Red Bull in our suite, but mm-hmm. uh, no Russian water. So I would sneak down to the Red Bull. Uh, sweet and uh, get oh. some Red Bull and Russian water. Yeah, okay, it was good. Oh, good fantastic! But, uh, good to hear. Yeah, and then uh, so now I'm up in Dallas doing some uh, video stuff with gnarly roots. I know there's two things you love. It's it's off road motorcycles, off road riding, and MotoGP. So, yeah, uh, so yeah. I'm gonna bring up both at the same time. <laughs> can't, can't get enough, Randy, of that. I mean, I absolutely. <laughs> I, I live and die by that. Um, but uh, you, uh, another good you news. Can tell me something about hockey. You can well, tell me something about hockey. I, I was going to say, Randy, in, in, in the other news, the Leafs took a 2-1 lead in their series, their first-round series uh, tonight. Man alive. Now, the Leafs, that's normally in the fall, right? The Leafs fall. Right? Yeah, no, the, this is the, the Toronto fall, Maple Leafs. fall in the spring. Yeah, no, this is this is a spring. team, Randy. They're based in, out of Toronto, okay. Canada. Yeah. And how are I just want to hit a more close so it's the World I, Hockey I agree. League. I agree, Gringo. <laughs> yeah, Gring, Gringo knows what's up for sure. Uh, what is your take on uh, Jack and Coke, Jake Weimer? Man, I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I think that we need to get uh, uh, Red Bull and Vodka Randy and uh, Jack and uh, Jack and Coke Jake in the, uh, <laughs> in the same place at the same time. That's yeah, good. yeah. no, I agree. I, 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 I think, think things, could get, things could get intense. Charles here just drank water, Red Bull, and coffee tonight that's it yeah i couldn't really? compete so i figured i wasn't even yeah. gonna try charles is charles charles yeah. is charles dean's dean charles, charles yeah charles is charles dean's yeah. dean right yeah dean's, dean's dean dean's dean yeah, jake's uh jake's clutch was slipping a little bit but i, but I like <laughs> there was some for sure oh i, I gotta share the truck story right <laughs> yeah yeah what happened okay all right so for everybody who wants to know jake led us on with this truck story with dean wilson and everything Multiple else. Times. right right lots right. of build so, up I called Jake on Tuesday and said, what is this truck story? Like, what what happened? Did you guys have an orgy in the back of a truck? Like, what, you know, you and Dean, like, what was going on? And so he said, he says, okay, all right, you t- tell me. And he was acting like, like he was just telling it like a normal story. It wasn't like the biggest thing in the world. Like, he was on the show. <laughs> uh, he, he had a deal from Toyota Escondido. 
A lot of racers do. This was his first year going into Factory Cowie. Uh, they said, okay, yeah, you have a deal. You have a free truck all year long. So Jake went and sold his truck, his, his own truck, um, because he had already the, the new Tundra. And so um, three weeks into having the new Tundra, they, the guy at Escondido calls him and says, hey, man, we did a deal with Stuart, and uh, we need your truck back. And he's like, what? Yeah, man, sorry. Like, I, I feel really bad. I know I told you, you you have this truck, but we did a deal with James, and, you know, he's going to be great because he's James Stewart, and we need your truck back. And Jake was like, no, like, I, I, I sold my truck. I don't have a truck. <laughs> and the guy said, yeah, sorry, man. Like, I feel really bad. I'll give you a week or two, you know, to find a, a new truck, and and and, and, uh, and we need that one back because we're doing a do, deal with Stu. So Jake said he was super pissed, and he said uh, the guy called him in a week or two, and James, uh, Jake was like, nope, still haven't got a new truck. And the guy was like, okay, well, man, I really kind of need it. And he, Jake said he was calling every couple days, uh, and then uh, finally Jake said, okay, he got a truck. He took the, Escond- the Tundra down to a stereo shop. And got his stereo taken out of the out of the tundra, and then uh, left the keys at the stereo shop. The next time the guy called him, Jake said, um, "Hey man, your truck is at the stereo shop. Thank you." And hung up basically. And that was the story. That's it. Uh, Dean didn't. Yeah. So, what point is Dean Wilson involved? I think Dean yeah, well, did... just had a deal with Escondido. Maybe so too. Saying... Maybe he showed. He showed of... up. Sorry, go, Randy. So instead of instead of Dean is Dean, Dean is James. <laughs> <laughs> so did Dean show up in Jake's exact truck? Is that the the connection? I don't no, know. I don't think so. Jake never said that in the story. I don't. Again, there was nothing to this. Like, I mean, it was a bit of a dick move by the Escondido guys. I get it. And ha ha ha, Jake. So like. But was it really worth like, the, the cliffhanger? The build-up? The, build the cliffhanger? It was like you had a caller fairly recently that had this really big, big build-up. Yeah, you should have called Randy Richardson. That was the, exactly. the punchline. I should have called Randy. I should have called Randy Richardson. Call yeah. yeah. It is coming. Yep. Hey, the good thing, though, un- unlike, uh, you know, that, that that is bad for Jake because at least when uh, when uh, um, Chaparral took your Troy Lee designed Mazda away from you, you still had the Astro van, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I think I did. No, not Astro. Aerostar. 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 That's what it was. Aerostar. Yeah, Aerostar. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. They, God, I only drove that truck for like three weeks. Thanks a lot, jerks. They're like, yeah, here's your TLD Mazda, whatever it is. Basically a Ford Ranger. That's all. Basically what it was. For the flames. Oh, yeah, with flames on it. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, that's the story, everybody, from Jake Weimer's big uh, Dean Wilson truck story. I Sorry to let you down, but that was the story. So Dean is James. Dean's Dean, Dean you know, and then and then Wilbur with a turtle shell, yeah. and then some guy saying he's going to turn a dollar into twenty. At a yeah. convenience store, yeah, that that yeah, that one's hard to follow. Yeah, yeah, I'll be honest, that I one. I feel like Will's version was a little more concise and to the point, right? Um, right. But yeah, we 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 got Jake, Jake and Jake and Coke. <laughs> yeah, Jake and Coke. <laughs> Jake and Coke. All right. Well, listen, uh, I'm getting to bed. I got to go ride motorcycles in the morning. Oh. We're gonna go do some film, some stuff, and uh, and ride at Ben Spee's place. So that's gonna be cool. Oh, you know, so he's a okay, so famous road racer. When yeah. you see Ben Spee's, him yeah, and okay. I were DMing uh, a little while ago. He wants to buy my project bikes. Okay. So ask right. him. Say, hey, Mathis wants to know what's the story with the project bikes that you wanted. Okay. Because which, he which went cold the, on me. Uh, he went cold on Yamaha me. Yamaha or the Yamaha or the Honda. He wanted both. Both. Okay. All right. Cool. I'll ask him. I mean, I think he's got. A, I think he's got a few dollars. So, 
Ah, you know, I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll be on uh, we'll be on his ranch, so I'll give you an idea tomorrow. Once, yeah, uh, yeah. Once, I'll uh, let you know how that goes. Okay. T- tell Bobindom I said hello. I will do that, and you tell House Coat Pookie that I said hello. I will do that. I will do that. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Thanks, Randy. Right. Later, man. Later, right. Randy. MichelinMotorcycles dot com. What about that? We mentioned him, and we get a call. And Randy's on top of his shit. He is. He's absolutely right absolutely. Ah, uh, dark side. What's up, man? Why are you causing drama at press conferences? Uh, I didn't realize I was, but I heard the guy call in earlier, and uh, I, I, the, the actual app cut out a little bit. So I didn't hear everything he said, so I figured I'd call in. Um, so what's what's the guy's complaint? You're causing drama. You're asking about drama between KTM guys. You're asking about <laughs> AC to, to Cowie. Um, you know, and, and yeah, you're you're just you're looking to stir the pot, dark side. Well, uh, man, my question with Cooper and Marv was more like I didn't get it didn't come out the way I wanted. Uh, Marv kind of started shaking his head before I got all the way out, but I basically wanted to ask like how they deal with you know just when they're out there practicing with each other, like it's got to bug them. You know, Marvin's got to be bugged by Cooper beating him. How do you internally deal with that? Not so much. You know, all the drama, you know, they hate each other. Just how do you deal with that? And I never really got the answer or the question all the way out. Uh, Marvin started shaking his head right away and I said, Hey, we'll answer then, you know, what's up? But even you're um, not you're not uh even if you answered the question you asked the question the right way, you're not gonna get anything out of them. You know. No, no, I just wanted to see what see if they gave me anything. And then with A C I mean I you know, I, I heard uh the four fifty deal's done, so I thought I'd ask. Who'd you hear that from? I got my sources. I don't have very many, so I can't get I can't get them out yet. But not, I would. I, I heard. I, I don't think it'd be done yet. You know, it, maybe it, maybe it's it, maybe it's not. But that was what I heard, so I thought I'd ask. Right. And he shut it down. And then uh, yeah, one of the Kawasaki reps or people with Kawasaki is like, hey, I didn't like that question very much. <laughs> you know, they they said uh, we would rather you guys wait for us to release something. So yeah, but oh, that, I heard well, that, it, so I that, part, that part is silly. Like. Like, yeah, you you're gonna wait till we release something. Oh, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. Never mind. We won't we won't talk about anything about the fans want to know or anything else. Right. Well, you know, I I, I kind of understood their point too, but I, I heard something. I want to ask and see what his reaction was, and it was what it was. He shut it down pretty quick. Said no. Right. Yeah. So no, no. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that was it. But that guy, uh, I think that same dude had made a comment on YouTube also on the press conference about me being a drama queen. Is, so is Darkside the TMZ of Moto? <laughs> Dark I don't know. Pony? You tell me. Have we thought about it? is Dark Side Pony? Maybe Dark Side. You know the Venom Spider Man thing, Dark Side. The yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the your pony is like Venom. Could be the Could pony. Be? The know. pony controls you sometimes, like an evil spirit. <laughs> Starts just spouting off. Yeah. Random questions. R- random TMZ type moto questions. Could be, man. I thought they were good questions. The stuff I heard, and I thought. I'd here's bring the it up. here's the thing, Dark Side, is yeah. you're not. Even if it's true and AC's doing it, which we believe he is, quote unquote done yet is a very loose term that anybody can get out of. You know what I mean? Because it just is. It's just done. What's done? What What is done? Agre- uh, terms agreed to? Sure. Contract right. signed? Eh, who knows, right? Um, but even if you're right, you are not going to get him to say anything in the press conference. But what you could have said is, do you want to go to 450s next year? Is that the plan? How do you feel about going to 450s next year? Do you need to win this title to go to 450s, or would you go anyways? Like That's the line of questioning you can pursue, and maybe you'll sure. get something interesting out of that question. But there is zero chance AC will drop. Yep, 
Done deal. Going signed. F- yeah, signed deal. Like, no chance, right? So, right. So that's where you got to go with that, in my opinion. Well, that's, it. that's why you need to go to the press conference. <laughs> I would love to go if more riders showed up. I can get more done in the pits yeah. than, than at the press conference. And I've told you that, and I know you kind of got to go, and I know Sean at Feld isn't stoked probably that I'm not there. But, look, Racer X can cover the press conference. Wygant's there, and I can cover yep. the pits for Racer X as well. You know, so – it just it makes sense for me to go into the pits and and, uh, and talk to those guys. So unfortunately, yeah, these these teams don't feel like Justin Bogle got a fourth, like killed it. Why wasn't he at the press yeah, conference? That's Bring him there. Inexcusable. Cole Seeley hasn't been at one all year. Why doesn't Honda PR bring him to a press conference? Like I don't understand these teams. I yeah, don't, they don't get like it. Being there, it's clear. You know, I, I mean, know. And, and Dan when... Dan Bentley, who I like, I love Dan. He told me one time it's a waste of time. We're sitting here for twenty minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes oh my god sorry dan like it's a professional sport but you know what but these teams don't that's these teams don't have respect for the media in that sense and maybe we don't deserve it i don't know maybe we do things you know maybe i have fucking after dark and people don't like it or whatever and 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 people are like (laughs) matt this is a fucking idiot he's just in here drinking coffee and you know spouting off but but they it's obvious by the lack of attendance at the press conferences that the teams do not give a shit about the moto media that is awesome. No, you're right. You know, and you might mentioned, uh, and I think we mentioned Michael Moseman coming. He he comes a lot. You know, I mean, yeah. I, and I don't know if that's him doing that or if that's Husky, but I always appreciate Mose coming. He's always uh, there. And Hep then, guys, um, Hep guys have been Christina there. Christina Denny, Hep guys have been there. Yep, Christina Denny brings her guys usually. Yep. You know, there are some that go for sure, but um, yeah. and think about and then think about the top three. Uh, one time I timed it. Of course, I don't time it every week, but one time I timed it, and Eli Tomac talked for two minutes and thirteen seconds in the entire press conference, and walked right out of the room after the race. So yeah. we got two minutes of bland audio and a generic press release out of after a win. And to me, you, can, you can't tell me that that's enough. Enough right. questions, no. enough talking for a winner of a 450 Supercross race. That just made 120 grand. Yep, that, yep. but that two minutes and 13 seconds was enough for Cowie. And the generic PR came out, and they're happy. And so shitting on the moto, moto media, in my opinion, uh, by not letting them do any other interviews or Eli not wanting to do, whatever the case is, sorry, that's not enough. So if you're going to – if you are going to disrespect me, my craft, this is very easy. Like I'm not trying to promote – if you're going to disrespect me at these press conferences and my job, my site, everybody I work for, by not bringing people there – or not talking afterwards, then I'm going to the pits and I walk into these trucks or I ask the appropriate person and say, hey, can I do an interview with you? Will you do an interview with me? Blah, 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 blah. That's, yeah. that's how I feel. That's, and I feel uh, strongly in that stance. And, and until, sure. it's, until it's mandatory, until more of these teams give a shit, then that's what I'm going to keep doing. First of all, you, you, say, you say craft, quote, unquote, almost sarcastically, but it is, man. When you listen to, you know, I'm going to throw a guy under the bus, the MXA guy, he, he's not very good at the press conference and the the people who watch the press conference on youtube they comment and most people think the questions suck yeah they do uh you know so when you go in there you generally ask really good questions we just really good questions i tried to ask questions that were a little bit out there to get some kind of response i'm hoping i'm getting better at it um but it, it it does seem a little unprofessional to the listeners anyway at least the ones that are making comments on right. social media yeah, I mean, uh, I just it's not working, man. I get the press conferences, I get the need for them, like they want to be professional, I get that, but 
it ain't working for us yeah. guys in the media. It's really not because there are great stories out there from Bogle's fourth and a heat race win. Uh, Savachi, Savachi came to one press conference all year. He's having a great year. One time right. they brought him. You know, like Josh Grant never went to one in two years at Cowie that I know of that I can remember. Right. Yeah, like, you can tell the guys that do not want to go and they have enough stroke that they just but don't dude, go. But, dude, this is part of your fucking deal as a rider. <laughs> this is it. Right. But you know right. what? Maybe they think, yeah. ah, fuck it. I got Instagram. I can reach out my fans that way. And I don't need to face it any, you know, I don't need to face this guy with a ponytail asking me about what are I coming for. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe that's how they feel. I don't know. You know, yeah, I can tell well. you that, that in my stats, my post-race podcasts are heavy listens. Heavy listens. Like, yes, people yes. dig them. Uh, um, so. Yeah. Well, Marvin Marvin actually apologized to me afterwards. Oh, well, good. He, and then AC, you know, I said, hey, man, I wasn't trying to start nothing. He said, no, that was a good question. I like it. You know, I like stuff like that. So Yeah, AC gets you know, it for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then as far as like the RJ thing that you were talking about earlier, I, I talked about that on our show last week. I uh, heard the same thing. And from what I hear, he does have the two-year deal. He still has another year left, but they're willing to let him out. That, that was yeah. my source told me the same thing. Yeah, that's so, why it's that's why it's, it's really hard to cover this sport because you're just like, hey, RJ's <laughs> going to be there next year Like when you're lining up the teams because he has a contract. Yeah. And then, uh, Jordan Smith, same thing. I think Jordan Smith had another year on his Geico deal. And they were yeah. just like, yeah, no, you can go. And he's like, cool, I don't want to be here. Like. This shit happens. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Yep. right. Hey, before I go, because I know this thing, my questions are running along here, but um, the Friday night live show, you know, you guys have been talking about tonight, it was fantastic. Have you mentioned what you guys gave away for listeners that were there? No. You should. That, that, that's another, I don't know if you're going to do that at, at the other ones, but you guys gave away a Karcher oh, yeah. pressure washer, yeah. which was amazing. Probably should have said that. They gave us money. Uh, yeah, we gave away a Karcher uh, 3,000 PSI, like, gas-powered uh, pressure washer. Blow your, your yeah, decals yeah. off. Yeah. I, we wanted to put vodka in it and spray the crowd. <laughs> um, and by the way, I was not eligible for that either, So, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks to, performance, job, si- thanks to Performance Cycle as well in Denver. Big big yep. shop there out there. Do you do they, do mm-hmm. they sell 100%? Yeah. yeah. Probably sell X-Brand, too. Probably. Uh, performance Cycle gave us some money, promoted them. They gave everybody gift certificates, I believe. Nice. Um, or, or a lot of people. bucks, please. How much? 25 each. Wow. Got one. I don't know if everybody did, but definitely the the first number of people that came through the right. door got them. Yeah, so thanks to those guys, and thanks to Karcher. Karcher's going to be on board in the Vegas show, too. So, um, yeah, th- thanks to those guys for making it happen. I'll see you there. Um, it'll, it's really great. So thanks to everybody who came again. And Darkside, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Publimex wrap-up show this week. Yes, sir. Who do you got? Yep. Uh, Craig Martin, WPS rep, former uh, King Green guy, and Pookie Mathis. Pookie. Huh. Pookie. She's going to fucking just blow me out of the water. Make sure you ask her. Pookie, come up here. Make sure you ask her about, uh, you know, reading the wrong questions for the expert tear off segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll see about that. I'll think about it. I don't, uh, I don't know if I want to blow Pookie out too much. Yeah. It's fine. She'll be all right. <laughs> that was funny, though. That was, that was, uh, that was a highlight. Well, Pop Mex wrap up show, uh, Dark Side hosting. Uh, please tune in, everybody. Download it. Uh, give them some opinions. How can people email you about it, Dark Side? Darkside at pulpmx.com. Send me you your hot takes oh, and your uh, comments. Yeah, we gave him an email. Okay. I'm legit. Mark's, Mark's going to turn it off at any time, though. I don't even have an email. <laughs> you want one? No. Oh, okay. Absolutely well, not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks, Darkside. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. See ya. Appreciate Later. it. Uh, that's Darkside, everybody. Uh, stirring shit up at the press conference. So. so when he introduces himself to ask a question, is it Darkside with pulpmx.com? 
No, dark side so, with whatever his shot I didn't know if credentials were getting taken yeah, with these questions. No, maybe they are. Yeah, I need to figure that out. Um, but you know what? Uh, I had no race tech rant for tonight. I had. I no. feel like we did, we handled it. I got one. Yeah. I think that whole press conference one was a race tech rant. I was like, going to interject, but you were on it. So. Oh yeah, no, I I was going to say, look, weekend off. I'm home with my wife, my basset hounds. I'm very happy. Happy Steve. Happy. Um, I'm going to go dirt bike riding this week. I'm going to go mountain biking this week. Um, you know, very very good week for me. Uh, so I was going to have no race tech rant, but dark sides. Speaking of these press conferences, mm-hmm. and I appreciate them, but okay. Unobjectively, do I make good points? Absolutely, for sure. Okay, yeah. And there's no you fix. Tell me, blow me out if you think no, I've been no, idiot. No, no, you do. And there's the problem is there's no fix for it because there's nobody that cares has con- well. There's nobody that has control that can change the way it's. You know what I mean? Like Feld. I mean, I guess they could maybe say you have to come if you get top ten or five, yeah, yeah, and you get yeah, fined. If not, but yeah. they're not going to do that. So in the teams, it's totally up to their discretion, and they probably don't even think about it if the guys aren't on the podium. So there's no solution. There, no. There's no way to fix it no. unless but you know, like I people don't want it to come. I just I don't understand that the top three guys not sticking around for interviews. The two fifty guys generally do, but four fifty guys yeah. not always do. And then if you're talking to one, if you're talking to Marv, the other two aren't waiting. They are not. No, waiting. they're talking to another media outlet, yeah. and then when that's over, that's the time that they allotted for extra. And they're out. They're gone. And they're gone. And like, look, I'm not trying to put on my high horse and be like, oh, I'm fucking so important or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, two minutes and thirteen seconds isn't covering it. No, isn't cover isn't cutting it. You know? Yeah. The, uh, like, unfortunately, like I said, there's no. Yeah. There's no answer. Right, there's no right. fix for it. But so let it's me broken. go into the pits. I'll go find Bogle. I found. I talked to Buddy Antonez about his guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the JGR truck, uh, I went to, I found AC after the press conference, so I got the winner there. Um, I went by the KTM guys, didn't see either guy out yet. Um, you so know, talked to Baggett this week or last week? Uh, last week. Last week. Yeah. Uh, I got Lemay, good dude, riding well. Um, so yeah, like I just those those guys, those are the guys I find interesting. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I'm a team manager, I I feel like I'm, I'm making them go if they're top five at least. Yeah. You know, in top 10, possibly. Yeah. And, you know, again, I like Dan, but don't tell me 20 minutes of sitting there is is, is bad. I mean, dude, sorry. Yeah. Does Dan feel like he has to go and sit there the whole time to, maybe, in case he, the guy starts he, saying something yeah. wrong, he's going to no, jump up and say, no, ah! no, more like the rider will just leave or not know what's going on or whatever. Like, Don't they so, have a PR person for that or no? No, Geico doesn't have one at the races. Honda, Honda does, though. Honda yeah. handle that. Yeah. Anyway. Roxon yeah. hasn't spoken forever. Uh, uh, press conference in yeah. Seattle, but other than that, I've asked him to come on the show. He's res- he's politely declined, which is fine. That's his right. But he hasn't been around the races. Just like so, I don't know. You get you're a press left, release, dude. You're left guessing, on dude. Kim, you're just Kenny left Roxon's. guessing so much stuff. You get his Instagram and you get his thing, and I guess in 2019, that's that's how these athletes are going to do it. But it's not the same. You can't tell me that this show hasn't helped riders out. Look at case in point, Alex Ray, Phil Nicoletti, Kyle yeah. Chisholm, these guys. And I guess... I guess they're not A-level, so I guess right, it doesn't so, matter. I don't know. But the problem is, I mean, those guys need positive publicity too. So if yeah. they're dodging and evading you, yeah. that's just opening the door for speculation yeah. of God knows what. Zach Osborne. Yeah. Everyone in the media likes Zach. Zach O. He's a good dude. He's yeah. funny. He gets it. He's older a little bit, you know. Your guy, Savachi, doesn't really like me because of Zach Osborne. Sure. And my whole thing is be like, we can have that relationship, Joey. Me, me and you. 
We yeah. can joke and laugh, and you can come on here, but he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And Zacho is winning himself fans. Absolutely. And it's not just with me. It's Anton no, or Weege no. or yeah. anybody. Yeah, so... Racetech19 or racetech.com, uh, pop19 code. Save knew, we could, knew we could get a rant Yeah, out there of you. we go. Yeah, it doesn't take much, right? Uh, so, yeah, thanks to Racetech. Chris Blows, zombie Chris Blows, <laughs> using Racetech suspension as he rises from the dead in Denver. Uh, zombie Chris Blows has different suspension settings than mortal. Uh, no, same suspension. Same, 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 same suspension settings. But it's that adaptable. Maybe they're, maybe they're filled with blood so he can mm. skip the blood so he can survive. Is this um, anything like your Stu Cujo uh, take, or is it worst, different? Or? Worst hot take ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry for wins. He's hungry for wins. And part two is coming. When they get a stabilizer. Okay. Yeah. That was making sure we didn't find something out in the last hour. No, no, I don't think so. No news. All right, okay. so that's the race tech rant of the night. All right, everybody. Um, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, call there. Mention Pulp MX. Uh, put Pulp MX in the notes section on BTOsports.com. You're going there tomorrow. I am. I yeah. will be there tomorrow. To, will you please give them my warm regards? Will do. Just say, hey, I was at Pulp Show and they... Pumped the yeah. shit out of you. And yeah, people were calling all night, asking yeah. to buy stuff at BTO. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what we are you going that. there for? Uh, just talking about products. And oh, yeah? Going on. yeah? Oh, okay. Stay in and touch. what's that? Yeah. Uh, just, it's a key account. Just, we want to yeah. you know, yeah. make sure they're up to yeah. date what we have going on. And just kind of... Yeah, drop in. They're a good customer. Yeah. Just do a great job for us. So. It's almost new or... Yeah, I just want to say yeah. hi. Yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe go to lunch. Right. Talk about the Pulp mm. Show, things like that. Yeah, you know? okay. Well, that's yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, well... Good luck with that visit. Nice. Yeah. 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 You're welcome. Uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, please use the code uh, from your bike to your body. They got X Brown goggles. They got ride ride 100%.com stuff. They've got Fly Racing. They got Vortex. They got Vertex. They got EVS. They got Start Mission Starcraft 5. They got Maxima. They got Pro Filter. They got Firepower. They got FMF. They got Atlas. They got Worst Connection. They got OGO. They got Diga Data. They got Guts Racing. They got WUSA. They got uh, Eagle Grip, probably. Uh, they have Ride Engineering. They may not have intense bicycles. I heard one probably in there and one may not. Yeah. Maybe we should some but, fact checking on this. What, what do you think? What, what was it? Eagle Grit? Did they have that? I don't think they have that. No intense. Have no intense bicycles. Okay. I, I would They're think. into bicycles these days, but they, they are? don't sell actual bicycles. Oh, yeah, not bicycles. Just bicycle stuff. I'll work on that tomorrow. Okay. Well, fantastic. Thank this you. This whole show is based around speculation, so I feel like that's just fine. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. They all carry yeah. well, no, it. Well, that, that's Dark Side's pod. That is the TMZ speculation <laughs> podcast. Uh, so just he's, please. He's the Harvey, Harvey Levin of, uh, yeah. of Moto. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. These questions are submitted to at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, Mark picks the best ones, uh, and uh, myself and Charles Castellou here will answer them. Do you just want to go over like the scenarios of if Tomac takes out Webb, and do you want to get those out of the way right now? I don't. Yeah, sure. Okay, what happens if Tomac takes out Webb? Because there were like 15 questions about, will Tomac take out Webb? What happens if Webb takes out Tomac <laughs> in return? Uh, will what? Joey... You know, try to block Webb. Will Marvin let Webb by? You know, I'm, Joey did throw a little extra in there on um, Webb in the heat race this week. I don't Maybe feel like he attention. made it easy on Tomac either, though. No, he didn't. But as soon as he figured out it was Eli and Eli got around him, Cooper made a pretty quick move. And the next turn, Joey threw it in there. He missed. Put some stank on it. Yeah, he put a little extra sauce on it. Um, he, he missed and kind of ended up going behind Cooper. Um, but there was there was a little extra on it. I feel like trying to do his job. Yeah, I he needs a job for next year, so he's trying to earn his 
Hey, I was thinking like, because Joey's raced Eli hard a couple times. Yeah. In heat races or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, this weekend there was. Do you think they just say, "Hey, it, man, like, uh, what are you doing?" Or do you think they just go, "Oh, yeah, yeah"? I, I mean, I mean it's all, it's, none of it's elite, none of it's dirty, no, no, none no. of it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I feel like Joey, Joey did enough in Monster Cup. Maybe gets a pass. <laughs> on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like million dollars. Yeah, or, million dollar pass. Yeah, earn the right to you know race right. him a little hard in some heats. Um, you're tight with Joey, huh? Yeah, you you've known him for a long time. Yeah, back to um. MSR amateur days. I was doing rider support. He was, you know, B class yeah. rider. I've known him since he was. Doesn't want to come on the show. Doesn't want to come on the show. I'm aware. Can you help that relationship? That, yeah. We should have done a, a cold call tonight. I could bury some beef. Yeah. A little late now. Maybe he'd be like at dinner with Ricky, and we can just knock oh, it all out. Maybe yeah. <laughs> like maybe a FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. Rick. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Rick. You should have marks. Yes. Twenty seconds into going on stage in Denver the live show rick <laughs> rick and Kiefer loved it i'm sure it was ridiculous and pookie somehow pookie is like hey do you think that Kiefer wearing that shirt and giving away those sh- like because it's just going to be all come back to me yeah it's not gonna be like hey chris Kiefer no. was wearing a shirt it's gonna be like that fucking pulp mx show yep made this shirt mocking you that's what it's gonna be totally i didn't see the shirt oh yeah well it just, said rick yeah he said Rick, and then underneath at the bottom, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's pretty good. Yeah, like she's got a point. Like it's gonna be like come back on me, which I don't need any more beef. But yeah. maybe it's too late. Maybe the, the beef, beef doesn't so, even matter. It's so deep, it's not coming out. The, the beef is very. <laughs> you got yeah. beef slapping in the face. <laughs> yeah, beef just ah, beef everywhere. Right. So, anyways, uh, a, I feel like I have to drop you. Grab. We're still recording, so I'll, I'll clip that. Ah, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Nathan Shibig, Seven Deuce Deuce is hired for his personality, not results. Will winning this privateer award be better exposure for his sponsors than finishing back of the pack all year? I don't think so. Like, who's gonna give? Who's gonna get exposure from this privateer money? Fell ain't gonna do nothing. They don't care about it. Uh, I may put it in Racer X, like, hey, check it, check out him out, you know. But um, nah, yeah. yeah. But having said that, he's not exactly getting a, a ton of exposure for getting. 18th in the main. No. Or whatever either. No. Like, he's getting what he's getting in the main or not in the main, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Lyman Zerga. For Steve, why did you block me, and can you please tell me how to make it up to you? I don't know why I blocked him. That doesn't sound familiar, but I only block for, like... Lyman Zerga has a, uh, like, a chimpanzee. Yeah, I don't know. Of his avatar. I only block for, like, a couple reasons. One, you insult me. Mm-hmm. Like, some political stuff that I put out there, if you tell me to go back to Canada... When I've been here for over 20 years, paying taxes, I block you mm-hmm. if you say that. If you insult me, like call me a fat loser mm-hmm. or anything else, like you can disagree with me all day long. I'll never block you for being like, whatever, dude. But if you call me a name, you're blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. You insult me or you tell me to go back to Canada because you don't agree with something I write. Then I block you. So Lyman Zerba Zerga. did one of those two things. From Ocean's Eleven. So if you... <laughs> Good one. If if he denies it, it's not true because I, I he did one of those two things. Wasn't just for fun. No. Yeah. All right. From Todd Krieg, uh, any word on if the outdoors will have metal great starts or dirt? Dirt. Okay. From at Junior Hockey 03. So now that Marilyn Bastardo. Bastido. Yep. 
and the CMA has totally screwed Canada over for the MXDN. Yep. Will there still be a Canadian pit bike of nations team? Good question. I don't think so because there won't be any riders there. Right? So, again, I mean, Marilyn Bastido of the CMA, just a horrible person. Uh, she's ruining Canadian motocross and continuing to ruin Canadian motocross. So is there no way for them to field a team oh, without? Oh, Pookie reminded me also, uh, Ridgey comments, Ridgeline comments, mm. blocked yep. also. Yep, yeah. that's, a, that's a third thing, Yep, which is true. Yep. So is there no way for Canada to send a team without her? No. Like it's just not Yep, not possible. Physically nope, possible? because the FIM acknowledges the CMA. So okay. CMA has to enter the team. Okay, she just yep. like won't fill out the paperwork, so she, can't get around. Nope, she won't. No matter how good of a job you do, uh, if you do too good of a job, she uh, will find something wrong with you. She doesn't. She's bitter. She's old. She's bitter. She's very cunty, uh, and she needs to go away. <laughs> Strong. So, yeah. No, I don't care. I don't like it. I don't care. I. I uh, yeah. She set Canadian motocross back year after year after year after year. So Courtney Lloyd did a good job managing the team. Ryan Gall did a good job of managing the team, despite her and her interference. And her ego, and her pettiness, cuntiness, her cuntiness. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, I don't think there'll be a pit bike team because uh, there'll be no Canadians there unless there, unless there's like Canadian spectators and and they want to contact me and I'll manage you to so like another spinoff of Canada like we have with oh, Puerto yeah. Rico, Puerto Rico, like a, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. From Fake MX News, bigger flop: the Stu Uh-oh. video or Justin Hill Supercross season? Oh, Hill Supercross season. I mean, I feel like the Stu video got tons of views. I would, I would assume. Well, anything it's a flop, though. I'm, so that's what I'm saying. Anything Stu puts out is, yeah. Your bitterness about the content or the shakiness yeah, or whatever yeah. is irrelevant. People yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Right. Hill has two top tens on the year. Yeah. He got a second one this weekend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It hits Hill. From Steve Kane, did the crowd excitement for Eli's passes rival the noise of CR 22s last win? Hell no. I saw that. Did uh, did Eli say he's never heard a crowd like that? I heard him. Yeah, something did he like say that? that. Something along those lines. Hasn't heard a crowd that Dude. loud or something. I mean, I was at the press box, but I mean, they were loud, but I don't know. I've, yeah. I've heard plenty louder, I feel like, but hey, whatever Eli feels, yeah, that's cool. He probably doesn't pay a whole lot of attention, right. I don't think. So. Right, right. This one's as from... I say, as I've said over and over, I don't know of anything, anything I've heard in a supercost can break the the uh, metro dome in minneapolis when mcgrath was on top that dome is designed to keep noise in anyways remember like the twins and all that 96 like, 96 98 90, like whenever 99 yeah. all those yeah, years whatever years, years that he raced um i don't know if i've ever heard a, heard a stadium that loud in my life dude i just remember him doing an opening you know, like opening ceremonies the hot lap at the beginning yeah and when he would do a knack knack on the triple they'd be playing bad to the bone or something like yeah, I mean the place would go ape shit. No where is this? Where Houston? Houston or Dallas? Right, right. Houston was louder in the Astrodome because it was a dome right. versus Texas Stadium back yep. then was open air. But um, the Astrodome had some good tracks, dude. That was, it was a big, big tabletop. Thing. Yeah, the the C Altman tabletop. Yeah, they yeah. sponsored somebody to sponsor it and it'd be a big yeah. step on uh, thing. Big too, yeah. like lots of dirt and everything. Like, where's yeah. all the, Where's all that dirt? <laughs> yeah, I don't where know. We need it. Yeah, we need it. Go get it. But no, and then MC like. In those races in Minneapolis and Indianapolis and St. Louis, like he'd start fifth or sixth, mm. and you just hear this. You'd be watching the leader, and you just hear this because ah, he passed fourth. Yeah. Oh, he got third. Like it's just like everyone was watching him. Yep. And that's it. I feel like Atlanta was always pretty loud for Stu. Yep, they were. They were also loud for Yogi. 
Yeah. Uh, Yogi, oh, yeah. Yogi was big. Uh, Stu was big. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Fresno S- Smoothest wants to know, Steve, if Jerry had two years with a factory effort, bike and training, how good how good could he be? Jerry's good already, man. He was 11th in, in time qualifying. Jerry's Jerry. Jerry's Jerry. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, Jerry, Jerry was... Jerry's Jerry or Jerry's gonna Jerry? Either way. Okay. Same, same. Yep. Um, Jerry has skills. He has speed. The issue is finishing the job in whatever element that is. He used to be making the main. Now his his speed is so good, he, he gets in through the heats or LCQ or whatever, but the... The finishing after something goes sideways. I heard this week he had like a tire issue or something, but it's a common. There's always something. Now for me, I'm okay. He ended up with 32 points or whatever 32. in fantasy, so yep. it's fine. 55 percent pick trend. 55 percent pick trend. Yeah, that's a lot of people stressing on Saturday. He was at 52 points though. That's why it's yeah. That's why it's a bummer. It is, but yeah, but it's it's fine. It's all right. If you had Grant, Worst, and then you're feeling good anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> JG for sure. From Mike Julian, what happened to Matt Bichelia? Has he gone Great down question. the Stroop path? No, oh, I, don't I don't think know. so. No, I, I don't nothing to yeah. judge on that. But. Yeah, I mean either. I just yeah, he's. I think he did. He, he got a concussion, I think, in Glendale. Um, he wasn't ready for that ride. He, and then he, I, I don't seen know if he had done the work. Well, or whatever, but. I mean, Truman before the season said Matt had been riding and it was going to be awesome. Remember. There was a he little was his 100% lead pipe block of the week or something. One, I, I think. I, 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 he was, yeah, he's been riding was the how he quantified yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he's been riding. <laughs> Great. <laughs> cool. Great. He's a professional supercross <laughs> racer. He's been riding. I think Dan backpedaled pretty quickly from that about yeah. two minutes in the first practice. Oh, I know, so, right? Maybe not. From Mouthful of Chisholm, if both, <laughs> champions, <laughs> if both championships slip away, do they put Mitch, Mitch Payton on suicide watch? Yes, would be the answer to that. I don't see AC, AC me, slipping away. I don't either, but AC told me, like, dude, with with everything that happened with Forkner, I was feeling some heat. Yeah, like, I would imagine so. Like, don't fuck, don't fuck this up, kid. And and going into this, the weekend in Denver, I mean, AC's could have won either way. I mean, Fernandez yeah. was close enough yeah, that yeah. Fernandez wins and AC gets a second or third. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. close, yep. too close for comfort. Uh, at, Adam answered the call, won the heat, won the main. Um, you know, I think he he put it. He didn't put it to bed, but he's in a good spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He can, like JT was saying, he can just ride behind Ferrandis yeah. in, in the shootout or ride a couple spots behind Ferrandis. You're fine. Yep. But the East Coast, I mean, it's totally up in the air at this point on what Forkner can. I, I think he's done. Forkner, Forkner's done. I, I assume so. But, ACL. but everybody had kind of reacts differently to ACLs, and, and I mean, I've done. I'm on my third ACL. It's torn. So. Yep. Um. But the, the, everybody, it's different every time. Like right. it, I would, if I had to put money on it, I would say there's no chance he yeah. wins this. But yep. there's guys that a few weeks later, you're yeah. you're okay enough to yep. get through it. Right. Zero chance he races outdoors, though. Uh, yeah, zero chance he races outdoors. And if he had a ten point lead, I'd feel a lot better. Yeah, it's it's close. Right. From at Jordan L. Nineteen ninety two, Anderson general, generally tries to race Eli and Rocks and clean. In 2020, does he treat Webb like he does Eli and Roxon, or does he treat him the way he treats Marv? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, right? There is yeah. truth to that, for sure. There Anderson is. races uh, some of the guys that you know he respects a little bit differently. Sure. Um, I'm anxious to see what Jason brings to outdoors this summer. Um, yep. And then certainly Supercross next year. I mean, he was 
had the red or the number one plate this year. We didn't get to see much of it. Um, so that's a, a pretty good question mark for me is what, what can Jason Anderson bring next year? Yep. From Darcy Cotier. We'll go with that. Did Alessi not race the 450 main at all? And if not, why wasn't the next guy in the LCQ able to race in his place? Is that how it works when one person no, can't race? they don't do that for the mains. Uh, but they do do it for... Um, qualifying during the day. Qualifying during the day, yeah. yeah. Um, wait. No, they did it. But maybe because it was a triple crown? They did it for Detroit. That's water. Okay. From upstairs. I thought I was going crazy. No. They did it for Detroit because Sealy couldn't race and qualified. Yeah, the rock to Right. The, and then uh, so Brees got in or or, or, somebody. or somebody got in. Uh, no, not Brees. Uh, Martinez. Martinez got in. There you go. Something like but that. But that was maybe a different deal for the night show. Yeah. They're not going to put a guy from the LCQ in. I don't believe they are. And Yeah, I think NLSC, I think, wanted to get 22nd well, and 22nd money, right? Like right. The, and and uh, needs it, but. And Alessi's guy was in staging. So it was a late pullout. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> From at Nielsen Curtis, Charles, do you appreciate when Uh-oh. Steve makes up a new tagline for your company or product? Sure, he does. I don't think he has for 100%, but um, I think that's part of what Steve brings to the table. Yeah. Yeah, I Making mean, completely irrelevant, unfactual <laughs> <laughs> taglines. <laughs> Talking about GP pistons that are... I, listen, Lower compression listen, and stock. If you're coming on the show and you're uh, you work for a you gotta, sponsor, you, you're putting it up. You're putting up. Yeah, you got to know it. what's coming. That's it. You got to know for. what's coming. P- Parabinos knows what's coming. Yeah. V three bar, twenty nine percent strong in the competition. That's you know what you signed up for. Yeah, absolutely. So you know you're you're gonna get that. And yeah. I I wish I wish some of these companies would be less dicks to each other. I've said that over and over. Mm-hmm. Too many companies are are dicks to each other. I get it. It's competitive. I get it. But there's it's, so many dicks, just dicks everywhere. Dicks. <laughs> everyone's dicking each other. Like, what the fuck, right? Like, stop dicking each other. <laughs> stop it. Quit being a dick. Right, exactly. Just be competitive, Just dick, dick, have dick, good dick, products dick, dick, dick. and all that, but don't don't look around to see what you can be a dick about, and so make sure you can dick somebody right in the dicked ass. So, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just uh, saying. It's dicks everywhere. Yeah. Right, just dicks everywhere. So. Uh, from Sandy Fernquist, Denver came out and supported Supercross. Do you think we'll make the schedule next year? Yeah, somebody asked me this at the race. Uh, I have no clue, no idea. I don't know. They got rid of Salt Lake. They got rid of um, St. Louis. Which, to me, Denver and Salt Lake are a little one and the same. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Kind of give and take. Crowd was good. Yeah. Crowd was Which, into it. I think Salt Lake's crowd was fine. Smaller venue, for sure. Salt, really? Lake, Salt Lake only holds like 40. Really? Yeah. So you're, yeah, and it's not full, so you're, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, either way. Yeah. I think we go back to Toronto. No. I think for what? Nashville was good right yeah nashville's good yeah nashville i could see being back houston's only been back on for two years because yep. it was off for a couple yep um yeah. there's so much that goes in i know you've said it a million times but there's so much that goes into renting these venues and getting them so far ahead of time and Travel cost schedule cost like there's so yeah, much yeah. so many factors that go into it that yep. i'd be completely guessing at this point yep bring back toronto never been hmm. missing out the Butler Brothers uh, podium sweep, right? It was. Right. Yeah, spotted that. New Fossil got third there. Do you have the trophy somewhere still? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cried. <laughs> might or, might not Which have. retirement was this? I don't know. Fourth <laughs> or fifth. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Canadian National at Newf. That'll be fun. It's going to be good. Yeah. Seeing him in his, in his element. Yeah, exactly right. I think he's wrenching, though. 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think he's wrenching for the for a few rounds. Oh, what's for his Digger, name coming for Digger. back? No, oh, not Nichols, not Jake Nichols. Nichols is coming back. Oh, he loves Jake, Jake Nichols. <laughs> he would he would like give up his job, divorce yeah. his wife to 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 work We're for Jake Nichols. This. Let's go, Jake. Let's do he this. He fucking loves Jake <laughs> Nichols. But uh, no, I think he's he's working for Diggs for some kid. I don't know somebody. How many jobs can that guy have? I don't know. Did you hear my demands for Diggs for me to go to go for Dunes? <laughs> no. I want a sky lift. Oh, I did hear that. I want a sky lift. Yep. I want uh, a ride tune from the track. I want to lead the parade lap around on a, on a Yamaha. And none of this was met with any kind of pushback. No, none. None. Diggs. So you, not just lead the parade lap. You need a Yamaha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ride the lead the parade lap. Wave to everybody. You have like a Canadian flag or an American flag or Whatever. both? Whatever. Yeah, it Maybe. doesn't matter. Both. Yeah. From Joel Watt. When is Marv's contract up? Does he take much of a pay cut? It was mentioned on the broadcast that Roger thinks he's getting too old. So does KTM even re-sign him? Roger thinks he's getting too old. He is older than people yeah, think. Yeah, he is. Yeah, twenty nine. Um, yeah, he he did Supercross two thousand seven. He rode West Coast Supercross yep. like the first few rounds, and yep. nobody knows. Right, right. He was number nine twenty five on a Cowie. Yep. Um, made I think he did three. He made one main or made two and missed one. Like he was like a little bit in front of me. One of the races time. he missed the staging. He made the main, huh. but didn't miss huh. the time. Yeah, no, he didn't make. Phoenix, I'm pretty sure he made he made it in LCQ in Anaheim one because yep. I got fifth, missed it by one, oh, and he yeah. was he was second or third. Yeah, um, Michael Willard, I think, at the last spot. Michael Willard, Canadian guys. No, he's on he's on high. Well, but yeah, racing but Canada. he would race right. Canada. Yep. His program was loose. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yeah. There's uh, six thousand Willard stories from when he raced in Canada. But he he pulled it together and he yeah. would win those yeah, yeah. titles. Right. He did twice, right? I think. Yep. Anyway, yeah, to answer the question, I think I think Mars deals up next year. No, it's up now. He's got an offer apparently. Uh, oh, really? He hasn't signed it yet. Cuz he signed it was a long-term deal before. Yeah. Um my assumption would be he re-signs for something relatively the same. It's not yeah. like they're coming to no, him saying you yeah. super underproduced because the contract he was in was like Dungey was still around. There was an overlap. Bit. Yeah. Like it wasn't like right. hey, Dungey's gone. Now here's your new contract to be mm-hmm. the guy. Right. Um, so I would I don't see him taking like a huge pay cut or something to stay. All right. Uh, from Dean Goldberry, Steve, what other podcast is most likely to reach Pulpamex Heights? I don't know. I have no idea. How do I know? I don't listen to any of them. Got to know who your competition there, there's, is. There's 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 ten of them, fifteen out there, podcasts out there. So yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, Rick. you have to Rick. listen. You have to. We talked about this earlier. Okay. You have to be consistent mm-hmm. with your podcast. You have to provide entertainment for your podcasts. You, you have to be different. You have to be different. I think bring and, something different. Yeah, bring to the something table. different. Like, like how can you have a podcast? Like, listen, not to toot my horn here, but 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 <laughs> let me toot my horn. No, the race review podcast. Yep. Myself, Weege, JT, do. We are at the races, not always. JT misses some, Weege misses some, whatever. But Weege is a color commentary for the series, one of the series. I'm a media guy at every race, just about covering it in the, in the trenches. JT is a former racer of these things. Mm-hmm. We get together, the three of us. We have great chemistry. We have lots of opinions. We end up fighting about Marty a lot. Like, how are you going to beat that? Yeah. What if can you possibly do different? Right. Like, how are you going to break down the race better than we can? Right. I'm just saying, like, yeah. so do something different, whatever that is. 
And I think the our advantages is is we're there. And the consistency piece that you said is yes, because these things don't grow these crazy numbers overnight. Like you have lots of years built in building this equity. Eleven so years. You're starting Cash a podcast. Loop. Starting a podcast. You do two or three or five of them, and you're like, oh, we got a hundred and. Did I say eleven? Yeah. No. What am I drunk? Maybe high. I don't know. What are you? When did I start this? I don't this know, was man. 2010. It's 2019. Okay, so the no 11 years. <laughs> okay. the, the Steve Mathis show started 11 years ago. The Racer X one. Anyway, <laughs> so it's it's slow growing. I'll cut that out, Mark. Cut that part out. <laughs> you didn't. No shot. You didn't. Um, you don't go to the listener level that you're at now. A month in. Yeah. So people think get in going. Oh, we're gonna have fifty thousand listeners, a hundred thousand, whatever it is. After a few five, six, seven episodes, you're like, oh, we got thirty-seven people. Forty thousand downloads. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna. Those people give up pretty quickly. Is what yeah. I'm getting at. Like yeah. you, yeah. you hear that number. You do a few episodes, and you're like, oh, we got forty-two people. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. Over this shit. So. Yeah. And then they're sporadic, yeah. and the people just lose interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I. People are like, you're There's so good at this. Like you, something Matt, about being first to market. That, yeah, and, and Matt and people are like, oh, Matt, you're so good at that. Like you do so much, and you see how it is. I'm phone calls and yeah. my phone. Eleven years of doing these shows. Right. I fuck, man. Like I, think so, I was watching the race earlier, kind of polishing up. You were doing something. You were buried over here at your computer, writing notes, doing things. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm prepping. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, prep. Sweet. <laughs> From Cody B. How does Peter? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Sagan. Sagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does his contract match up to 100%'s top moto guys? Is it bigger, smaller, or on par? I'm going to go plead the fifth on this one, maybe. Why? Well, no, I, what I can say is I don't have much at all to do with the bicycle side of the business, so <clears throat> I don't have a real clear answer, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, but I think it's... Such bullshit. <laughs> I think it's relatively the same as a very top premier level Supercross guy or Supercross team. He's a big deal. A really He's big a deal. big deal. Yeah. 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 Maybe you want to tell him to bring it to the bring it to the mountain bike track over here. <laughs> bring it. Bring it. Okay. Got a Levo. I got a Taser. Oh, you got a Taser. I got a Taser. He could ride the Levo if he needed to. If he wants to. Okay. If he thinks he's he can a match up. Specialized guy. Yeah. If he thinks he can match up, bring it. I think he's pretty good. Okay. You well, think he's got something for Trevor Reese, maybe? No. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no nobody's chance. got any something. No Trevor Reese, dude. Okay. From, from he, he doesn't care. Battery, e-bike, he doesn't give a shit. Jet, pu- jet fuel, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Jet jet pack on the back. From Brian Kling, who has a better shot at riding for JGR 450 in 2020, Hill or Marty? <laughs> Marty. Marty. <laughs> Marty. Uh, you could have said almost anybody than Hill. You could have said uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Alex would, Ray. Uh, what? Alex Ray. Yeah. Uh, Wyndham. <laughs> RJ. <laughs> You can put any name in there. Yep. Wiley Coyote. Yeah, I think the ship has sailed on the Justin Hill. JJ Casper the Ghost. Ship. Scooby Doo. <laughs> who on a serious Papa note, Smurf? Who, who do you think fills that spot? Marmaduke. It's, it's who? Garfield. Garfield. Odie. Yeah. I mean, any name you want. <laughs> Anybody you want. Pookie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We're going to introduce our 2020 team. Uh, it's Marmaduke. <laughs> Pookie and Marks. Yeah. Uh, what were, what were you I asking? was going to say, who, 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 do you does, see? who does take that spot? Because I don't know. I mean, it, I could see Dean there. That's a good one. Yep. I would think 
you feel strongly about where you think Savachi is going, but I could see that working out. Okay, me too. Sure. Yeah, Lucas Myrtle seems to have JGR's uh, um, ear or whatever. Or um, has him at gunpoint. Or... Me, something. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I could see that. Yep. Because, I mean, Weston's still a question mark, right? I mean. Yeah, yep. And Justin Hill is even, whether they get a title sponsor or not, that's freeing up a lot of money. Like they're paying uh, him Chad's check. back, right? Chad's back for sure. Yeah, and you know maybe they have to pay him a little bit. Yeah, but still, there that Justin Hill lump is a big lump that's still, yeah, coming free. Right. Uh, really, anybody, anybody you want to put there, Marty? Sure. Yeah. No, you, you, we can do that. Absolutely. Um, so that'd be Marty Fred, and Fred, Mart on the same team. Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Done. Okay. Stamp it. Foot powered or no foot powered with Fred? Foot powered. Okay. From Elito Mac. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> Charles, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> Charles, how much did sales on dual pane lenses go up for 100% after this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what That's that question good... means. Um, well, dual, maybe... pain, dual pane is for, you know, for cold conditions. Yeah, which um, we absolutely had goggles built with dual paint. Oh, lenses. did you really? Yeah. yeah. Kuzo oh. for sure did. Oh, so did um, X Brand did too. So I don't know if people ran them or not. Maybe this guy saw that on TV somehow and knows that they ran them or something that I don't know about. I haven't um, heard anything. Um, but yeah, they, we had them. So may, maybe this guy knows something about that. But yeah, it's not like a secret. It's a product that we sell and offer and had stuff built mm-hmm. in case. From Abide Moto. Steve, when are you getting Steve Cox in studio? I'm not going to get Steve Cox in studio. He doesn't even go to races. He's got sources everywhere, though. That's for sure. He's got great sources. I missed all this. Yeah, you, you did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting nope. Cox in okay. studio. Okay. That's all. All right, everybody. BTOsports.com. Tweet a Travis segment. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com. Uh, they're going to have Charles Castellou at BTOsports.com tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So if you people want to go there. See Charles, go down there, mention mention your Pulp Mech show, mention you want to see Charles. Yep, pick up some goggles. Maybe he'll show you something. Pick up some gloves. Gloves. Some Briskers. Glasses. Briskers are nice. No, I shouldn't even mention that because JT will get pissed. <laughs> He's going to get real mad. We sh- can we edit that out? Yeah. I don't want JT mad at me. He did say to me, we have those kind of gloves. Mark said no. Do they? Do they have those kind of gloves? No edits. Uh, they have something similar, I think, okay. now. Yeah. yeah. Does it work as good? I don't know. I don't want to say. Okay. Because my hands were cold and you said try these briskets. And now they're not. And yeah. now they're not. Yeah. So they cool. work good. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, okay. Uh, Justin Bogle, Cameron McAdoo, Kristen Beat, James Schuster. Which one did you like? Bogle. Bogle? Yeah, yeah me too. Hard to beat Bogle. It's good. Yeah. Chris, Although Kristen's Kristen cool. B, yeah. She's great. She's, she's, she's really nice. She's on top of her shit. You can tell. Yo, absolutely. 100%. She takes it very seriously. She will call me every now and then to ask me some questions, and then she's always onto things, and I'm like, oh, so you know that, or you know this, or yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like she's yeah. on it. Yeah, she's not there just cruising. She's not just trying to get on TV. Nope. She's there to do the job. I get the vibe she wants to do more Yeah. in a role like that Yeah. At higher level. Well, I think she was in the running to get... Uh, the job for NBC, yeah, for Supercross. I mean, even further, like NASCAR or football right. or right. whatever. Right, right, like, I feel like she has aspirations, right? Absolutely. Just from just from hearing her commitment level. Yeah, yeah. yep, no, for sure. Uh, and it's something like her. How do I say this politically correct? Uh-oh. Uh, she's Maybe smart. Skip. She's on it. 
But then her look, she's a good-looking girl, yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. That's That plays well on TV. Let's face sure. it. It absolutely does. Now I put yeah. a fucking troll like me on there. Yep. So you're saying she With this more... I got on my nose. <laughs> it's on the opposite side of the camera. You're good. Yeah. Good God. This thing's fucking huge. So you're saying she's more attractive than Daniel Blair? Yes. Okay. She also doesn't go after eagles. She doesn't kill eagles. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop with that. But it's so good. <laughs> it is. And I feel Daniel's like legitimately getting like uncomfortable. Like it's past the point. I'm I know. Like, ha, ha, ha. I know. So then of He's course, like, what do I do? I double down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I, I'm a dick. That's just what you do. Right. Because I'm an idiot. So, um, Great radio. All right. Well, thanks to everybody for coming on this tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Didn't you tell me I couldn't do something earlier? Yeah. You can't say Dan Truman when it comes to get data. Okay. All right. You ready? Get, get. You can't say that either. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com. Be there tomorrow. Be there at opening, BTO. Yeah. Clever. Will you be there at opening? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, fly racing. Might or might not have a cold weather glove. Not sure. <laughs> Race tech suspension and engines. Uh, gold valves. Zombie blows. Zombie blows. That's a better answer. Okay. Vortex racing. Um, twenty nine percent stronger than the competition, i.e., yeah. Paul Barabino's okay. car. I don't want to go there. Uh, Roost MX. Ram it. Vertex Pistons. Um, <laughs> GP style pistons. <laughs> okay. Come with a DLC coated piston pin. Uh, uh, X Brown Goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Thank you. Hurt you to say that, didn't it? No, Hurt you. I'm good. You look like you're in pain. No, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, EVS Sports. Um, shoulder braces. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I thought you were going to say your right knee brace for oh, 15 years. I think I said that last time. Okay. So. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5. Um, Babindum. Love Babindum. Yeah. Always Proper love Babindum. Proper pronunciation of that. Maxima USA. Dogger. Firepower batteries and chains. Japan quality for 50% of the price. Thank you. Uh, Pro filter. The one where you don't wash the filter. Yeah. That one. Uh, FMF. Um... Megabomb. Remember when Megabombs came out? Remember Powerbomb first? It was like the, the normal Oh, yeah. One? Powerbomb was first. That was right? like, poof, yeah, mind-blown. And then and Megabomb, Megabomb came out. Because Megabomb was on like factory bikes. Yes. Or, and you were and just like, like, what is that? I need that. And then it came out and like, it could have been five horsepower worse. Everybody was still playing. Didn't matter. It. Didn't matter. Looks yeah. cool. No. Yep. Anyway. Atlas um, like, Neck Brace. Noof. Works Connection. The Easy Adjust Clutch Perch. Love those things. Yeah. OGO Power Sports. Pilo. Get Data. Jump Starter. Oh, nice. Guts Racing. Light Seat Foam. WUSA. Marks, he's using it as an excuse to not ride. Thank you. False. <laughs> False. Eagle Grit. Talons and beaks. Save, save the eagles. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, ride engineering job. Uh, ride engineering. Motorcycle they need somebody to <laughs> B2B, Steve, B2B. Right, right. Uh, LA Honda World. If you have a helicopter, it's 30 minutes no, it's, if you no, go it, across in the it, air. It, it says 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Flies, you can go and land there from anywhere in LA. It says 30 minutes from anywhere okay. in LA. I flew out of LAX this morning. You can't get from the airport to the hotel there in 30 minutes. It's 2.2 <laughs> miles. <laughs> this is no traffic. Okay. Uh, That's not a, there's no time. For intense that. bicycles. 
the show with John Eric Ber- was interesting. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you. You were not one of those jerk-offs? No, because yeah. John Eric was the president of KTM North America. The guy apparently it didn't matter. Yeah, apparently it didn't matter. Talking yeah. about Webb and Marv and all that didn't matter. Yeah, and talking to, to Jeff I thought it was from the business side of things I thought it was very interesting to hear talking to Jeff Steber yeah. about uh, Sean Palmer yeah who made main event made a main event not yeah. interesting apparently I'm apparently a jerk not. off <laughs> get a refund yeah and then I called those guys jerk offs and then I got heat for calling the jerk offs jerk offs <laughs> jerk off right yeah so I couldn't like I said listen you're all a bunch of jerk offs you know that for, for complaining yeah and then people Tweeted me and wrote in and said you shouldn't call those jer- those people jerk offs. You shouldn't call those jerk offs jerk offs. Right. You jerk off. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm just like assholes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like. So. Yeah, it's a tough spot. I mean, was it a departure from normal? Yeah, but it was interesting to me anyway. I mean, John Eric is a super smart guy. Yeah. He's. And, and Christian Craig was still here. Kiefer yeah. was still here. And mountain bikes have a lot of crossover and their sure. e-bikes and. And yeah. fuck off! I want to have it. Yeah, I think I feel like I could just do that for. If you didn't like it, fast forward it. So yeah. get a refund. Pulpamex ten is the code to save at intensecycles.com, Of course. Um, Marks, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I will not S- nope. see you on Monday. I've never been more happy to. We are off this Monday, people. Easter Monday or Easter Sunday or is this the day that Jesus came to life or Jesus born or what is going on with Jesus this weekend? What do you mean? When he came to life? For Easter. When he was resurrected? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. What does that mean? Which is it? He died and then came back. On Easter? Yeah. On Monday or Sunday? D- Sunday. What's Friday? What's I Monday? Don't, I don't know. Don't ask me. I was bro. trying to make a joke about Jesus and Monday, no show. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> All I know is there's no show, and I don't really care what else, what else, what else we, happened on well, Sunday Well, thank Monday. you, Jesus, for, <laughs> for, doing for stuff. whatever happened. So that we don't have to have a show on yeah. Monday. I had a, some scheduling conflicts, and I threw out a, a potential line to Steve about coming next Monday. Shut down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rapidly yeah, no, shut down. No yeah. shot. <laughs> no just chance. Like, I'm like, look, dude, I will move shows around, <laughs> but we need a weekend. Yeah, we so need a Monday off. Cancel this Monday today before adding a show next Monday. That was kind of, I think, his stance. Yeah. Yeah. Th- it wasn't going to happen. So, mm-hmm. But thank you, Jesus. Yeah. For- he runs a tight ship. Consistency. However that whatever that means. Uh, so thanks, Marks. Appreciate it. We will not see you next Monday. Thank you to uh, to Swizz Core. Thank you to uh, uh, Moser. Thank you to Pookie. Good luck. Good luck with LaFrance. Yeah, good luck with getting him some boots. <laughs> whatever else he needs. Yeah, he needs some boots. Uh, he's wearing Jimmy D's size, wrong size boots this weekend. These French guys. How are you showing up without boots? There was a tweet about why the French guys keep showing up without boots. Because it was it was Superos, Superos, and Le Oh yeah, Francois. Yeah, Superos didn't have boots. Wasn't that like Haney left or something? Yeah, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, I don't know. French thing. The French guys go back to France. They're like, it is weird. We do not have boots (laughs) in America. They don't have them. (laughs) They don't have boots. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. Uh, We're working on that with Moser. So uh, thanks to you people for listening all year long. Seriously, really appreciate it. Uh, We're off next week. Like I said, sponsor deals for codes. Uh, You can always tweet the show at Public Mech Show and let us know what you think. Charles, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, Appreciate you coming in. It's um. Like I said, busy schedule for you. You're out tomorrow morning early for dealer meetings and things like that. So uh, always fun to to have you in. Apologize for trying to follow up Jack and Jay or uh, yeah, Jake and Coke. That's tough. What, what are we calling them? Jake and Coke. Jack and Coke. Jake. Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. Jake. I like Jack and Jake. Jake and Jake, Jake and Coke. And Jack, Jake, Jake and Coke. Coke. Jake and Coke. That works. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That one time, one time yeah. I followed up 
uh, chicken and somebody. Oh, too. you did, Denny. Yeah, I've Denny had, and I've chicken. had a rough go. <laughs> Denny and so chicken. Like really set up for failure. Yeah, here. At least you weren't new coming after Jill's uh, Jill's first. Yeah, he didn't even want to come. He was all like, time. Like, hey, I'm he was depressed before we started. Like, I here. can't do that. I felt a little bit like that with Jake. Was, yeah, Jake he had a good performance. Yeah, he did. So, but no, you did a great job. Yeah, thank, thank you, you. for everything. Uh, very informative. And uh, and again, ride one hundred percent dot com. Thank yep. you for supporting uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy. Yep. By the way, you, you, we give up weekly prizes of uh, of tear offs and goggles every week. Yeah, goggles like every that. week. Um, some other stuff for the yeah. overall prizes. And yeah. I'm just two more rounds till I get to pick up my new Cowie two fifty. So, all right, so Marks, yeah, he's getting his two fifty. Um, so you're gonna send it, right? There'll yeah. probably be a Full glitch. Send. You're, Full send. You're what place are you? Tenth. I'm 65 out of the out of the lead, fourth in the industry. So like, and, right and now, again, so. you don't give a shit about any prize other than a bike. No, I don't right, want right. to win. You, you can, tear offs, right, 100%. Right, right. No offense. Right, Brian Johnson won a week at MTF, which is gold. Right. By the way, can but, JT please win a set of gear? Yes, but um, <laughs> um, yeah. So you don't give a shit no. about any. So why not, dude? Just yeah. go, you know, Politelli yeah. and A Ray, and just every week with those guys. Yeah, we'll see. Gardner. I had Gardner this week, but yeah. Yeah, we'll you see. know what I mean? Those type of guys. Yep. One all-star and then just send it. Yep. We'll see. That'd be great. Two more weeks. Hope the site doesn't crash or something. <laughs> I'm nervous for you. Like, I, that would that would make me so anxious, like, thinking about how I had to You know, do. I'm just got to stick to the plan. I you know, honestly... Trust, trust in the process. If I was not an industry guy, I would play it safe. I'd be like, hey, man, I want to win the bike, obviously, but I'm a, I want to win something. Yeah. I wanna, like, all the prizes are really good. Yeah, so super I cool. think I would play it kind of safe. Like, just my normal stuff. My, yeah. I, I'd play it normally. Yeah, I'm in a different position yeah. than the I, average guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not send it on, on, on Pulp Max Fantasy. Yeah, so. I think I'm going to send it. Yeah, no, I understand totally. Uh, you could get a 2019 KX250 yeah, awesome. with, with that, so... Uh, fantastic yep. uh, alright everybody thanks again for listening thanks to our guests thanks to you people wouldn't happen without you and we'll see you in a couple weeks you suck you jackass there's something I want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho. <laughs>